PKA episode 481 with our guest Boogie2988. Kyle? Hey, it's been a while. Yeah, a couple sponsors tonight. Postmates, Magic Spoon, and Smart Mouth. But yeah, I got Boogie back. Boogie, I was reading your article in Newsweek magazine. Oh, yeah, that was a mistake, wasn't it? Was it? Tell me. I don't know. I just... Like, I don't know. Catch me up. I, I don't know anything about this. You got in, interviewed for about your channel, about your career on YouTube. What was it about? So basically, if you guys have been following my career since last time I was on the show, I've been um, self-destructing pretty impressively. Cool. Um, like I, I not intentionally, uh, just um, I'm not well <laughs> mentally. And uh, so not even like, with drugs, like a rock star, just overall. Right. right? right. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm on a lot of antidepressants and oh. heart pills and stuff like that, actually. But. I, uh, I've said some pretty outlandish shit. Um, and just like said, like the, probably the dumbest thing I said, I said that the people who harass people like me and wings and, and like, um, uh, dark side Phil, they were worse than Nazis and rapists. Like that was a stupid thing to say. I meant it as hyperbole, obviously like nothing's what's, what's worse than a rapist. Nothing. Right. What's worse than a Nazi? Nothing. People uh, that I, pick on me are worse than them. People that right. pick on me, I'll, I'll <laughs> say it, you know, in my I, I, like, article, but like, but like. <laughs> I genuinely, you can't say stupid shit like that. Obviously, number one, that's not true. Number two, even if I mean it as hyperbole, which I did, nobody's going to get that. They're going to take that and run with it. So I don't know. And then like, there's just been like Always groups. double down. Always double down. I did, what though. What would I Trump really do? <laughs> and so like, I don't know. Between that and like the fucking Tesla thing and like all this other stupid shit. Basically, I've over the last two months, I've really kind of withdrawn from the internet Stop being on Twitter as much. Stop doing the stuff as much. And what's really interesting is my mental space has gotten a lot better as the further away I pulled away from it. Because those people are still doing the same stuff and saying oh, yeah. the same stuff and like taking it out of context. But I finally took the advice that Keemstar, Kit Behind the Camera, Jogger Nuggets, Woody, every person I know gave me, which is lock that shit out. Don't respond to it. But in order to do that, I had to make like one last video. And that's what that news article was about. I made like one last video. And I'm like, look, these are the people that are criticizing me. If you think they are good people, then I don't, we're going to have to agree to disagree. But I don't like they're they're not great either. Nobody's great. We all kind of suck. Um, and like maybe we just need to accept that about ourselves. And I think we're on our path to doing that for the record. Like most of the people that are listening to this right now, you're probably aware that you're not perfect. Nobody on this show is perfect. I'm pretty far from fucking perfect. <laughs> right. Uh, we've all made our mistakes. We've all said stupid shit. We've all done stupid shit. And like, I think we're finally getting to a point where outrage culture is going to grind to a halt in the next two years, three years, maybe. Oh, shit, dude. No, it's amping up. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's going to be amping up. Boogie, dude, if, think... when, when Trump gets reelected, it's going to be doubling down from. Oh, I, 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 think I feel right. like, like you've owned too much responsibility for you getting bullied. I watched your video and you're like, here's where I made my big mistake. Right. I mentioned what a person said about me. I kept him anonymous. I cut his name out, but what a dick I am. Really? Well, okay, but that's what that's that's how about he's a dick. Yeah. That's what it is about me. It comes across as like pandering and fake that I actually care, right? Because like the people most people would not give a shit about that guy. You probably don't give a shit about the guy. I give a shit about the guy. I genuinely do. Like I want him to have a happy life. I don't want to make his life any worse. I wish that he could be a happy person. He's clearly not. I hate that I make Fuck him that miserable. piece of shit. Right? Well, <laughs> but that's just not me. But that comes across as fake. But you know, I don't know. I don't know. I do genuinely care about the people who hate Was it this one tweet you, you were saying, or was that an example where you're like, oh, these, well, these no, assholes are worse than uh, fucking Stalin and Hitler or something? Every so what really started like this one particular guy hi 
he knows he's listening. Um, what started really with this particular guy, he was a fan of mine. He got frustrated with the fact that I wasn't losing weight. I kept trying and I kept failing. He didn't believe I was trying at all. Um, and he felt that I was lying to people and manipulating people and trying to get money because I wasn't actually losing weight. And so one day he accused me of that on my subreddit and I clipped part of it out and I showed it on Twitter. And it's like, this is the kind of crazy shit I'm dealing with. And since then he's dedicated like a subreddit that he runs to, uh, picking me apart and like looking at every bad thing I've ever done and like trying to make me accountable for every stupid and dumb thing I've ever said. And I'll gladly admit I've said and done some stupid shit. Um, but it kind of paints a picture of like someone I'm not when you put it all together. But I mean, I guess, I don't know, maybe I'm coming to terms with the fact that maybe I'm not the greatest person in the world. I know I'm not that. I've always kind of loathed myself, but I've always had this delusion, like maybe I'm not worse than other people. These people are getting way too, these shit posters are getting way too into your psyche, man. Like you're, you're second guessing your own intentions on things you wrote. It's like you were trying to be funny and make a little hyperbolic jab. Like that should be all it is. But if yeah. like, it's like give a mouse a cookie, you say, I'm a piece of shit. I'm this, I'm that. That guy's going to take that if he's that obsessed right. with you and he's going to run right. it back through the mill and go, what else can I make him feel bad for? Huh? Well, right, like, this thing like really he, isn't that bad, but I could like, try and get him. Like this conversation will be by a, a good group of people. I mean, a large group of people are going to pick every word of this out. Look at every combination of two words, every combination of three words, every combination of four words to see what can be taken as proof and taken as con out of context. And, and also, if I actually say or do something stupid, they'll use that too, obviously. Um, and it's just, it's kind of weird that people want to do that with their lives. Cause I'm not anybody important. I'm just some asshole on the internet. I'm not Logan Paul. I'm not Jake Paul. I'm not, I'm just some fucking random asshole whose career is pretty much over at this point. So what's the point in kicking me when I'm down? I don't get it, but whatever. I, I'm like the last guy to give you this advice. Cause I, I, I have my own, what's the opposite of a honey badger, the kitten, you know, I, I I've oscillated back and forth from honey badger mode to, I don't know, beaten puppy mode or something like that. The honey badger mode is the way to go. You, you let them know that it's getting you and it, it fuels them. But man, they, I, I could see it in you. I could see it like they, they've hurt your feelings. Now you're walking on eggshells, which is exactly what they want. Anyone oh, who has yeah. this job, and we've got roughly the same job, you talk into a microphone for 3,000 hours there'll be some stupid shit. There's sure. no doubt they could put a highlight reel on anyone who has this I job. defy you to find one thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, the biggest issue is that what you have Roll to the montage. Yeah. <laughs> you have to realize I'm the perfect lol cow because I don't I know what am, that means. Help me. A, a lol cow is a guy farms, who yeah. harass online for what they, what they consider milk. Think a classic Chris Chan from 4chan, right? They yeah. continue to fuck with Wings the slides to get a reaction. Yeah. Wings is definitely in the category. I mean, most of us are. I think there's probably a thread about everybody that's in this podcast right now, probably. certainly, right? Um, but I'm the perfect lol cow in that I do care. I do want to respond. I do want to fix it. I do want to help them. And that shit will keep me up at night. And so like the the... You know, never say that about what trolls are doing to you. It's, it's already too late. Too late. It's they already know. They've known that for years. And so like I'm the perfect target. Like, for example, I used to stream five nights a week. Right. Uh -huh. And uh, like they're they're like, well, you're doing it for the money. Well, of course, that's part of why I'm doing it. I'm a human being. I like money. I use the response to that is no shit, right? retard. This is like going it, to charity. But it also wasn't why I was doing it because I have savings. I have money. So I just quit streaming. I stream like once or twice a month now. It sucks for the people who love to watch me stream, but it's good for my career. I, I'm not speaking for three hours a night, so I'm not going to say something stupid. I don't have an opportunity to be an idiot. 
Um, and it, you know, I, I'm not making that money, but who cares? Cause I was never about the money to begin with. You it was know, partly like right. I, I, I've seen this before too, where they say like, maybe you had five motivations for streaming. Maybe you enjoyed the company of your stream. Maybe you like video games. Maybe it's a chance to give back to your viewers and you make money and they hear, they just pick the one they hate the most and say, right. that's the true reason that happens right. all I've, the time. I've been going back. I've been leaning back into streaming a little bit. And every mm -hmm. time I do, um, I've streamed on YouTube a few times. I've streamed on Twitch a few times. And every time I do, I am really on eggshells because I'm like, man, if I say something even slightly wrong tonight, it could make a, it could make Newsweek for fuck's sake, right? right? Like that's the position I'm in. But it's well, also don't like, do it. Um, but then it's also <laughs> like, um, it's 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 also really rewarding because my fans do really give a shit, and they getting to sit there with me for two hours and play Jackbox party games with me and, and do that stuff is really rewarding for them. And I've got to stop putting my needs first, and and maybe try to even it out. There's a way that I can meet my own needs and meet their needs at the same time. So I'm trying to figure that out. Stream as often as I can. No, I'm, you I'm, should you should be looking to meet your own needs and let the chips fall where they may. Like if I've been, it's making you miserable and feel shitty all the time, then don't do it. But you could also just hop on, be yourself, talk shit, have fun. And sure, a lot of people might talk shit and then leave and be mean to you, but like you'll have a better community afterward for it, I would right. imagine. I want to add to what Taylor said. It is a super powerful response when everyone is attacking you. You just keep your chin up and do whatever the fuck you want. You know, like, yeah, hey, this I'm is me. I'm not, you know, that. Do what you will. I'm still yeah. me. I, I've become gotta... even more <laughs> sexist. Even have you more... noticed? <laughs> have you noticed I'm wearing the classic Francis goatee today? I did this for a YouTube video that I filmed tonight. It's going to be called Breaking Boogie. If you haven't checked out my channel in a while, I've been doing a narrative. There's three videos that you have to see that goes along with one that I'm bringing out next week. Um, <laughs> I did a quitting YouTube video. Saw that. Uh, followed by creating my own Smash Room video, um, and then like a smaller one in there where I went to a Smash Room to feel it out. No mm -hmm. narrative in that. And then this is the narrative part where I embrace the bad guy part. Like, you know, everybody's told me I should do just pour kombucha on myself and become a Nisian and make a million dollars like he's going to this year. Um, like everybody tells me, just go that route. Just just be a spectacle. Just be the, the be the thing that the clown people want you to be. Cash out, make a million dollars, walk away. I, I don't want to do that, but I feel like there's a narrative way to do it where it's obviously a narrative. Onision's like actually a bad person, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so I've tried to look into it. And the last thing I'm going to do is defend Onision, but I, he's never broken the law as far as I can tell. But what he absolutely does is he has a very bad taste for very young women, which is super insane to me, like 16, 17, 18. That stuff is insane to me. I can't even fathom it. And then on top of that, he definitely is not good at ending relationships because he will like make a video burning the bridge as much as possible, saying everyone he's ever worked with is human garbage and he's not. And so when Greg does like it's there's no argument that Greg is not a great fucking person. I he's think I saw him throwing things Who's at Greg? a girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. Like that that was when I finally was like, okay, fuck him. It's like he the girl was at a uh, in front of a green screen, and I think it was the first girl he dated. I can't remember her name, Shiloh, maybe. And like he was throwing stuff at her and saying, It's so sad, no one will ever know how abused you are. And I'm it like, food, Dude, right? Like gummy, right? I think so, like gummy, something? right? Yeah. But like at that point, I'm like, even in jest, I don't know why you would say that shit. I can't even fathom. Like, that doesn't even like sound like a sarcastic thing you should say. So I was kind of like completely done with the man at that point. We so. all know videos can be fake. 
But that didn't. Right, right. I, I didn't spot that as a fake. I, I, and yeah, she he, seemed really hurt. Is, is this Onision you're talking about? Is this yes. some other person? Okay. Yeah, oh, so his name Greg. is Onision. Onision. Maybe I mispronounce it. And uh, he's a YouTuber. I don't know what yeah. he was before. I've seen clips of him like spurging out on Twitter, but I have no idea what the fuck he does. I will tell you that he's laughing all the way to the bank right now because his channel, before all this Chris Henson shit and before all this Repsion shit and before all of these people started really giving him a lot of attention, his channel was down to like 10,000 views a video. His channel was down to like 300,000 views a month. His, he was done. He was like, going to have to get a real job or live off his investments, kind of done. And then Chris Hansen walked into his life and now the guy's going to make six figures this year, maybe seven. What did Chris Hansen do to him? Say like, hey, he you're, you're throwing stuff at your girlfriend or something. He interviewed a girl. I think her name was Sarah. And Sarah gave a firsthand account about how Greg was talking to her and she was very, very young. And like, as soon as she was of an age that Greg thought was okay, like, I guess they pursued him. And then there's something about a laptop, which I never really understood. And I, I don't really know. I don't really yeah, know. It definitely I mean, paints a very bad picture. Yeah. And if it was just dude. one accusation from one person, that's one thing. But there's like, I think what they call the Onision Widows. And there's just like a large <laughs> group of women who all tell the same story. Uh, former harem. Uh, yeah. What yeah, you saying? Like, Sounds right. like a cool guy. Yeah, it seems he's exchanging nude photos when the girl's 14 and he started grooming her at 13. You know. That sounds oh, illegal. Oh, so like actual pedophile shit. Well. Okay. Yeah. So I Alleged. had... Allegedly. Or the fucking heebie file, whatever. Yeah, allegedly, according to... I, I want to put this out there. All I well, saw... Well, it's on Newsweek, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? All I saw was him dating like 16-year-olds. You know when you're, like, you're 16, you can consent to much older people? Right. I thought he and was like, doing I, that, but I'm not. Sure. I think I think in the state that he's in, 16 is the legal age because he's up in Washington. So I've heard that as a defense uh, that he's used. But he also will not have like I don't think he's had sex with a 16 year old girl. I think he's always waited till they're 18 or something like that. Like you know me, I'm always going to try to look into it as much as I can and try to get the actual facts and the actual information and the actual truth. And once you have all of that about Greg, he's still not a very good person. Yeah, like, no matter. Was 15, uh, he was 30. It seems like you can go even harsher yeah. than that. You right. can you can go so far as to say he's a bad person, not just not so <laughs> right. good. This guy seems like he's. <laughs> I mean, I mean, admittedly, two years ago, I dated a twenty-year-old. You know, we all know about how that turned out. Yeah, that, so. that's cool. All right. <laughs> I feel that's like you cool. got to be you weren't texting that girl when she was thirteen, like grooming her and doing. Stuff yeah, you know, like here's that. the thing about a a girl that's younger <laughs> than the age of twenty, like a nineteen-year-old or eighteen-year-old, seventeen. Got anything? Anything younger than that? They know literally fucking nothing. They think they know stuff, but they know nothing. A 19-year-old girl, a 20-year-old girl, honestly, thinks they know shit and they don't know shit. A 20-year-old boy thinks he knows shit. He doesn't know shit. We're fucking stupid at 20. Who, yeah, who finds stupid. that appealing? Who finds that attractive? I got a question for, for Boogie. Because their minds are moldable. Do whatever you want. What's with some of the self-destructive stuff? Like, I, I, I tried it, I think, eight months ago. I, I, I saw you on Twitch. Oh, Going oh. back on your bed and humping a pillow. And this is at a time when you <laughs> knew people were taking everything you did and said and using it against you. And even a guy like me, whose filter is not as fine as I wish it was, right, would have to be going into that knowing that it's going to cause problems for future me. Like, So there's, there's three schools of thought in my brain. Mm -hmm. The first of which is... This is my sense of humor. So it's got to be other people's sense of humor too. I just watched this documentary about the Dana Carvey show and like how it was like super off kilter and how it sure, sure didn't fit ABC news. Right? Like that kind of is still my sense of humor. I love an absurdist, edgy sense of humor. So the idea of getting on my bed and humping it like uh, there was a hooker underneath me 
was me sending the very obvious message of, look how fat I am. I can't help anybody. I'm gross. Who would want this anyway? <laughs> right? Like people are going to look at that and be like, oh, wow, that's hilarious. And also it proves that he's not banging hookers because who would and why would he didn't, he, nobody's got that kind of money. Right. Um, but that's not the result it had. But in my mind, I thought I was like, this will have a very positive result. There is always that part of me that says this probably will not have a positive result. Nothing you do has a positive result. But I'm also OK with that because I hate myself and want to die. So that's the other. See, that's you just, the other you just said something crazy. Nothing you do ever has a positive result. You have a YouTube channel with four and a half million subscribers. You've made your living doing stuff you're you have true. a ton you're of true. fun that's with. True. And so you, you get way too down on yourself too fast. Do you man. Like you, you have do a reality you? that other than the fatness. A lot of people envy your life. I will tell you, and you're right about that. I'm trying to learn that. One of my friends was telling me the other day, I was talking about like, look, once I've lost my YouTube channel, I've lost everything. And they were standing in my house and they like looked around and they're like, are you fucking joking? You have this house. It's filled with stuff you like. You've got your yeah. dog, your friends. Fuck, you've got me. What is wrong with you? How I'm many like, toys you have? <laughs> right. I'm like, but that, but that stuff's not important to me. What was important to me was helping people. They're figurines. <laughs> just sitting on a <laughs> right? bed, weeping, looking at his Terminator channel. Nah, with all baby just... <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But, but they were like, you're being fucking stupid. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm fucking stupid. But that's how my brain works. It's very narrow pointed of view. It has a very narrow window very of view. Pessimistic. I've not, very yeah. pessimistic. I like to think of myself as a uh, hopeful pessimist i hope for the best i expect and prepare for the worst but yeah i'm a self-destructive person you can't eat your way to 600 pounds and not hate yourself that's, that's self-destructive is the thing yeah I, I i i feel like sometimes you go into saying the wrong thing almost sabotaging yourself like, like yeah yeah on some level i'm sure i do yeah, some form of self-hatred, right. like knowing that it won't come out correctly and then hey, kind of dwelling in the hate. Do me a favor. Timestamp this in the comment section. If you want to talk about non-drama stuff going mm -hmm. in life, I started the travel channel as an excuse to get out and explore the world. Mm -hmm. I went to New York. I went to L.A. I went to like six different Ripley's. I went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, Dollywood for the first time since I was 15. I filmed all that oh, nice. at my, uh, uh, my travel channel. It's called Boogie Travels. Um, I have really backed away from like the negative drama part of the Internet. I've stopped posting to Twitter. I've stopped talking about that on YouTube. I started focusing on a more narrative thing on YouTube and, and really enjoying what I'm doing again. Um, I started working with mm -hmm. Alan Roberts from Every Damn Day Fitness, one of my biggest critics. I'm using his app every day. We are talking. Is he I kind a of, bald guy? He's a bald guy. Strong? Ripped as shit. Yeah, ripped as shit. I think I've watched and a few of his videos. I'll tell you, you what's I'll tell you what's really interesting about that is he is a very supportive trainer and he's a very supportive person. He's a very good person. And when I fell off the wagon in February for a little while, he's like, dude, it's okay. We get back on the horse. We get back on the wagon. You met, you screwed up one mill. Doesn't mean you have to screw them all up. You got this. Don't put the weight back on. I believe in you. When I wasn't answering because I was traveling, he would message me every single day a couple of times. Like he's really good at what he does. He genuinely cares. He is a genuinely good person. And I yeah. hate how wrong I was about him. That's um, interesting because I, when I saw him make his videos about you, I couldn't tell that, you know, yeah, right, it, exactly. it was a little I, tough lovey and he was kind of predicting your failure. He, no, better yet, he was predicting the weight loss surgery wouldn't be the answer right. because you right. have to get the psych section solved. He's right. He's right. He knows what he's talking about, man. He's good at what he fucking does. Absolutely. Hmm. That's really surprising how good he is at what he does. Um, Did you get the Tesla? I follow no, that. I don't know the conclusion of it. I when I was with the McJuggernuggets, McJuggernuggets has way more. But, Wait, you're cutting uh, out. Can you start over?
Oh, yeah. So uh, when I was with McDruggedite, so we did that test drive, I was all about it. But of course, I'm standing next to Jesse, and Jesse has far more money than I ever will. Mm -hmm. He does very well for himself. He got way more views than I ever did. And uh, so with him and all his side projects, everything else going on, he can afford to spend 100,000 bucks on a Tesla. I probably shouldn't because I need that to live off of for the rest of my life. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a crazy idea. But at first I was in that fever, that fear. And he's like, you should do it for yourself and you could work it off. And I know you'll be successful and it'll be a, a goal for yourself. And so like, I really came home with the intention of getting it. But during that cool off period between when they, when I paid my down payment in the, the building and shipping. It'll be a goal for yourself to right? maintain I'm, your car payment. Right? Like, <laughs> That's how you set up yourself for success. Right? I probably don't need a $2,000 a month car payment. That sounds like a bad decision right now. That's and, more than uh, my mortgage. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, it's more than my mortgage. So I'm like, man, that's probably a bad idea for a car that depreciates instantly. I mean, Tesla's hold their uh, value a lot easier than most cars, but you still walk it off the lot and lose 20%. You know, mm -hmm. I use Tesla still a used car. Um, and so like, I, I don't know. I, I, so I ended up backing off of it. And by the time I decided to back off of it anyway, I'm on the front page of Reddit with the claim that I'm like expecting my fans to pay for it. And I get how go looking back at them. I get how I paid said that. Cause at first I'm like, I can easily afford this Tesla. And then the next day I'm like, no, I really can't. I had the savings, but spending those savings was a bad idea. You yeah, said right? something sabotaging, like, um, you know, people are saying that I'm asking you to buy my Tesla. Yes, I am. Or I'm sure of I'm course I am. You, but... Why wouldn't I want a free Tesla? And again, in my mind. Is that mind, what you said? Is that the quote? Yeah. I'm like, why wouldn't I want you to pay for my Tesla? Please pay for my <laughs> Tesla. Reach deep and give me the money. And like, in my mind, this sounds perfectly sarcastic. No one's stupid enough to fall for this. But then I forget that the world is not. It's not that they're stupid. It's just they don't have the context. They're You've just got a they're very just different that. group of viewers and listeners than we have here. Like, what's really i'll tell you what's really interesting care. right that's what i'm saying and, and my core audience doesn't the 300 people that watch every stream i do they don't give a shit they know this they've seen me do this a million times they get that it's hyperbole they email me on instagram they message me and they're like dude i get that i get what you're saying and don't let these people get you down or whatever but then reddit sees me for the first time and all they see is listen to this guy begging for a tesla of course they fucking hate me of course they do. Right? Uh, okay. Then you find Maybe. the mega thread and then you see like every dumb thing I've ever done since 1996. I think it goes back to 96. Maybe it's 2004. Everything <laughs> they could find. since 2004 that I've ever done that was even remotely wrong. Yeah, of course you're going to fucking hate that. He didn't flush a public toilet at an Arby's in 2004. <laughs> I think one of the things they're upset about is I said something misogynistic on a porn blog back in 2004. I think one of the things they're upset about is one of the guys that had writing for one of my porn <laughs> blogs. He made, uh, I don't remember the misogynistic thing. Uh, <laughs> when 9-11 happened, something really interesting happened in the porn industry. People stopped buying porn for about six months. Like, yeah. all, right, like so that was the boner DP killer. plummeted in popularity. Right, right. Not me. Like straight up, that was the boner <laughs> killer from Doom. Six Nobody days was tops. Making sign Businesses started going under. And so one of the guys who's writing for my porn blog wrote an article about Hey, uh, the money's drying up. If you thought about purchasing something, keep the industry alive. Keep this blog alive. Uh, the industry's drying up because 9-11 happened and people aren't feeling real horny. Make America great again. Buy a porn prescription. Something what like a, that. That's even right? more unbelievable than a Nigerian prince thing. People right. aren't masturbating anymore. Shut yeah. up, bitch. Right. Please, they I got were, off between the towers. They, they just yeah. weren't. They, just, <laughs> they, were, they were jerking off. They just really weren't paying too? off, right? <laughs> Um, but yeah, but anyway, so like they're like, oh my god, here's where you not I just to sell I can't porn. Come with what's happening. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. I'm having a blast with this. <laughs> but see, you guys, that. you guys get the irony in it. You guys get the humor in it. But these are 
These are like pearl clutching conservatives, which is weird to me. But I don't like, think they're pearl they clutching. Be offended. They want to be mad. They, they love to hate. Yeah. yeah, that's right? what it, that I can't see it through a different lens. They yeah. they're watching yeah. you looking for stuff. I mean, it happens to wings, right? They, they I I watch the wings videos that fuss at him now. It's every time he dies. You could do that to me in Tarkov. I jump. I. I get uh mad it could be ai that killed me but i'm still right. mad at it you know like an asshole computer you know, got yeah. the best of me um is, you know but I, like at the, i kind of wish i could go in Eseon. i do not want to like uh, talk to 18 year old girls but i do kind of wish i had it in me to just like pour kombucha on myself and scream and rant and yell and get mad at him and make a bunch of hate money doing it. It's just not in me. Like I'm trying to embrace that with this narrative I'm telling. Um, I'm even shaved myself to look almost identical to a fat version of dark side Phil, um, including dying my fucking <laughs> who's already video. a fat man. <laughs> right. Right. I, and, what, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Onision is the way you should go, but what the hell do I know? I think the way you should go is just sit up tall Get yourself on Twitch if you want to be on Twitch. Be you and try not to give a fuck. I will tell you, that's exactly the plan. I was talking to my friend about this the other day and I told him, I'm like, look, I know that I can go that route and I know there's a lot of money to be made in that route, but it's going to hurt the fans I have left and I don't want to hurt those people. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the same thing I've done for 14 years, which is do low quality videos and showing my personal life uh, tell dramatic stories, tell funny stories, uh, make people cringe on TikTok, make people, I, we got to talk about TikTok today too, by the way. Um, that's a drama thing I really want to get into, but I also want to talk about how great TikTok is, um, which is not a statement you're going to hear very often. So on the YouTube community, but, um, and, and then like make people cringe with the Francis videos and, and let people hate watch to the best of my ability, but uh, make sure they're hating the right things, hate the Francis characters, hate the cringe content, hate that stuff. Hopefully you don't hate me for made up bullshit. Hopefully you don't hate me for like rumors and things that aren't true, but whatever. Hate me if you want, like me you want. I'm just going to be irrevocably, irre irrefutably myself as best I can. And yeah. uh, that's what I've done for 14 years. And, and when you so make weird. your hot takes, don't back off of them. When someone <laughs> goes, hey, this is a little uh, whatever the hell, anti-left, anti-right. Right. Two well, magic words I use. Just say, shut up, retard. Well, I'm definitely not going to, I'm definitely going to not triple down on someone is worse than a Nazi. <laughs> That's not a thing I'm going to fucking double down on. That's a mistake. No, it, triple down on it. Anytime you get called on something, you got to agree and amplify. It's the only way to Dude, make things go away. Hop in the Tesla, open the sunroof, stand up, say worse than Nazis. So I wrecked my car. <laughs> so I, I, I drove out to Gatlinburg and I got into a wreck and that was a whole Thing. like people are like you were on your phone yes it was like eight hours before i wrecked but you were on your phone when you wrecked but i wasn't well you were on your phone eight hours earlier that caused the wreck no how could it it was eight hours earlier it was in a different what state. did happen um i was driving to gatlinburg i was driving to bristol originally to see my sister and on my way through arkansas on a dead empty highway road that i've driven a million times i grabbed my phone and i'm like hey this is the first road trip this long i've ever taken since i got the surgery and i think it's really cool and then i up uh, then i fucking set down the phone and i stopped to get gas i uploaded that shit and then i finished my trip you know and then in tennessee there was a pile up ahead of us happened a couple minutes before i got there i guess and then we en I ended up uh, having to emergency stop and I did an emergency stop in time. I hit the vehicle in front of me, but just before I did, I tried to put my car in a ditch 
So my left front tire touched the right back tire, and then I went into the ditch. Totaled my car. I don't know if it totaled theirs. Um, and like I hurt my back. I I wrecked my hand. You can still see the scar on it. I think pretty well oh, in the yeah. video. And a uh, huge blister on it. Uh, crushed my left foot a little bit. Um, and then you know, went to the hospital, turned out I was okay. The family went to a hotel, the family that I hit, there were three kids in the back seat. So thank God I wasn't on my phone. Thank God triple I didn't kill. plow into the back of that car. It could have been a triple kill, right? Yeah. You know. yeah and, and you know, fortunately I didn't hurt anybody. And like I pregnant, I originally wasn't going to talk about it, but then I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to travel after this. I don't know if I'm going to handle being in a car. I don't know if I want to want to do this anymore. So I should talk about this. So I made mm -hmm. the decision and put it all on social media, but it's not like I grabbed my phone and started recording shit. And like what caused the pile up ahead of us or the stoppage, I should say, I don't know how many cars got hit up there, but the uh, state trooper told me there was a dude in a uh, semi who had a stroke and like he blocked the road or he hit something. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see it was ahead of me. And so that's how I framed it. When I talked about it, semi in front of me had a stroke, caused his auto hit an emergency stop. I hit a car during the emergency stop because I was too close. My fault. Oops. Fuck. That's what happened. The internet detectives started going fucking nuts. They're like, they're like pulling uh, documents. They're trying to find state trooper statements. They're trying to find police reports. They're trying to find insurance information. I guess they never did find any proof that this guy had a stroke, but maybe he didn't. That's just what the fucking state trooper told me. I don't know. I wasn't in the truck. I, I was in my car, right? But that's what I was told. So that's what I repeated. I never think about how people are going to take these things before I speak. I just tell the truth and then like people take, take it apart. So then people did. But anyway, long story short, I ended up realizing how lucky it was that I didn't hurt anybody else or hurt myself. How is it that you hit the car in front of you? Were you just like in sort of in the zone highway so driving or? That was a big part of it. And I do. So I've learned something since then. Back when I was uh, learning to drive, what, 30 years ago, mm -hmm. um, we were supposed to try to stay two to three car lengths away from the car in front of us. That's not what you're supposed to do anymore. You're supposed to stay three seconds behind the car in front of you. So if they pass a street sign, you count one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, and that's gonna give you enough time to stop. Two to three car lengths does not take into account that we were all doing 75, 80 miles an hour, right? I'm, people are gonna be getting in way more accidents if they're counting fucking Mississippi's past well, right. every I, single I, arbitrary thing. I've done, I'm, just, I'm just saying that's what I've learned since then. I was too close because I, I was two to three car lengths behind, but that didn't account for the speed we were doing and I plowed right into them. A car length for every 10, 15 miles an hour is about right, according to me. Yeah, that sounds better. But I, I think the three-second rule is going, going to be the one that I'm using. I still haven't bought a car. The reason I brought this up is because I still haven't bought a car. So I keep looking at that mm. Cybertruck going, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I, I, that I'll would really devastate the back of a car with three children. <laughs> <laughs> I will probably end up buying like some cheap fucking eight, six to $8,000 used car, as I tend to do. But you know. Kyle, that's a smart move. You're quiet for me, and I already have you turned up in Discord. Do you have any ideas? There, that is. Oh, that's so that, yeah, that's. Thank you. I literally Hi, unplugged Kyle. it and plugged it back in. I, I, yeah, we did that on when we were gaming. Dude, it. I so thought that might be authoritatively, like you were mad at the plug. <laughs> well, it's like it some some. <clears throat> Hi, Kyle. How have you been? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. You know, uh, better than you. It sounds like goodness. You just, just at least in recent just months, a like, rocky road. And been, since you've been on last, <laughs> Kyle's went to prison, and you've had a worse go. Than <laughs> oh yeah, I'd much rather go to prison. Than I have to did deal with not hear nonsense. about the prison shit. What happened? Wait, you didn't hear it all? <laughs> no. Did you drop okay. the soap? No, no. No. I I was I took very fast showers. Good. And he. How long were you in for? Two months. 
the most the impressive fuck? part of it. I don't know if other people share the same level of uh, amazement that I do, but Kyle analyzed the social structure of the prison, befriended the right subsets of people, and stayed out of trouble the whole time. Wow, good job. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was, uh, it was a blast. We all kind of know prison's racist, right? So he had a, a a Latino friend, Mexican friend, I don't know what to say. Um and then a black friend and the whites were no trouble and uh and with that, he uh he uh, I don't know, socially engineered prison and made his way through. Well, I did my best to 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 do to do that, <laughs> I suppose, but but yeah, it was it was an interesting little time. Uh I was in Alabama, uh not too not too Far, I was in uh, Talladega. Damn. Yeah. Damn, dude. I, I, I got to say, that's one of the things I never do my best to not break the law. I have recently started doing marijuana or smoking marijuana. Not smoking. I like to, do, I like to eat edibles. I got to mm. say, um, all those people that told me to try it, wow, you were right. <laughs> what does, yeah. can you describe the high, Boogie? I, I, don't, um, I don't really know. So with the edibles I have gotten, and I finally got my weed card, so I'm not breaking the law, hooray. Um, or I'm trying to get it. I guess I'm in the process. I should be very careful because those internet detectives will like find the fucking hypothetically. If you were to do edibles, what are they like? Right. Um. So for me, it is time distortion is a very real thing for me. Um. Time can either seem like it's going by really quick or really slow, or I'll completely lose track of time. Um, I do get like focus issues. I have trouble focusing. So I'll focus on like, if I'm watching a TV show, I can feel my shirt on my skin. I can feel the shoes on my feet. I can see the television in front of me of uh, the game that I'm playing. Like it's really hard to pick a thing to focus on it. Mm -hmm. Um, but <laughs> what the thing that I liked about it is it was very calming. So the first night I did it, I had a friend over and I was hanging out with my friend and I was like, dude, he's bored you need to entertain him. And I'm like, dude, we can't entertain anybody. We are high as hell. So let's just relax and not worry about it. And normally I would not be able to relax and not worry about it, but I was, I was like, man, that's okay. He can take care of himself. I'm like, dude, this guy doesn't like you. And I'm like, no, he likes me just fine. We're fine. Don't worry. But that's not something in a response I would normally have. Mm. Right. And, um, and so it's really helped me like process and like deal with that stuff. So what I, I've decided I don't like doing it during the day. I don't like doing it at night, even when I'm relaxing. But what it does do for me is I will eat an edible about two hours before I go to bed. Then when I'm laying down in bed, I will just kind of go numbish and lose time and lose feelings and lose focus. And then I have completely dreamless sleep. And it's incredible because I'm not used to dreamless sleep. I'm used to constant dreams, mostly anxiety, nightmare shit. And so I just like lay there with just complete, like just lose completely track of time. I slept as much as 11 hours one night, just uninterrupted in one position without rolling over, without getting up to pee. 11 hours of just wonderful sleep. That's that great. Dream filled sleep kind of makes me think you wake up a lot. Oh, I do constantly. Yeah. 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 Physical issues and then like mental issues and like with the post-traumatic stress disorder nightmares is really common. It used to come uh, nightmares a lot. Do you still do the sleep or CPAP? Yeah, still got to use my CPAP machine. I haven't done a sleep study yet, but I've slept without it a couple of times. Like while traveling, I just didn't feel like I'm packing it or I like fell asleep on the chair or the couch or I fell asleep at a friend's place or a girl's place or whatever. And I'm just like, yep, nope, this is not restful sleep. I absolutely do need this machine still. So did you get it? You got a sleep study before the CPAP, right? Mm -hmm. I've had two total. Yeah, that's what mine was like too. 
I'm probably going to get in the third at some point and getting the settings changed, but I don't think I'll ever be without it. I mean, you got to keep in mind, sitting here right now, I'm sitting at 345, 346, that neighborhood. Um, haven't weighed myself in a couple of days, but I should be right about 345, which is about 10 pounds heavier than I was at the end of January, which sucks. I put a little weight back on, but mm-hmm. I, I'm yo-yoing again. Kind what, of sucks. What's your eating weakness? Uh, stress. Stress. No, no, like the, what food is it that, that, you reach for when that you shouldn't sugar sugar it's always sugar i fucking love sugar it's like oh sugar God, is so outstanding good. yeah right it's absolutely incredible dude like that's why i was a soda junkie and then like whenever i'm like stressed about some bullshit like after a bad therapy session or after like a bad workout or after a bad work day or bad whatever i will go right to the walmart and i'll go right to the candy aisle and i'll be like i can eat one reese's cup and then I'll get the king size. No one can eat. They come in to right. pair. You know, right? And then I'll end, right. I'll throw the other one away, Kyle. That's how You're I. Like, I can eat myself, one, and then right? you go get the novelty ones the size of the mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten I, those? Uh, Use the pizza cutter to just cut some big old slices out of that bitch, Kyle. Have you I ever must... had a big one? Uh, I tell you what, I haven't had the big one, but at, at Easter, my mom used to get us these Easter eggs that were peanut butter Easter oh. eggs, and oh it was basically like a Reese's, but. As big as like a di- an ostrich egg, not an ostrich egg because those are actually bigger than you think. But like that that, that dinosaur egg from Jurassic Park, like literally mm-hmm. is a baked potato. That's a good description. Mm. And it's like you crack that bitch down the middle, and it's just a giant chunk of peanut butter shaped like an egg covered in chocolate. It's an it, it's it's. But I've seen those novelty uh, Reese's peanut butter cups on like Amazon. I think occasionally, like if I'm buying a girl like a Valentine's Day gift or something. I like to go like outrageous with it, like mm. get them like the box of chocolates that, that when I'm holding it, you can't see me anymore or uh, or something like that. That's just, neat. just have it have it be something I, silly. I think before Easter's over with, I want to find one of those like church made, homemade peanut butter eggs you're talking about mm-hmm. and get one of those. But I will tell you, I must have looked like a fucking crazy person when I was at Walmart the other night because the Easter aisle is up and they have those Cadbury eggs and they come like five in a box, right? And I stood there and I stared at that box and I must have been there for 10 minutes just staring <laughs> at it. We're like, but I can, I could have these and I can eat these. And I'm like, but I can't, I really can't. I really shouldn't. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to. And I'm like, no, we're not like brain. We're not going to, we're not, we're going to set the shit down and we're going to walk away from it. And I'm like, I don't know how long I argued with myself, but my roommate who was with me got bored and walked away. <laughs> I love then, Cadbury like, eggs. Those they're are incredible, right? They're yeah. Incredible. Doing that curb your enthusiasm. I honestly so don't like them. them. You For don't like Cadbury <laughs> eggs. No, I don't like them. You're I, talking about the, the little chocolate eggs that have cum in them, right? Yeah, I love the cum. Yeah, that's that delicious yeah. sweet cum. The, the, the cum is the best cum. part. It's, it's like a diabetic jizz <laughs> yeah. in your mouth. Oh, that's what it. my cum looks uh, like, too. There's always a little yellow yolk in my minds. cum. Is that weird? I, yeah. Kyle makes you want to be blood. gay just for diabetics now. Yeah, for the, for, I, I haven't had a cabaret egg in four or five years, but I wanted to say that I've had not a novelty, like Kyle described one almost the size of a dinner plate, but I had an unusually large Reese's peanut butter I think they're a pound. Yeah. I... Mine was smaller than that, but it was certainly bigger than the normal ones. Yeah, the ratio was wrong. I actually didn't like it. It was too. It was just the peanut butter insides without enough chocolate. They make the fins now, and you get a better ratio Mm. of less peanut peanut butter butter cups. Yeah, like fins. Yeah, huh? I like the the Christmas tree ones. That's just kind of a looks like a lump of shit that comes out once a year. I don't oh, like yeah, that. No. Mm. That's a good ratio. I like the higher peanut butter content. Even though like when you bite into it, it's the kind of peanut butter where it's like, if this came in a jar and I put it on a sandwich, I would be displeased. Like it's, Here you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was wrong. I said a pound and the pack is a pound. That's what it is. So they're half a pound each. Um, they give you two half You want me to send you a few of these, Boogie? 
<laughs> just dude absolutely <laughs> not I, I also I often thought about making um in this drama series i keep thinking about making a mukbang video um and like you know not eating much of it but actually destroying stuff um but people get mad when you waste food people get mad when you do this stuff but boy yeah these you know i used to get great. shit about that for wasting food you know i'd shoot food mm, and right. uh, and they give me and i'm like i bought it i'll fucking shit on it if i want to like, like you, know, you just you wasted people... 25 liters of shasta Right. <laughs> like shut no, up you know, bitch i do what i want i'm not wasting fruit ruin that sugar i'm water creating jobs yeah. because <laughs> it'd be fruit you know like like i'd go to walmart yeah. and i'd buy like a whole bunch of cantaloupes and i and yeah, all these watermelons and and i just remember go i went to the <laughs> checkout aisle and like the lady who's checking me out this this elderly black lady she was like oh she like thumps the cantaloupe in a knowing way that's a good cantaloupe that's gonna be <laughs> delicious sugar what you doing with all this fruit church picnic and i'm like I'm shooting them as targets with my rifle. She's like, ah! She like pulls it back to her chest, mm -hmm. like clutching it, like like trying to save it from. You can't do that. I was like, yeah, I can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you, are you gonna stop me? I, I just mentioned the gun. Like, like, <laughs> I'm gonna start a long conversation with a black female cashier. They will go on and on. I think the move was the one at Coles recognizes Sorry. me now, and she keeps trying to get me. Keeps trying to get me to sign with a fucking Coles card. I went and I bought some shit yesterday or two days ago. Realized I, I meant to buy new like athletic compression, like workout stuff. And I was like, all right, I'll pop back in there. And I'm walking in like, Teresa, please don't be here today. Please. <laughs> just like 52 year old, you know, heavy set black woman who's always like, mm, I recognize you come in here all the time. And I always ask you, what do I always ask you? And I'm like, do you want to sign up for the Coles card? She's like, yes, I do. And what do you always say? And I'm, and I'm like, no. No, I, I always say no because I get I don't like giving I my social say, security fuck number. You darky, get away from yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, that's and you exactly. Just keep what coming back. But it's like that kind of pushy sales attitude where like I can't get pissed at her because she's doing her job and she's being somehow friendly about it. You can but still how, get pissed. Oh, just come on, give me a oh. social shug. Think like, about <laughs> all the Coles cash you've lost, though. I would go to Call of Duty they and say, "Modern yeah. Warfare Six, okay. please no up sales." And they'd be like, all right, would you like to join our club? Uh-uh-uh. We covered this. No upsales. All right, would you like this? Uh-uh-uh. Just this. That's how it should be. We established the ground rules going into this. I have, oh, yeah. um, I've been researching buying a car on YouTube. Okay. And apparently that's super fucking complicated now. Uh, because used to, uh, the last couple of cars I bought, you just walk in on the lot and you're like, hey, I'm paying cash. And they're super excited that you're paying cash. It used to be cash was king. And then you get your car right away and they were super happy. And now I'm learning that if you walk in and say you're paying for cash, they're going to rip you off hard. That's true. Yeah, because they want that financing. Right. They want all of the extra and added bonuses and the financing and all the money. Boogie, you're getting so, cut off now and then. Could you, yeah, what is that? Could it be is a Discord how, thing that you don't have, you have your sensitivity? I very rarely use green uh, Discord, but for some reason, like I flash green for a second. Okay, let's yeah, do that's it. happened to Kyle before as well. Oh. Yeah, so what do I do? I'll fix it if you tell me how to fix um, it. I chose a different USB port for my camera that fixed the green, but um, to fix the uh, the sensitivity, you click uh, the gear down by user settings, bottom left of the Discord app. Mm -hmm. uh, then you go to voice and video. It's under app settings. It's the third column down. You got input volume. I can lower that. Uh, that's not what you want to do, actually. There's a uh, there's a green bar under automatically determine input sensitivity, and you want to ah. slide that all the way to the left, and then save your settings, and you're done. Actually, maybe you don't even have to save settings. So I turned off automatically determine input sensitivity. Correct. So all yeah. All the way to the left. Because then it's off, like deciding. It's like, yeah. Then you'll always when you're be done on. talking. Okay. Done. <clears throat> 
No, I don't. I don't think they've they've ever cared honestly about the cash thing because like, all right, first of all, like like people would come in and say that a lot. They'd be like, "Hey, I'm paying cash," and I'd be like, "Hey, I just couldn't give a fuck less." Like 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 actually, it's I, I would prefer that you finance obviously because like if you're paying cash, then you have a limited amount of it at some point. But if you're mm -hmm. financing, the amount that you technically have or the amount that your bank will give you if you've got good credit is is virtually unlimited when it comes to this car. Like they're going to finance it as, as much as we want it to, to cost really most of the time unless you've got bad credit or it's a used car. So yeah, a cash customer has always been less attractive than a finance customer. Of course as well because we can't make money on the back end with you know financing through Ford Motor Credit or or any of our banks where we might get a point or a quarter point or whatever. I just want a cheap, easy car to buy that I don't have to pay a bunch of stupid fees for. Just buy a Honda or a Toyota. Something's going to last forever and drive the shit out of it. Yeah, I keep looking at Toyota Corollas, <clears> and I <throat> rode one, rode, drove one the other day, and it wasn't that comfortable in it. But Those I are real little, too. You don't want right. like a Honda CRV or a Toyota Highlander. Or I don't remember the other one. You're a full-sized American. V6. <laughs> You're a full-sized American, Boogie. You might, you might want a truck or something. My friend what a polite way away. to put that. <laughs> my, friend, my friend who passed away had a 2014 Dodge... Uh, charger mm -hmm. and i never even drove it but i tried to get that and wasn't able to get it but i was like man that would be a really nice way to remember my friend who passed away get his car and like mm -hmm. drive it for a while and then i think his family decided to keep it because technically it was owned by the company or something like that so i don't remember exactly how it all worked out but mm -hmm. i th that seemed like a really cool car like i, I don't know anything about cars is a, is a charger a cool car still i think it is I think yeah. they look cool but i don't know what the new ones look like i remember in like 2006 i was like that's the coolest thing i've ever seen but I was also 15. I so. like that whole movement they made. The, the, around 05, I think the Mustang got re redone. It looked amazing, still does. Then the Charger did the retro thing, and the Camaro maybe did too. But yeah, yeah they the all Mustang, got nice looking. The Challenger Mustang and well. the Camaro, previous to this most recent, like last 15 year redesign, like 90s Mustangs look awful. That weird slope down front. Like You're talking about the I bubble one or the square Fox body one? I think it's the the bubble one. Mm. Not, yeah. That, I didn't like that, either of those. Looks familiar, <clears throat> and they they outright stopped making the Camaro in 1999. 99 was the, the last. Camaro's Camaro is the one that looked horrific. I liked it honestly. Me, I don't remember uh, an ugly Camaro to my 99? sense. I'm sorry, Kyle. I cut you off. The 99 actually is the the one year I think where they gave it bubble headlights instead of like the little uh, slits, like an mm -hmm. Asian is peering at you from from under the shrubbery. But uh, oh, he's a very I, nice I, call. Oh, so nice. He's so reary, reary, nice. Yeah, see, look at this. Th this one, this is a 97 Camaro. That looks terrible. You're going to tell me that looks like an okay car? Yeah, I, I was fine with that. Although I did prefer the uh, the Trans Am, obviously, which is basically the same car, but everything's nicer. Well, like, look up a, the same car at all. <laughs> I'm not a, it's the I don't exact know same much car. about cars, but this looks like some of the cars... Yeah, I was about to say, this looks like some of the cars from the 90s, but no, they, I like that car. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like the like newer ass. ones more, but that doesn't catch my attention as a bad car like the Fox Body Mustang does. Dude, there is um, up up in Branson, Missouri. Uh, I traveled up there. I'm going back up there in March. Um, there is a celebrity car museum. And he's got like the 1960s Batmobile. He's got the car that Mike gets shot in and Breaking Bad. Spoilers for a 10 year old television show. Um, <laughs> and like it's some of the like fucking the most incredible shit. He's got one of the vans from Men in Black. He's got the Men in Black vehicle. Oh, he's neat. got like 
one of the uh just the insane shit that that dude has and he, i guess I'm, i i went to it and put it on my travel channel and when i go back we're doing a, a collab with my friend jacob the carpetbagger and he says he's gonna let us drive some car but well the reason i bring this up is not just to get you to watch my content on my travel channel boogie travels but also because mm -hmm. um he also had some just nice cars. The guy who owns that collection, all the celebrity cars also just likes to buy nice cars. And so up in the one section, he had like a, a Porsche, I think, and like a, some other like. Super and he does this in Branson. Car. Yeah, he, he's got a museum in Branson. He also like will take those cars on the road. I think he wasn't there. I didn't meet the owner because he was in the Middle East somewhere like Dubai or something like sh showing off part of his collection. Um, he did not have one of the cars I wanted to see there. Actually, one of them in the Midwest, one of them in the Mideast. <laughs> I wanted to see, uh, of course, uh, DeLorean. I wanted to set in a DeLorean, um, which is the whole reason I wanted the Tesla Model X to begin with, the wing doors to trick it out to look like a DeLorean, right? Uh, and now if I get the Cybertruck, I'm going to make it look like a Warthog. you know. But hmm. anyway, everybody's doing that, so that's not going to be that special. But damn it, um, I, I saw these like special cars, and I'm like, so what movie is this one from? And he's like, it's not from a movie. It's just a Porsche. I'm like, oh, who cares? And also, I get that as a supersized American, I will not fit in that car. None of you guys will either. Who the fuck fits in these cars? Like, if did, did you in zombify Vern Troyer and put him in this Porsche? Like, who drove this fucking thing? R.I.P. I've driven a lot yeah. of Boxsters. Uh, the legroom is a problem, though. Um, Those are the but, teeniest ones, right? Yeah, Boxster's real small. Um, but you know, it's, I, quick, I feel like, I feel like though. froggy fresh. She was like notoriously five foot three. He'd be like, I don't know. That Porsche is kind of tight for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I don't know why you'd buy a luxury car and then feel cramped in it. That doesn't make awful. any sense. A luxury car to me is a Lincoln. That's See, a like my, car. if I were like super Mr. Rich guy, I wouldn't buy a car to drive. I would get a Rolls or something, and I would be the guy. I'd have a TV in the back. I'd have like sodas and snacks and drinks and like and whiskey and those like glass bottles. Decanters. That people yeah. have decanters. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't even drink it back there just to have it, just so people know this guy. This guy's got fucking money, and mm. th that's what you do. You just ride around. If you, don't, if you don't have to drive when you're rich, why would you want to? If I've been, if I'm being bougie AF, uh, you guys know, we talked about this before, my roommate, my best friend, he's been working for me the last two years now. And since I wrecked my car, he just does all the driving. And so like I play my switch in like the passenger seat and like fuck around when I have to go to do stuff. And it's actually really nice being driven around. I kind of like it. I mean, Jesus, yeah. dude, you should talk to him. You see, it's, just, it's not like you're in the back of a limo. No, you dude. No, straight up. You, you, you install a side window. And he's like, and, and, and Mr. Boogie, where do you want? Ugh. He's always turning around. He's like, would you like an egg in this good help time? time you know? talking to? <laughs> yeah. It's like turns into Frank Reynolds immediately. Yeah. After this, like, we should go get dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but see, he's actually like, a really he's actually a really quiet person. He would rather I didn't talk to him most of the time. I think that's a great driver to have. Uh huh. Yeah. You he's want? I wish I wish that all the fucking uh, uh, Somali Uber drivers or uh, uh, Nigerian Uber drivers that I get had the same attitude, but they are just chat, 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 chat. Yeah, but they're not talking to you. They're on their Bluetooth planning a coup back home. <laughs> like this, right. I've never had one actually speak. Well, their to language me. is spooky. <laughs> i don't know what they're saying last time i was in la I just told um, you. when i went down to disneyland <laughs> i got a deaf driver it was great uh he said basically nothing he, Boogie, hey, you know he pull was... over here please 
Please. Oh, right, like, shit. You realize he was pretending to be deaf. He might have been very well, but like he was reading everything <laughs> he did. And on the app, you like you could type in messages on the app and then he could read the message. Right. And it'll go through the Uber apps. Well, he's set that up, good. Right. That's what's, a Seinfeld bit, by the way. <laughs> but it was. I, we, it what's the deal with these deaf Uber drivers? <laughs> uh, are you reading while you're on the road? Read the fucking road. When, right? when uh, Elaine pretends I'm deaf. <laughs> the one guy yeah that's good but regardless yeah. they did not talk and i didn't feel the need to talk and it was fucking fantastic i would have been like how, how deaf are you how, how deaf are you you're pretty fucking deaf okay. <laughs> I, would, I would put my hands right behind their head just yeah guys <laughs> 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 Yes. Do you want, I think that's a hate crime. Do you want to hear the most ablest shit I'll say on today's podcast? Here's the most able. ablest shit. Word? I'm yeah. willing to have a deaf Uber driver, but I will not fucking deal with a blind one. Or a woman. Uh, or, oh. or an Asian one. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks for helping a me, Taylor. I was really alone for a millisecond out there. <laughs> no, we got we to gotta have each other's backs. That's the way this works. Yeah, just can't leave each other out to dry. Right? I, I mean, think about if you get an Indian driver, if there's a cow on the road, you know he's going to swerve into the ditch instead of plow right yep. through it. Yep. That is a common shit. problem. Were you in New York? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I want to watch this video that Kyle linked in the Twitter. Yeah, this video I I've purposefully not watched it yet on with sound on. I it did play through when someone linked it to me on Twitter. Yeah, me. Too. Let me. Uh, I'll be the slow. And I don't know I'm who ready. this guy is. Like what? This is Cooley McCool Pants. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Ready, yeah. set, play. Bitch, say I ain't got money. Say I ain't got money. <laughs> Whoa. God damn. What the fuck? I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> what was he about to say? I swear to God it wasn't loaded. I, swear I think God. what he did is he he racked the slide to get the round out of the chamber without taking the magazine out first. So he just advanced the rounds by one. Kyle, do you see it differently than that? I uh, I don't know what this jabroni His was finger doing. Was on I, I mean, trigger. that's what he did. Like he 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 racked the slide like twice, which didn't make a lot of sense to me. I, it was like he put one bullet in the magazine and he wanted to like ejected and do something cool i don't know what his plan was he clearly didn't know what he was doing just the way he was all jer herky jerky there but it's he lost his girlfriend his twitch partnership and he was kicked from his team all in one stream according to this uh this post wow. i don't know why his girlfriend left him she's kind of fickle right yeah right? see the twitch partnership makes sense you can't shoot guns on stream kicked from his team they don't want a guy who shoots guns on stream but girlfriend bitch he's better off you don't know she, she, she might have been on the other side of the wall you know <laughs> oh she didn't right. leave him she's dead right. just a wall bang she's laying there <laughs> it said it, the top of her thing said he was phase carl i have no idea if that's true but phase. i choose to believe that phase carl got a wall bang and lost his, his name was sore carl is that the name of another one? I'm so out of date. Oh shit, bitch! His pinned tweet is is him saying, "You already know." She said yes. 
<laughs> and him proposing sucks to suck, dude. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> I mean, that's actually pretty shitty. Sorry, uh, yeah, it one, is. one one bad mistake. But at the same time, you know, Kyle, you're the resident gun expert. When you're trying to clear the chamber after you've taken it out, and you slide the rack twice, that second bullet that comes out should be troubling. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what no, he was. Ah, I mean, he's got the magazine in it as well. Like, like, like. Well, That's how it happened. It, yeah. Yeah. It, if if the gun were actually empty, the slide would have locked back. That's how you know it's empty is because it would have locked back. You know, if if you pull the slide all the way back and let go, and it still drops forward, then either the gun has something wrong with it, there's not a magazine in it, or you just chambered around. Those are the only three possible options that I can imagine. So he, he just didn't know what he was doing. He's yeah, just to me the double rack the wasn't crazy. Rack it, watch the round come out. Rack it, observe a round didn't come out. Uh, you know, that, that's yeah. a way to tell that it's empty too. I, I don't know that every gun locks back. Am I the Glock does though? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, whatever he had. Or yeah, it is a Glock, right? Yep. He wouldn't know. See, I'm not gonna agree like with I, Kyle. I do like jokes aside, like, yeah, that's really fucking stupid. You shouldn't be playing with guns that irresponsibly. Thank God no one was hurt. But like I do feel bad for the guy. Like he made a dumbass decision, and seems like based on that Keemstar tweet, he's lost everything. We all desk pop now and then. That's just a desk pop. I have actually. I, I've done a desk pop before. I mean, like 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 me and White Boy used to get stoned as fuck and uh, and watch that movie. And uh, and I don't know. It was a little catchphrase in the household. Desk, you know, pop. desk pop this, desk pop that, and I was like, I'll do a desk pop. I don't care. He's like, you won't do it, and I'm like, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> you won't do it. <laughs> Pow! <laughs> and you just hear Kitty in the house. What the fuck? Look, we're all good. <sighs> <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Told you, I'd do it. What was the damage like? Uh, I wasn't indoors. I was in. I was in an enclosed uh, porch. So. No harm, no foul. So it just went up Where in the Where did the air. bullet go? You know. Did it go through a screen, a decking floor? I definitely either shot up or or through the screen. Uh, we Hopefully were all, through the screen. That's a lot less damage. It wasn't my house. I was a renter. Yeah, yeah so it's not really damage. White trash piece of shit thing to do. <laughs> he was Start a real shitty guns. landlord. I mean, All right, well, then you should have done it through the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to shoot no through conviction. the screen because it slows the bullet down. Probably. <laughs> yeah, <not really. laughs> yeah. Or Carl uh, Reimer, sorry about your desk pop unintentionally. That stinks. He's he must have been a pretty famous streamer, like to be on a team and get kicked off, right? Or not streamer, a no. uh, competitive guy. You know what? I'm I'm out of my depth. I the truth was, it was team gamer tag, league. and there's no prestige in that whatsoever. No, I will <laughs> tell you this. I have learned that I there's no way I would say he don't have money, because that's that's what he said at the beginning of the video. So I would oh, have said yeah. he doesn't have money. Oh he yes, says, you can't bitch. Don't say I don't got money. Well, maybe not anymore after getting kicked off your team. Your Twitter. Yes. Why, why is he shit. culturally appropriating uh, AAVE saying don't say I don't got money? Not appropriate. Who's AAVE? I got it was a joke. African American vernacular English, like oh. ebonics for woke people. Is how God, I say that. There has been at least half a dozen terms in this podcast so far that I don't know. I'm going to start making up acronyms. I'm going to do that in the next like big like corporate meeting I have for a client. Just be like, I mean the the BET on this is, is off the charts. Like, what are, what are you talking about? I mean, black people love it. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, all right, all right. Oh, oh. They would be okay with that. They wouldn't actually. They they pretend to be upset. Good God! Yeah, corporate world's very very gay. 
Hey, uh, did, uh, maybe you told us this. Did your company cancel travel yet? Have they been doing that sort of thing? My whole universe is filled uh, with people uh, that no, cancel no, travel because of Corona. Uh, it, it's like a uh, retail review season for most clients of mine isn't for like a while. So like it wouldn't have come up yet. Mm. But if it continues to get worse, it may. They may. So, and that would be pretty dope where it was just like, all right, everybody's Skyping now. And I'd be like, fuck, yes, I don't got to so hang out for six hours in the Charlotte airport. So my brother um, has a degree in health science. I don't know, even know what he's doing for work right now. Um, mm-hmm. But it calls. he used to work at the CDC for a brief period of time, I think a few years. And he calls me up the other day. And he's like, hey, man, so this is it. Spend your money. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, just go ahead and spend it for the economy crashes. I'm like, what? It's the, he's like, yeah, the coronavirus. This one's real. This one's really real. And he's like, we're fucked. And I'm like, really? How fucked? He goes, well, at least we get to die. So we have that going for us. And I'm like, yeah, that's there's always an upside, right? No. Um, but he's like, you know, I, he's like, I really do think infrastructure could really shut down on this one. I think the economy could really tank on this one. And he's like, I really think a lot of people could die. And like, that's what I'm hearing from my friends at the CDC. Like, this one's a real thing. We actually have to worry about this one a little bit. I call bullshit. And- I have my own source. He said that the World Health Organization is wrong on the death rate. He says you can still go to work. And um, what do you can't cite me? I'm citing Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually didn't say that. He what he what he actually said was that the the symptoms of this are so mild that sometimes you might be going about your everyday thing. You might be going about it, going to work even, and not realizing. Like that's what he actually said. Is he didn't say go to work, idiot. Sneeze on the coffee cups, retard. <laughs> Don't fact check me, Taylor. No, <laughs> my, uh, but putting politicians in charge of disease shit seems like a, a tremendously bad idea. How about we get some experts? I don't know. I'm, like it, that, the top level guy in an organization, his skill is management. It's not solving problems. Yeah, and that's the, look. I throw stones at Trump all the time. Not on that one. Like it. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there are people who are by by by. What the hell is a virologist called? I can't say the virologist, word. Virologist, I think. That word is unpronounceable. So <laughs> Anyway, I'm sure there's tons of them on the team. The fact that the top guy is Pence, like as much as I love to hate Trump and Pence has tried to pray away other diseases and shit, I, uh, you know, he's, he's just a manager on top. There is no funnier outcome than like everyone in the media having to be like, Vice President Pence effectively found a substitute and a strategy for this disease. It's prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) You just got to pray it. You just got to pray it. Fuck. Like, they're just so mad that you can pray away. Hilarious. My brother asked me at the end of that conversation what I was going to do. And I said, I'm going to go look a bunch of toilet seats because at least the fucking virus kills you. So that's good. Or build your your immune system. I like suicide memes um and i know i probably shouldn't after my life experience with it but i love how millennials have just like there's a subreddit called to me in real life for in real life and it's they have like me underscore in real life and it's supposed to be memes about how you feel right and how what it's like to be in real life but then they banned suicide memes from it so the other one is just all suicide (laughs) memes and like it's the most funny shit in the world to me so it's that's one of my favorite jokes to make is like I'm just going to go lick toilets, planning my trip to China. See you soon. You know. Yeah, it's it's funny. Suicide jokes can be very funny. Yeah. And I don't remember. I think it may have even been like Louis C.K. or something. Or some comedian made a joke where he's like, you'll be doing great in life. Everything's going swimmingly. You'll have some success. And then like, there's no toilet paper when you're trying to wipe your ass. And like that thought crosses your head where he's like, 
God, I should just fucking kill myself. <laughs> like, does, does that ever <laughs> pop into your head? For and I, I don't ever idealize. I've never had suicidal ideation ever, but like, it's a funny thought to think, and then it almost makes you laugh. Where you're like, dude, imagine, imagine if I took the time to write a note on the remaining toilet paper and then killed myself right here on the toilet, and then they had to discover that, and they're like, why wouldn't he? But why wouldn't Taylor just have wiped his ass with the note? I think <laughs> be there with us. And it's like, and it's a, it's a long note. <laughs> He's a big Still sharpie around the roll, and I'm just the yeah. giant. Fun. I think, I think that's what happened. Elvis is he ran out of toilet paper, and he like looked at the oh, empty roll and looked at the benzos in his hand. And he's like, oh, oh fuck it, and then just like, fuck this man. Someone stepped on my suede shoes. I can't handle it no more. You mentioned benzos. Have we talked about Jordan Peterson? Mm-mm. No, he's addicted to uh to, uh painkillers, like opiates, I think. Yeah. Because uh, opiates and benzodiazepines are different drugs. I was on his uh, You you may be right. Maybe it's both. It, that would be pretty I think rough. it literally is, but I was on his Wikipedia today. Oddly up to speed. Um because benzos are super dangerous. Like I think benzos and alcohol. And maybe heroin, maybe not heroin. I don't know. Are the only withdrawals benzodiazepine tranquilizers? Yeah, yeah, he was on yeah, yeah. those, and he oh, went fuck. to Russia to get an experimental treatment, which involved a medically induced coma, and it was not very successful. He's neurologically damaged, and he's unable to walk or even type without help. What's he doing? Why would he do Jesus. that? Jesus Christ! <clears throat> you know, you gotta clean your room, and then sometimes go to. Russia for experimental surgery. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like Kermit the Frog. Oh, shit. We had him on our show like three years ago. Yeah, and, he was. Re- and now he's apparently retarded. I'm very proud of the fact that his parents thought it was his best interview ever. <laughs> you know what that shells me? Is they have no idea the kind of show we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but I, I also feel like he was the Mr. Get Your Life Together guy for years. For years, clean your room, get your act together, go to school, get an education, get a job, get a girl, have a kid, do this, do that. He was like, Mr. Like, I know what I'm doing. Listen to me and I'll help you get your life together and be as awesome as me. And it turned out that time he was addicted to clozazapam. Proper pronunciation. Thank you. Clonazepine. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, and then, Pam, I'm sorry. Okay. And then uh, benzodiazepine and I don't know what else. And, and I'm just like, wow, like you're popping pills and telling people how to get their life together simultaneously. See, and it's interesting because it's like, like telling, he told the most, you know, I, I never watched a huge amount of his content, but like his core message seemed to be like the basic bitch. Like, Hey, your room's dirty. Start off by cleaning your room and then kind of outwardly from there, figure out what else is fucked up in your life and kind of try and take action when you can. And it just kind of goes to show like even somebody who's tremendously fucked up in their own life can give advice, even if they're not Actually, necessarily following it, that's beneficial to people. So I have a really mm-hmm. controversial opinion. A lot of people have said like, Boogie. I doubt it. He's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of people have been like, Boogie, how could you dare 
try to give other people advice on weight loss when you fail to lose the weight yourself. And after struggling for 45 years with it and having had some successes, at the very least, I can tell you what not to do. I can tell you how I fucked up, right? So that's information yeah. you should have, right? But then on the handful of times I've been successful, surgery or, or keto or whatever it is, I know that that worked for me. So I can tell you about my experiences, right? And so when I was talking to my friend about this the other day, I was like, look, let's imagine you were lost in a cave, right? And you have the advice of two people to listen to. You can listen to the guy standing outside of the cave going, I don't know, go left, I think, because he doesn't fucking know. Or you can find the other guy who's trapped in that same fucking cave and he can say, dude, if you go left here, you're going to go down a waterfall and you're going to die. If you go right here, that's where the fucking snake pit is. So don't go right, don't go left here. You're going to listen to the guy who's in the cave with you, even if he's trapped in there too, right? So I, I kind of feel like if Jordan Peterson is talking about getting your life together, if he's living a life in which he's managing a severe drug addiction, he knows a lot about getting your life fucking together, even if he's still broken and, and shitty just the rest of us. And I think if you're broken and shitty, looking at someone like, I don't know much about Jordan Peterson, but looking at somebody with a drug addiction who's managed their life around it, that's a good person to look at for inspiration. That may work, but I, I would immediately, if I came across him, I'd be like, bitch, you've been in this cave longer than I have. Like, <laughs> I, I haven't checked all the corridors yet. Like, you, you clearly haven't done a good job. Right, right. I, we, and that's, I get that fully. You definitely shouldn't listen to Jordan Peterson's advice on drugs, right? But he probably knows quite a bit about hiding his drug well, addiction. Well, here's my top 10 list of what just makes you feel dope. Monosopram <laughs> 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 is just fucking crazy, man. I just take that and drift off and fucking shit's golden. Is <laughs> Kermit the Frog or Jordan Peterson? So, Jordan Peterson sounds be, a lot like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. The same works for both. According to this article that I looked, according to this article looking uh, looking him up, um, Xanax is a benzo, I guess a benzo, whatever it is. Benzo anyway, I tried yeah. Xanax once. My doctor gave me ten Xanaxes after my divorce, and I took one, and I fucking hated it. Well, well you got to crush them up and store them, or they're just no fun at all. I guess well, not. What as felt. What didn't you like? What was it like? I became a fucking zombie. I was numb as shit. I Doesn't weed do that to you though? Because I'll tell you what. If, In a different way. The edibles that you're doing, um, are they homemade or are they from a store where you know? From the made? from the uh, dispensary. Do you know what uh, dosage you're taking? Milligrams. Thirty six percent on these gummies, which doesn't have like a milligrams, which is weird. But it's like thirty six percent on the gummy. So I guess I could weigh the um, gummy and figure it out. Is it just like a gummy bear? Looking no, it's like this little, and it tastes like shit too. It's but then the question is like 36% what? Like pure THC? 36 per, because 36 that's, pure, see, that's yeah. not a thing though. Like, right, like, exactly. I don't know why they measure it like that there. Yeah, uh, so in Colorado, you know, I, I want to say everything civilian use was what, Taylor? Like 5 milligrams? Uh, so you 10 had to take milligram. A, yeah. Was it 10? It's so, 10. Yeah, everything's 10. What does so civilian when I was, use mean? Can you back up to that? Pardon? Everything civilian use. Ah, so there's medical and um, <clears throat> recreational, even in a state like Colorado. And the medical people get uh, access to much higher doses because they're not having fun. They're treating fucking excruciating diseases. Cancer. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, whereas Oklahoma. like 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 some some girl who just flew in from South Carolina might be like, yeah, I want to get high. Give me the candies. They're pretty. You don't want to give her the star of death, Joey Diaz kind of dosage that's going to put her in a, in a coma. But the guy who's like dying of pancreatic cancer and is just in so much pain you can't fathom it, he needs a star of death. He needs to go to another realm today. Mm -hmm. yeah. So so the civilian stuff that you just walk in and plunk down some cash with a, a government-issued ID that says you're 21 is 
10 milligrams. I had forgotten. I thought it was five. And so for somebody like me that had a really high tolerance, I would, if I really wanted to get high, I would take like 50 to 75 milligrams. So I had to eat like mm -hmm. five of everything. Now, you, because it's 10 milligrams per dose, a lot of people would be like, oh yeah, I want this or that. This is the kind of candy or food that I like. But it's like, no, it's this fucking big. It's a huge like yeah, you muffin. gotta eat half a dozen cookies if you want to get or muffins. Like, like if it's cupcakes, it's like, do you really want to eat five muffins right now? Is, yes. is your the dinner for today? Yes, Kyle. <laughs> no, in my case, like, absolutely not. Like, like, I want to. Dude, steak. you get two muffins in, you're gonna be like, poof. <laughs> you're probably like, right. You're literally on the toilet eating your fourth muffin, and you're still not even. Why, but why do they make it with bran? <laughs> <laughs> It makes no sense. So what I would do is I would look for the tiniest thing. Like y'all got Tic Tacs. Like I want like a Tic Tac type candy that's 10 milligrams. That way you can pop five, six, seven of them and, they had and get those. where you want to go. Like yeah, they did. Little, those little pill bottles where it was like, the pills it would suck. say sativa on it. And I remember right. buying those because we got those when we were in Colorado together. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was some sort of psychological thing, but taking those pills, I never felt like I they was didn't getting work. high. I'll tell but you how if I, I ate didn't a work. little square mm -hmm. of chocolates that they came, oh, the I, I would work. feel that. And the chocolates here's why. Good. Yeah. So here's why. Um, there's different ways to do marijuana edibles. Um, you can dissolve the, uh, the THC with, with alcohol, and then you can turn it into a hard candy. And then there's a different process where you're uh, bonding the THC to a, a soluble fat, like coconut oil or butter or vegetable mm -hmm. oil, anything like that. And then you're cooking it into, very carefully, cooking it into a pastry or a chocolate, a confectionery of some kind. The Both of those work. Whatever they're doing to those pills doesn't work. Because like when the, the last day that we were there, uh, everybody left but me and my girlfriend, like, like Taylor had his early departure. Chiz had his early departure. And then just me and my girlfriend are sitting there like, well, shit, our plane doesn't leave until 5 p.m. We don't have to leave this place until like one in the afternoon. And so we're left with everybody's collective weed that was left over. And, I'm and there just, was a lot. There was a lot. <laughs> and so I'm, I've got all this weed. And we so we just drive with the weed to the airport. My plan is like, I'll do as much. You can. It's Colorado. <laughs> Yeah. We're not taking it on the plane. No, no, no. no. He's, he's trying to well, load up before the plane. Was, Maybe a little. I thought 20 <laughs> seconds from now, it's who's checking the bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, you may or may not be able to get some back in your bag, but in any case, my plan was to, 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 to do it right there at the airport and then throw it away before I went into the airport. And so we're sitting there at the airport and I'm just eating all the edibles. I'm eating them all. <laughs> and there's a whole, I ate that whole bottle of pills, Taylor. The whole bottle. Jesus. I, did, I did the whole bottle, throw that away. And then, you know, like it's like half an ounce of weed. I have to throw that in the trash. And I'm just, I'm eating them all. I, I, I do like 150 milligrams of like marijuana edibles. I was barely high for the ride home. It was, mm. it, the, the pills just don't work. I remember having like many, just tiny like moments of, oh shit on that mm -hmm. trip because I would be like, I was sitting there trying so hard to teach Chiz, Kyle and Kyle's girlfriend at the time to play magic. And it would be a thing where like Kyle's tolerance. And I think Chiz's too was so high that they'd be like, all right, let's pass around this, uh, this dispensary joint. And I'd take a couple hits and be like, ho, ho, ho. And then pass it back to them. And they're smoking it like it's nothing. And then like, that'll finish. And I'm like, 
You made it, brother. You made it. You're, <laughs> you're still able to explain what trample means. And then they'd be like, all right, uh, number two, everybody down? Everybody everybody good? And I would just be like, what do you mean? Oh, no. Oh, what do you mean by a dispensary joint? So, like, a regular so joint is and just huge. A, a, it was a cone joint. Yeah. So, a marijuana cigarette, even the uninitiated are familiar with. You know, you saw one of those dare ads in the 90s. These are. Show. These are sure. Yeah. These are not your nineteen. These are not your Woodstock joints. All right. First of all, it's got a little cardboard uh, tip on the back, so you're not like getting this mushy that thing you're sticking nice. in your mouth. Second of all, it's shaped like a cone, so it gets bigger as it goes toward the end. Mm. That you buy, you can buy the cones empty, and you can sprinkle marijuana into them, and then you twist the end at the end, and you've got this ready to go thing. But you can buy pre rolls in Colorado and mm -hmm. other legal states, and you can buy premium pre-rolls so you're like yeah i want the premium pre-roll it comes with it's full of super strong marijuana of course but then they like sprinkle keef on the inside yeah. which is like the which is like marijuana pollen essentially it's like if you took um the marijuana buds and like uh when you grind a lot of marijuana with a marijuana grinder there's a fine wire mesh thing in the bottom and the very fine particulates of pollen can fall through that and you, it's called a um, a keef catcher so you screw the mm -hmm. bottom off of the grinder, and after you've ground up an ounce or two, you've got a significant amount of this pollen, which is a concentrated version. Yeah. Well, they fill it up with that, too. <laughs> and then they take um, hash, and they put hash in there, too. Hash, there's different ways to make it, but like the old school way was you just took the marijuana plants and rubbed your hands on them over and over, and the 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 keef and the the other like uh, like, like like terpenes or whatever would like stick to your hand, and then you would roll your hand like this, and it would come off in this tarry, like sticky substance that you could put in there. That's also a concentrate. It's more of a natural concentrate. Then they would take. <laughs> yeah, it's that's, too much. Yeah, this I'm is not like one of I'm those double chocolate, like brownie sundae chocolate covered with chocolate. So, like, you've overdone it, boys. Yes, this is the this is the chocolate fudge sundae of, of a joint. So on the outside, they take wax, which is something I enjoy. And it's like the consistency of wax. I mean, just think candle wax, yeah. maybe. That's that's not accurate, but just think it. And they do a spiral can like 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 all the way up the outside of the joint. So that as you're smoking, a little of it's being burned every puff. And that's coming in too. And they're expensive. They can be like $50 for a joint. But it's like, and sometimes they're 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 literally wrapped in 24 karat gold. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, worth it. And so yeah we were puffing on those I, I things, could tell just... i remember smoking one of those because you i remember even at the dispensary you're like give me one of those give me yeah you you want the master class mr p 420 extravaganza and kyle's like yeah give me actually six and like that's you know that's like 200 dollars, whatever like he didn't care and i remember smoking one of those and just the taste of it i was like Oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> oh, this is totally different than the college weed I smoked. I have a like, I'm about to be suited. If Taylor had bought that and he was alone, could he smoke like an eighth of it and yeah, save it for you later? Have to. I couldn't smoke one by myself. No, I could. It would okay. be one of those things. No, man, where, like, I, I would have had to light it. <laughs> take, that like, two little guy. mini hits, two or three mini hits, and then like put it out. Because yeah. it would it would get yeah. you like Licking. comatose, like falling asleep high. That's I wrote down a question for that. What is too high? 
I don't understand too high. It's like too rich or too good looking or. Okay. So I can, I can explain that for me. I got too high once specifically. I got crossfaded because you guys know, I don't drink. We've talked about that. Um, but I was hanging out with friends and they're like, look, you know, you're safe, eat your edible and get yourself on another planet. And then we're going to give you a few shots. And I'm like a few shots to me is like 10 shots to you. Like I have the stomach surgery. It's going to be hard. Two shots. You'll take shoe shots. I think I ended up doing three. And I just, for me, I could not think straight. Um, I was anxious. I was annoyed and I wanted it to be over. And that's what too high was for me. You know, what about for you guys? Um, well, if I, uh, I usually vomit if I get too high, if I've, uh, if I've done, huh. um, I've made edibles before I'm really good at it and I have a very complex process and uh, it takes a couple days to get everything done. But when I'm done, I have an incredibly powerful edible and I, and I, and I ate some edibles one time and, uh, I went to another realm, uh, of existence and, uh, I vomited and it was like that episode of South Park where the boys put food up their asshole and then <laughs> shit it out their mouths. Yeah. Um, well, because I had cooked this marijuana into like a fudge brownie, like think the thickest, richest fudge brownie type mm -hmm. situation with like chocolate sauce on the top, which was a huge mistake. First time it was, it was bad idea. Live and learn. When I'm vomiting, it's like a turd coming out. <laughs> it's just it's so sticky. Cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a solid turd of vomit that's coming up and it's so sticky that it like dangles from the lip at the end. It's, <laughs> It's just like those shits where you got to shake your ass a little bit. <laughs> you got to pinch. You got to pinch it off at the end and just. Poof, poof, poof. I, I, I never went to another world, but I and I've said it on the show, so I'll keep it quick. But I still fucking remember getting way too high with Kyle and Chiz and his girlfriend and trying to teach magic to them. <laughs> and there was one moment where it was like Kyle or Chiz or someone. Asked me like, so do I have? And it was in like one sentence that it happened where they're like, so do I have to tap this forest if I also play this chord? And I remember shit slowing down, getting weird in my head. But if you're too high, unlike being too drunk, you can play it off a little bit. And I remember as Chiz or whoever, maybe it was you asking me some elaborate question about like order of operations in the game. My only thought in my head was, keep it together, keep it together. If you get through the next minute, you're going to be fine. Keep it together. <laughs> and then, like, I was between, I need to go in the bathroom and just sit there alone for a while and think, mm -hmm. or I need to explain how the stack works. And I just remember going, well, you played that instant prior to that sorcery, so it would not go on top of the and then it like all came back together holy shit this is really up. like like a mind over matter thing you're like you know, one of those because after that Kung point Fu there was no because like if, if i had had like 20 shots of alcohol or, well, i would probably die if i had that much but like if i had a ton of booze like there's no way you can get through a mental hurdle and be fine whereas with weed it was like you get over that and then you you can coast a bit so it, it's not nearly as intense I, i've never vomited or I, even on that trip which is we used an insane amount of pot I, I yeah never it's got to be edibles to make me vomit i've never gotten uh i've never gotten what i would call too high from smoking or doing concentrate and i've done gargantuan amounts of it you know just just 
shocking amounts of it. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I smoked a lot of it while you were there that time. I, that oh was, yeah. I bought that bong that was like two and a half feet tall and I got a nail for it so we could burn concentrate. <laughs> I mean, there was I just remember before that torch. episode when we were going to film cause you were out on the ping pong table and I was in the, the guest room we were setting up and right before Kyle's like, let's get stoned time to do pka <laughs> and we both smoked and as i was as he was like sitting down doing his like whoop -de -doop -de -doop -de -doop, like setting up totally fine i was walking into that guest room like you shouldn't have done that, that. you've got to talk for four hours and this is going to inhibit your ability yeah yeah i had a fucking tolerance built up i could i could do some things and then just, just just you wouldn't know you wouldn't know yeah. that i was stoned you know i could I, I, I'm having a great time, but I was I was really worried about the munchies, and so there for a little while I was on an appetite suppressant, and uh, when I first experimented, and so I had no munchies whatsoever. And it was really weird being around all my friends who were like, "Make me a sandwich," and I'm like, "I can't make you a sandwich." Like, make yourself a sandwich and then give it to me. I'm like, I don't want a sandwich. Like, you know, just usual, I guess, high shit. Um, and I'm new to it, so I sound like I'm 12, but yeah. um. And once I got off the appetite suppressant, it's weird that I still don't have the munchies. I'm yes, that's like, not a thing that you always get. Uh, for me, I used to, when I first started smoking weed, um, I would always have them. And uh, it was a problem. But then, like, after a while, I never got them again. It would make food taste. I feel like it makes food taste better. It, it does, makes, yeah. I told sure. this to my mom just like this, you know, when I, whenever I got arrested. Because they didn't know I smoked. I was, I, was, I, was, I was like, I just like it. I was like, food tastes better. Fucking video games are, are, are more fun. Movies are more entertaining. Sex is better. Like, like everything's shit's funnier. just, yeah. shit's funnier. Everything's better. And it's not that my standards have lowered. I think it's just that my perception hasn't been enhanced. I and, uh, <clears throat> and so, uh, so yeah, I never got the, the munchies after I started regularly smoking anymore. I thought you're pulling a bong out there for a second, Taylor. When you got that, <laughs> when you pulled out the the jester thing, I was like, oh, "So it's gonna be that kind of show? <laughs> it's gonna be this kind of show? Yeah, where we get banned? <laughs> um, no, you can smoke weed on on YouTube. Oh, not yeah. in fucking Missouri. You can't not in fucking Missouri <laughs> though. No, no. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no no munchies. In fact, like like I would I would not really want to eat sometimes if I got real high. It would almost work the, to the the opposite. I feel like since I eat when I'm stressed, I eat when I'm anxious, I eat when I'm miserable, I eat when I'm happy, I thought, well, I'm going to want to eat high for sure. Mm -hmm. Nope. Like, so I'm so relaxed. I just don't want to move. I don't want to eat. People have laid food in my lap and I just like stared at it and like, what's that? Why is that there? No Hot thanks. smokers is a population, not fatter. So. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't really think so on average. That. They seem uh, to, to snowboard a lot more on average. <laughs> but, but they're also young, and I wonder if they accounted for that in the study I read. Cheech and Chong. You know, those guys are still yeah, barely fit. fit. And there's, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's uh, sativa and indica, right? Indica puts you uh, just into, it can put you into a, a real sleepy sort of melt in the couch kind of situation, but. Um, excuse me sativa uh on the other hand that's the one you'd want to smoke if you were like about to go snowboarding or like uh you know we were playing putt putt and i had this little vape pen and we're just we're all passing that thing around playing putt putt so much fun when you're stoned like you that know, was like, the most fun i've ever had playing putt putt right we were mm. so goddamn high i want <laughs> i've just, got the, I got the scorecard yeah. i'm petty <laughs> I don't even I don't remember who won. 
I, I just I remember, remember halfway either. through we were like taking hits and it's like that one sucked and it's like whatever man just like take another one who cares <laughs> <laughs> well we Keep left our, our little scorecard back on hole two which is at least nine feet from us now so let's just <laughs> it's lost <laughs> yeah that was a that was a good time we should do that again in a year and a half so taylor yeah, oh yeah for sure taylor and boogie are both <clears throat> magic enthusiasts is it like poker where like if I played a much better poker player than me, there's a real chance I would win a hand. I could even win like two out of three hands. You know, even though he's better, sometimes it goes like that. In Magic, does the better player always win? No, uh, not always. Um, over there's time, the deck archetypes matchups. Yes, but over time, there are some greats of the game that have like a 75, 85 percent win ratio, even on the pro level. And a lot of it is, especially when you're playing physical cards, not so much with arena, but when you're playing with the physical cards. A lot of it is uh, being able to read your opponent, being able to bluff, being able to do that kind of stuff. So there's a lot professional, a lot of professional poker players can cross over to magic and magic players can cross over to poker pretty regularly. And the thing about the the, the amateur player be, being able to win at poker, that is true when the amateur player doesn't care if they win if they lose. Mm -hmm. it, it's when you when there's money at stake and you're like, to read. yeah, there's 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 yeah, reads don't mean anything, actions don't mean anything if you don't care about winning and losing, and and and, and that's why it can it, it it can be difficult to play against a billionaire who's just like, yeah, sure, all right. Wow, yeah, man, magic man, is very different. It, like, like I guarantee, but he's Boogie's played magic way longer than me, and he's way better than me as far oh. as knowing all the mechanics and everything. But if I were to play a really effective, fast, you know, burn deck, and he was playing a real slow build blue and didn't get a lot of cancels in there or something, I would probably win. Right. You know, and that's because of the deck tech against each other. Whereas all if comes we're both down playing that slow build, he would know the better card order and the way to play it than I would. Right. And so like uh, the things that factor into magic is obviously deck archetype is the one of the biggest factors. Uh, and so whether or not you have a good matchup or a bad matchup, because those are really going to make a difference. And then uh, you've got the luck factor, the cards that you draw, the cards that they draw, whether you draw the right lands, they draw the right lands, whether or not you draw your answers. Um, and then you have the strategy portion, which is I know what his deck is going to do and I know what I need to do to counter what his deck's going to do. And I know what the sideboard in and I know how to read my opponent. And so all of that does factor in. But at the end of the day, the answer to your question is absolutely um, you're not going to win all the time <clears throat> when you're playing Magic at the professional level. And uh, I've heard there's one pro player who wrote a book and he was talking about like being a chef in a kitchen and knowing all the shortcuts. If I were in a kitchen, mm -hmm. I wouldn't know the most efficient way to get zest off of a lemon, but he does. So it's going to take him less time and he's going to make a better meal than I am. And magic players need to learn all the shortcuts. But when a pro player is playing a pro player and they're doing their absolute best, it always comes down to the luck factor and the deck matchup. Every time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'll, like, like, I tried to take as much of that out when I was playing a lot. I, I played a lot of mono red, just really fast burn decks, just, I bought, I must have bought a four. What I did, like <laughs> I saw a lot of people, you know, they're like, yeah, I did all this research and, uh, you know, I just looked at all the cards that were possibly available to me and I, and I, and I strategized. I'm like, why? Like, 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 do you, that's not what they do in NASCAR. They, they, <laughs> they say, well, Jimmy Johnson won with this setup last year five times. Let's copy it. So that's what I did. I looked up the tournaments. I saw what people were winning fucking, like, like, like tournaments. The top eight. I remember you doing that and being like, 
like I felt like a retard because I we were talking about like deck techs and building and I would I'd be like yeah so I'm looking at like these three similar meta decks and I'm trying to pull the best aspects of both and I'm like testing it on my own and buying the cards and everything and Kyle's like yeah what I did is I uh, I went to top8magicdecks.com and went to buy all and I have a deck yeah, and I was I like, found, you son of a bitch. That's I a found, way better idea. <laughs> I just found like, like, what are the best players in the world? The players who've been playing for like 20 years or whatever and know what they're doing and have unlimited monies. What are they using for a red deck? Right. Oh, how much does it cost? Yeah. They've got fucking four ball lightning in there that are all Absolutely. $70 a yeah. piece or something ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like, like lots of like, like, like just, just, it's all offense. It's just like four ones and stuff like that. It just, 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 Everything is. I don't remember the deck. I I still own it. I, if I could remember the login for that fucking magic website, it probably, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I would win a lot. It, I would just destroy people, and they would leave. They would just fucking just like so and so is disconnected. Like they don't want to play against this shit because I'm just yeah. like poof, poof, poof. That's kind of how I've always played magic. I'll net deck uh, if I'm going to tournaments. If I'm playing Friday Night Magic, I'll probably throw together my own shit. And the way I'm playing Arena right now, I have agreed that every time a new set comes out, I will put. $100 into arena and use that to draft, draft, draft till I have every card in the set that I want and need and then hold my gems for the next set. Um, and I spent, I guess, probably about four or 500 bucks on arena since it launched two years ago. So that's yeah. a lot for a fucking mobile but game. But not but that still. much at all compared to like Magic the right. Gathering Online, the predecessor, right. where you had to exactly. buy fucking everything. And I do still buy a case of cards from my shop, but I get it at cost now, obviously, because I'm a partner up there and have yeah. money in the shop. But um that's kind of how i always played magic is net deck because i'll know i'll have all the cards but what i'm doing with arena is actually really surprising i don't want i prefer to play limited formats i prefer to play sealed yeah. uh, mm -hmm. or i prefer draft uh, then sealed if i'm drafting in real life I want a cube i don't want to draft the sets i want to draft somebody's cube and if i'm playing standard to get my dailies done or competing in a tournament in arena i just throw together whatever makes sense to me and like fuck it if i win i lose it doesn't matter uh, yeah. But what, yeah, but like when I was playing tournament magic, that, that was the only way to play. Find the net deck, find the most efficient version, find the deck that you're going to pilot the best, practice at a shitload, get to know the format, and then go to fucking Memphis, Tennessee and spend three days playing magic trying to earn Yeah, Chiz and I spent a lot of money on that shit. We had an arms race. It was like the fucking United States and the Soviet Union. Like at first, at first we set like, we like got together and signed a, signed a, 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 a treaty like a, 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 a so magic funny. proliferation agreement, <laughs> if you will. It was like, all right, the Soviet chizzes may spend up to $75 this quarter. And the, and the imperialist Kyle's also $75. All right, all right. And we, we, we blow through our 75 like instantly. And I go back to him and be like, hey, uh, what do you feel about spending another 75? 150 is kind of a round number. It ain't. <laughs> it's like you know i've been thinking that i my my what is it Aldra aldrazi what are those like weird gray aldrazi. yeah yeah the, uh, my aldrazi deck could really be filled out with another 75 and it's yeah yeah i agree by the end we just we just abandoned the whole pact and it was just one day i would destroy chiz and he'd be like the fuck is that card how much is that and i hear him <laughs> that's a hundred dollar card uh, i'm like i only got four of them <laughs> he's just like what the fuck Next i remember day, you guys talking about in, that same because thing. yeah it would be like well i did add four of these and then one of you would be like chiz that's a 15 dollars a piece card you just added 60 dollars. i'm not playing you again until i get to add another 60 dollars worth of cards yeah and then kyle would go 
I actually bought $68 worth of cards. So you have eight more to deal with. And then he'd be like, well, I couldn't max out the four I wanted. So I've now spent $87. And I was like, well, I'm not playing you again until I get the 18. Like it was, it was in the end, arms I realized that Magic the Gathering was the only one winning. All right. <laughs> no, no, yeah, were they were just hands. like, yeah, keep it up, boys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You need, you, we just dropped some new cards. Maybe you want to take a look at those. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I'm playing a game right now that's not pay to win. There's no like microtransactions. There's none of that nonsense. I could have swore to God I paid another $100 to Man, help me win. And magic is not necessarily. Okay, pay to fair win enough. I've, <laughs> I've used green beatdown decks on Magic the Gathering Arena. Mm -hmm. I haven't put any money into it. And like green beatdown is the easiest one to build without putting money into it. Yeah. And I've beaten decks that are clearly way more structured than mine where they're playing mythic rare after mythic rare and it's just like no bitch like i got enough giant growths like i can still win like if you're trying to win on the cheap green beatdown is the way to go in magic yeah that's what i, you I go. had a very nice green deck um it, it, it was fun i it, to some extent, you're right, Woody. We we did because this is a beta, and we're technically funding Tarkov to like get their shit together and get their game made. Um, we we definitely paid a premium for our game, but the amount of content and the hours that we've gotten into it, like like <laughs> think about what a movie costs. If you wanted to go to the new James Bond movie, which is delayed, of course, for because of Corona, but pretend like it's not, like, pretend like it's not. Even if you went just by yourself, you know, if you if you go to a good screen, it's eighteen dollars a ticket, and you're gonna want a soda and maybe some popcorn. You're coming mm -hmm. out of there pretty light in your wallet, thirty bucks or so. Sure, two hours. Actually, the new one's two hours and fifty minutes long. It's uh, it's the longest James Bond ever. But that aside, three hours of entertainment for like thirty dollars. You're doing ten dollars an hour or something like that. You know, it's yeah, it's not bad. Well, With Tarkov, how many hours do you have? Yes, today maybe twelve. Oh, come on. <laughs> you, did, you, you did. Oh, today, not to date, by the way. Right. <laughs> okay. said, you said today. 12. Yeah, I thought you oh, said today. The weirdest but... thing happened yesterday. I got exhausted around bedtime and went to bed. <laughs> so I got up today. <laughs> that hasn't happened hours. since I, I bought mean, the game. So I There's got... only been 19 hours in this day so far. So <laughs> uh, 20 for you. Woody's <laughs> been playing so much. He's been playing more Tarkov than I have lately. He is. Every time I go to get on, I look. Woody's in my spot. Woody's in my spot. There's, you know, there's five man squads. I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Woody's no, it's fine. No, you no, you should. You just started the game. You're in love with it. I, I love it too. But, but like, I, I, you should, you should jump in there. But I was like, shit, Woody's on. Well, Maybe one of these other guys will get tuckered out soon. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't be waiting for me unless you. Uh -uh. I know Woody's not getting on. I played I'll with get... Kyle at four a.m. and I'm like, Kyle's got a sleep schedule like me cooking right now. I, you know, you can't call someone a pervert if you're at the strip club too. <laughs> I got on a couple nights ago at like one in the morning. Like, like at one in the morning, I, I like I jumped on Discord and I saw that Larry was streaming, and I clicked his stream, opened it up. I was playing with Woody. And they've got a spot open, and uh, and I'm and I message them like, hey, if you guys are gonna still be on, I'll hop in in the next game. Six in the morning until 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 Woody and I got off. I don't know how long Woody had been playing up to that point, but it was <sighs> six a.m. when we got off. When Kyle mentioned that it was time to stop because the sun was coming up, I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is all. Oh no, it's like I've blacked out. <laughs> it's a great game. Up. It's a great game, and I think that we've influenced a lot of people to buy it. Because like in the lobbies, we'll see like PKA related like uh, oh, screen yeah. names and stuff mm -hmm. like like in in the in the in the lobbies and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Can I tell um, this story? I, I, yeah. So Kyle was uh, making a thing about um, 
Howard Stern and how he liked it before. They used to put a thing in a girl's butt and yeah. played ring toss <laughs> with it. And I was like, wouldn't anal lawn darts be a better game? You know, because then you don't need the, the thing sticking out. You just aim for it. So my friend changed his Tarkov name to anal lawn darts. He thought the joke was funny. Unbeknownst to him, there's a six-month cooldown. He thought he was going to get yucks one night and then change it back to his real name. But now he's anal lawn darts. <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> now, now he's anal lawn darts. <laughs> but I will yeah. say... <clears throat> I, I, six-month cooldown, that's <laughs> <laughs> you can't change your name more than once every six months. Yeah, it's funny to me. But it's free. Uh, it is free, yeah. They, they they don't wring money out of you. You know, they Mm-mm. there's three three or four versions of the game ranging from about forty five bucks to hundred and forty five dollars. And the the key difference between them is the size of your gamma, what you get to keep even if you die. And oh, and your stash, which helps you organize things. Yeah. Uh, the stash, I don't know if you can earn both. It doesn't matter. You can. Um, you can earn all of that in game. You can, all, you can earn everything that you buy with the $140 version and more. You, uh, like the gamma is a large uh, secure container. Mm-hmm. There's a kappa that's oh, bigger. I didn't realize yeah. kappa was bigger than gamma. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, anyway, it's a great, great, great game. I don't know if I'd suggest it to a casual. If you don't want, if you don't, if you don't budget a fair, you know, a couple hours a day towards gaming, maybe stick to like a Left for Dead or World War yeah. Z or something. That's you can the just only, pick that's up. That's the only reason I haven't played it is all my friends are nuts about it, and I hear great things, and I want to try it, but uh, I hear like it's such a time consumption, and I'm trying to stay on my feet. I'm trying to stay out from in front of my television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't dip less. your, it's difficult to, to just dip a toe into it mm-hmm. because uh, even like the, the well match phrased. times are very different. So Call of Duty, you know, some of those are seven minutes long in a game. It just, if it's, and if 12 it's like is crazy, long, right? Like 12 is long. If you just think back mm-hmm. to like your videos back in the day, you know, that gives you a good compass of like, like how long the, you can do three minute videos. If you're doing a free for all and you just push everybody shit in, you can get 25 kills in or three sabotage. minutes. Sabotage. Yeah, something crazy. Junkyard you know, quickie. You, you, quickie. <laughs> uh, but with this Ugh. game. With this game <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oftentimes, funny. a match is 45 minutes long. And, and nobody, nobody in the group is like looking at their, their watch, you oh. know, like, oh, we've been here so long. No, because if we're still in there after 40 minutes, we're rolling. Like, yeah. like, we're just like, we're, we're, it's gotten even more intense because we've killed a lot of stuff to have survived for 40 minutes. We have everybody else's shit. I had like, I, it's like the, the longer you're in game, you just double down, double down, double down. If this game is 42 minutes long and we have to get out of, we have to get out of this place. I am already moving slower. I'm overloaded. I have so much money in air quotes, in my backpack and in my pockets and I'm just overflowing. And it's like, if I can manage to get out of here and there are people that camp the exits. So when you're moving strategically and communicating as a team, you know, moving, I'm usually not on point. I'm not that guy, maybe someday, but uh, you know, like Kyle or Larry or something, will take point and make sure it's clear and try and keep everyone alive and escort us out. And it is tense. And if you die, you've lost something that you've worked really hard for. You've lost your time. You've lost your time is the big thing. Like you could spend 45 minutes and have it all wiped away in the last second. That, that doesn't tell the whole story. Night. That doesn't tell these four. If, if, if the, the situation I'm talking about where you're really loaded up happens maybe once every 12 hours, right? Even though this particular time happened 45, well, maybe more <clears> if you're a better player, but, but, um, 
like for me, it's like, this is my gem of the day. I hope I can make it work. It's yeah. Dude, there was a guy waiting on us last night when we tried to get out. He was up on the, uh, up on mm-hmm. the dome area. Kyle killed, killed him. Tri- yeah. Kyle killed him. I think Kyle gave me that guy's gun and I still yeah, have I it and I still it. like it. Yeah, can they hear gun. you? Ch- can they hear your chat if you're within range? Is this is a cool is? thing in the game. So there's no, uh, what do they call it? VOIP voice, uh, over in whatever. There's no voice in game. Now, Rust, on the other hand, one of the reasons I think Rust is so toxic, I can hold a fucking key and I can talk out loud. My character's mouth moves and anybody within proximity can hear it just like it's real fucking life. Obviously, we can talk at Discord and that's just between us. But if I want to like mock the people who are hiding in their base or vice versa, if they're outside my Mm -hmm. base trying to get in and I want to mock them, I can. I can say the most atrocious things you can imagine and people do. In this game, nice. You can only do voice commands, so you you have a list of things your character can say, and you can you can uh, hotkey those so that you can say them. You can things like throw down your weapons or fucking cocksucker, you know, like all, all sorts of stuff like that. Don't can, shoot. Can, this don't town shoot. ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, but my character's fucking Russian. Mine is too. I hate it. I can't. I hate it. All I, I can say it. is gucci lock locky dosh. And I don't know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My guy speaks gobbly. And, and I have never have a chance to eat, to A, intimidate someone or B, befriend them. It's just always, they're always like, I don't know what he said, but there's a bad guy over there. That's what they think when they hear me, my, my character talk. Everybody else is, is, is fucking giving English commands and it mm-hmm. sounds it, it's in a cool voice. Yes. But yeah, there's no in-game voice. There are hand signals, you know, all the gestures that you might imagine. Thumbs up, come here, fuck you, all over there. Uh, things like that, and then there are pr- pre-programmed voice commands that really cover all the bases. Things like "Ah, I'm hit," "Enemy spotted," "Follow mm-hmm. me," um, "Fuck you," "Suck my dick," "Throw your gun down," "Knives only," you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's- ASL. Eight <laughs> 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 <Just laughs> sex location. Oh, oh, my bad. Want a cyber? Let's I'm go. So, I thought it meant American Sign Language. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> American Sign Language. Like, oh, you are twelve and a female from Finland. Nice. Calm down, Onision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me do an ad. It feels like time. Yes. <clears throat> it feels like time. I'll tell everyone about Postmates. No, no, I won't. You know what? I'm gonna tell them about Smart Mouth because mm. I did some Smart Mouth today. I did. It sounds like a drug. I did some smart <laughs> mouth today. My breath's so clean. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath, that humid, awful smell. It keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Now just think about all the times that you were the gross, smelly one, and the other person was thinking about trying to get away. You probably can't uh, think of any examples, and that's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own, on our own bad breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with trash mouth and not even realize that you're grossing everyone out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Smart Mouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath, and then once more before bed to prevent morning breath from ever even happening. Just two uses a day, you'll never have bad breath again, guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, having success in your breath spells success. Head on over to smartmouth.com slash PKA now for a free coupon. You can find Smartmouth products in the oral health aisles of Walgreens, CBS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that's smartmouth.com slash PKA for your free coupon. Really works. Good stuff. That's good stuff. Have you noticed the price of Purell 
and other hand sanitizers has skyrocketed. No, has it? Yeah. Uh, it, it, you can just go on Amazon and you can see like, like, like off the top of my head, like a small bottle, $25 at the size bottle that you would actually want $50. I've been telling Kitty, I was like, I was like, you know, she has, she's got an Etsy or her Etsy store, One Tree Lane, check it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I'm like, you got to make Purell. Get on it. Get on. Everybody needs it. Everybody wants it. It's a simple formula. You have all of, she, she has a, a lab, essentially. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you have everything you need to make it. She's like, soap works better. And I'm like, don't say that. <laughs> Get out of here. This is about convenience. Like, like, like you need to be making little pump jars of fucking Purell and pumping that shit out for yeah, $10 a bottle. You're you're onto something, right? The Purell, you don't need like a sink and all that stuff. You just kind of yeah, wipe it and evaporates, and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit her up again tomorrow and tell her uh, she really needs to get on it uh, because like it, it, she should buy some of the containers. Like one of the things that's cool about, cool about Purell is they have these little um, um, carabiner type bottles that'll like snap onto your belt loop. And if you work in the restaurant industry or any any of those handshaking industries, car sales would be a big one. Um, any, anything where you're touching lots of people, grabbing lots of door handles, just having that there. Like I don't go out a ton, like, but when I went to go play, uh, airsoft the other day, I was like, I was looking at that airsoft gun, like shit. I, I had my Purell. I pumped it out. I got it. I got so much on my hands that it was like puddled <laughs> and I rubbed it down. I rubbed the gun down with Purell, like in a corner, by the way, when my back turned to everyone, I didn't want everybody to know what I was doing over there because I felt like I looked like a pussy. Good strategy. Was... Take the gun, turn around, kind of rub it down. <laughs> I don't want anybody to think I'm a jerk. <laughs> hey, guys. There were... Yeah, in just a minute. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, I'm almost finished. So, uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned about the corona. I'm at a two. That's my threat level. Threat level... Lazy afternoon, not threat threat level midnight. But I did buy all that food, you know. I I, I have so so much food. It, if if I were in the scenario where like it would let, let's say it mutated, now it's killing fifty percent of people, and it's just as communicable. And like now the garbage men aren't coming, and now if a car hits a power line, the the power the power company people are too sick to get out and fix it. You know, utilities start failing. I got enough food for two or three months and water. You ready? I'm not ready. Ah, uh, you'll kill somebody. Take their things. That's the plan. Yeah. Uh, I have a video. You probably got a neighbor or two. You already don't lie. <laughs> I, got, I like my. I'm neighbors. pretty sure I'm just fucked. But honestly, I can do about six months with just water. So you just need vitamins and water, my friend. Yeah, I think I'll be all right. Vitamin yeah. and water. And that little pupper there. No, mm -hmm. I already tried to eat him once. He looks so afraid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, this, this is the most spoiled dog in the world. I live my life in fear. <laughs> <laughs> he ate whole rotisserie chicken last night. One bite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that was a, that, dog. in this narrative that I was writing. That was a, a, a idea I had at one point. I was going to like you know quitting YouTube, trying to find like uh, instead. Uh, trying to find different YouTube channels I could make, and one was going to be like a cooking channel, and I was just going to take the dog and put him in an oven and then pull out a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this got started, those disgusting Chinese markets that everybody feels like it's racist to even discuss. Something about bats? Does that sound right? Dude, they eat everything. That First of all, like, like first of all, they torture dogs to death for food consumption. 
that's not an exaggeration. They skin them alive and beat them and torture them in terrible, terrible ways because they believe that the, the pain that the animal feels tenderizes the meat. And, and you can you can watch, you can find this on YouTube. That's prob probably even more prevalent on places like LiveLeak where they you can actually know this. show you. Don't deer hunters feel the opposite? The complete opposite. Like 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 if you shoot an animal and it runs, the adrenaline makes the meat taste gamey. When people mm -hmm. describe a gamey taste of venison, it's because I've I've been told and I believe uh, the adrenaline that 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 the muscles are now full of because it's been it's been dumped into the, the animal system from fear and you know fight, fl uh, fight or flight mechanism. When you drop a deer, when you shoot a deer with a large caliber weapon in the heart, and he falls over fucking dead, like he's dead when he hits the ground, he doesn't take a step. And that's how all of my kills always were. I, I had maybe one or two deer that took more than a step, and that was that was archery. Um, well, there was a, actually every archery kill they they ran. That's just the nature of it. But with a rifle, you shoot one with a, a 270 or a 308 or a seven millimeter Magnum, which is what I used in the heart. He drops dead right there. He, he doesn't feel any pain. It's, it's not only not only is it more humane, but the meat tastes better. And they have the opposite thought process, but they don't just eat dogs and cats. They eat bats and weird something called a raccoon dog. I saw a video of that the other day. It looks like a weird, funky raccoon. Mm. I don't know. And this guy's like got it like a string tied to it. It's alive. He's got a string like tied to its little back paw and he's like holding it on like a shepherd's crook, you know, one of the shepherd's uh, cane uh, cane things. You're talking about Chinese people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yep. he's just like walking, he's just like walking around and, and the guy's like, what the fuck is that? He's like, yeah, raccoon dog, you never seen before? He's like, no, I haven't. What are you doing? Oh, you want? Very tasty, very tasty. Make you strong, make you virile. And that, that's the other thing. Does they it have make you aggressive, Joe? The disease that it give you, you come out stronger, better. <laughs> <laughs> Will it make me aggressive, Joe? Do you feel like it, it, it makes you very good at man? They, they had this medicated wine, right? It looked like uh, one of those medical jars that that's call it a gallon and a half with the big top on the top that like mm -hmm. cantilevers down and locks. And it's full of an amber colored liquid. And inside is an entire cobra, about six more cobra heads. Oh, this and there cool. was a large animal, like a duck and a duck. And they drowned the duck in the in the wine. That's how it died. And they're all floating in there. And the guy goes, uh, "What's this?" And you go, "Oh, this medicated wine. It very you never seen before." And he's like, "No, what's it? Uh, what's it do? Oh, it make you virile. It make you virile. It make you powerful. Any disease, it cure arthritis, <laughs> uh, mumps, <laughs> infertility. It's like, what won't it cure?" Why, like, why is one of the highest Corona. IQ countries on earth eating bats in soup with the fur still on it? It's almost like they cheated testing and were wrong about that whole IQ thing. You, you can't really cheat on an IQ test, though, unless you have an answer sheet in front of you. Who's given the tests? Okay. <laughs> you, yeah, oh, it's like no, the Russians the... in the fucking 2012 Olympics. Like, you can't really cheat on a urine test. Oh, unless we drill a hole in the wall and send a robot in to take the urine sample and replace it with these specially manufactured bottles. You could just See, take that, the test a couple shit. times. That's that devious as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I took an online IQ test. One of an even higher result. Took it again. Learned from my mistakes. Genius. Excellent. I've <laughs> taken... I mean, there is... There is not a single online IQ test <laughs> yeah, I that you can take that will say, whew, you are a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, you, 
you're my man. You're a genius. You knew exactly the difference between a triangle and an octagon. What I'm talking about actually is the mint. You can take, or you could anyway, the Mensa entrance exam. You have to have a certain IQ for what top 2%. Is that what they say? Uh, Yeah, but Mensa is a scam as well. Like people with an IQ of 150 don't join organizations that say they have an IQ of 150 because they make lots of money. You know, like they, they don't do that. Or that was have my ever, always understanding. Is like you ever watched the, the Stern show? To join Mensa is someone who's like kind of insecure about it. You ever do the Stern just to pass the test? Just saying. You ever watch the Stern show where they do the IQ? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I haven't seen that one. So they've done it a couple times, and uh, everybody in the in the crowd takes the IQ test, except for Howard, of course. That proves he's actually the smartest. Yes, it checkmate, boys. <laughs> And so, like, they start getting these bets together, and they they have the they get like a pregame where like two guys are arguing. I know I'm smarter than you, you piece of shit. Fuck you, I'm smarter. And they start coming with awful bets about what's going to happen if this guy loses or that guy loses. And then there's a score reveal after they have a a properly administered uh, IQ test. Who are the uh, people? Done. I want to guess the higher scores. It's everybody oh. in the room, right? Well, you they, know, they've had a, a lot of different cast over the years. Oh. Yeah, I don't have them memorized, oh, okay. but I, I want to say Gary has like 109 IQ, 110. You know, just above average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I, I think a lot. Fred would do curiously well. Let me see if I can find Fred's because Fred is, in my opinion, Fred is probably a, 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 an actual like savant of some kind. There was a funny clip on on Twitter of like a some gaming team, I guess, that for content was like. Yeah, that's incredibly, incredibly fucking smart. But there was, there was a, a you know, you not YouTube, a professional gaming team, whatever it's called, and they were all doing like an online IQ test or maybe a real IQ test, and it was like, one ten, one oh seven, you know, one twenty five, ninety nine, a hundred and six, and then one poor fucker got up there and took it and got an eighty seven <laughs> or something, and everybody's like, oh, oh, and that, that's not the kind of like diss you can get over you can't be like no uh like you, you kind of have to be like fuck dude the worst damn part it. of this is i can't come up with a comeback yeah <laughs> i don't have any I really smarter <laughs> i actually have the scores here if, if you care like, yeah. like, like yeah, i know what he listens a little bit so you might know sal governale uh former stockbroker became uh, a, a key part of the show doing writing and he did a lot of the phone bits 102 iq um hmm. he he always seemed like kind of a dope who was a, a little bit creative, but but not really. More of a like a, a shock sort of comedy guy. J.D. Harmeyer, um, you know, he's the he's the guy who has a bit of a speech impediment. He mumbles a lot, and he was famous for like not washing his sheets for an entire year and being kind of gross and a bit of an Ew. incel. That's not gross. That's normal. One oh six. Um, he's also a horrendous looking human being. So that's uh, a little above average too. Ralph Sorella, who's uh, I believe that's. Um, Howard's hairstylist and good friend, 112, quite high. Uh, Richard Christie, who is the redneck from Kansas, uh, who grew up eating raccoon and possum and all that nonsense, 117. Pretty impressive from Richard. Uh, John Kaplan with a 118. I, I'm not all that familiar with him. Uh, Scott DePace lost to John Kaplan. I think those are the two who, ha- who had the, uh, the the bet going. Uh, and I'm looking for more. Let's see. Uh, Howard noted that each scored within a point of each other, but with a score of 122, Scott DePace was declared the winner. Gary Delabate was no slouch with 121. I was wrong mm-hmm. about what I said earlier. Um, so, yeah, they, they all did interestingly. I believe they tested some other people, like maybe a whack packer or something like that, and it was 
tellingly low, <laughs> like 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 in the seventies or something like that, like a a, 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 a literal Forrest Gump type situation. In yeah. the seventies. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, that so a lot of the whack packers are actually retarded. Yeah. I mean, they're the definition of retardation. Right. right. Like, what's what's like, the you know. cutoff for retarded again? Because like before PC stuff, there used to be like it used to be like and I idiot, retard, moron. Like moron was an actual one. Like medical term, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a moron, Mr. Voss. I wonder if that'll happen to autistic at some point, right? Because now like autist and autistic is used so much as like a, a dig if they'll change like back in the 2020s. They actually called people artistic. That was like a, a medical diagnosis. It well, wasn't we're just... not letting that one slip through our fingers, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not letting that one slip through. We're keeping that strong, keeping it tight. Yeah, it's, yeah those things are interesting. And this was, Kyle, this was a real IQ test, not an yes, online. They, they, had to go to a pl they had to go to a place or they, they had a professional administer the test. So they even had... One of the parts of the test is um, oh pattern uh, recognition and puzzle solving yeah pattern with, recognition with and hands, puzzle solving like exactly response. so so you've got like things in front of you that you have to move around and manipulate um, to, mm. in, in the desired uh, in the described manner and so you can't really do that online you know I mean there are there are there, you could there but it would be the same it'd be different mm -hmm. um, but but yeah they did a legitimate IQ test IQ test the same way that they do a lie detector test they have a guy who like spent his life administering um, lie detector tests come in and you know have you ever had he's got this awful voice if you're a stern fan you'll you're right have you ever had feelings for another man have you ever been sexually attracted to another man have you had an erection because of another man <laughs> like, like 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 things like that down this whole line and then there's the big reveal at the end and there's just all these humiliating things whenever there's like a little a little uh, disagreement between like staff members or between Howard and somebody. You know what? Let's get the lie detector guy in here. We'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> See, that's a good. Did bit, you but... indeed piss on the lid of the toilet seat? <laughs> Did you ever use Howard's toilet when he was not here? <laughs> it's just I mean, like, you, you like can that. get you can get a lot of replicability and validity out of IQ tests, but from a fucking lie detector how reliable is that shit not at like, all so really? lie detectors are no not at all i've done a yeah, lot of research so. about lie detector tests um they are not at all reliable it measures it's just how measuring anxious like you psychosomatic are. responses yeah how, how anxious you are so if you're a naturally anxious person maybe you get off ted bundy because his, your, by your baseline test you're already so anxious that you're you know you're normal it's so it's like my, my strategy for a lie detector don't know if it would work is to be anxious for the baseline test when they say is that your name i'll be like you know, like try and fuck with it and then do calm, but like I'll have a natural anxiousness and, and hopefully they equal and my lies look like truce. So you can put a thumbtack in your shoe. I've heard of that uh, on before TV. You, yeah. Is yeah, that true? You, I don't know. Yes. You ever step on a thumbtack even a little bit? Your heart rate. Not on uh, my own volition. Yeah. Your heart rate jumps up. You'll, you'll have this flash bit of like, like, like a heat, uh, like a heat flash. You'll perspire a little bit. All things that are measured by this thing. Uh, I'll ask you'll... you if there's a thumbtack in your shoe and find out. I've actually read that the entire point of lie detector tests is kind of like the same as like uh, the drug dogs, right? Or whatever. Basically, they're trying to use it as a tool to get you to admit the shit. Yep. And mm -hmm. right, like it's just another tool for them to get it's you to an sign a confession, right? Tactic. 
Right. It's a thing to throw you off of your game. Um, mm-hmm. it, that I, I've had lawyers tell me many times, like never, it, it, never do that. Never do that. Never give the cops your phone. Never, never take a lie detector test. Like there's a whole bunch of them. They, y'all have to pay for your own legal advice. I did, but <laughs> but but they'll tell you, any lawyer will tell you, no, it's bullshit. Don't do, don't fucking do that. It's nonsense. Yeah, it's interrogation tactic. You remember the episode of The Wire when they've got, they've got this poor uh, gentleman who has actually committed a murder or something like that. And they like, I don't remember exactly how they hooked him up, but like they like duct taped a wire to each of his fingers and walked him over to the copy machine. (laughs) (laughs) And they're just copying a piece of paper that says lie over and over. (laughs) Like, did you do it? Nah, man, I didn't do it. Beep, beep. And he goes, and it copied, it just is a photocopy. It just says lie. Lie. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, shit. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I, I've never watched The Wire, but that is a hilarious premise for a good sketch comedy bit. That's There's a scene where all they do is say "fuck," right? Is fuck. it "fuck" and or maybe fuck. "fucking motherfucker"? Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, it's funny what well, they just use different inflections in the whole thing, and they just say the one word, and you really get what they're. It's a conversation. It's a whole conversation with with only one or two vocabulary words, and they're both iterations of the same word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just, just from the visuals and the, and the way they emote. Fuck, You're, he's just like, fuck. That's surprise, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Now he's angry and, and frustrated, and it's just one thing after another. They're 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 like investigating an old crime scene that was misdiagnosed, if you will, yeah. by the investigating officers. They're seeing what really went down, and that's telling them who actually did this this homicide, and it's someone who who, who they're currently investigating, and they're they're realizing step by step, fuck, yeah, we were wrong. Like, they were fuck, wrong. like recognition, like they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. It, the wire uh, is. You uh, hit the C a little harder than the K on that phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you for the wire is a top five uh, TV show ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 it absolutely is. It's right up there with The Sopranos and I don't know. I'd, I'd have to sit down. I used to put Game of Thrones up there, but Game of Thrones like like failed so hard at the end that I'll never rewatch it again. I rewatch everything, right? Like like I've rewatched The Office tons you of times. The Sopranos, I'm never but, rewatching Game of Thrones. Fuck that. Never. Shit. I'm never going to rewatch it. I really I really am not. It's been ruined for me. Yep, same. Um, That's but, what uh, happened but, to Lord of the Rings when dude, The Hobbit can, came out. Go, go back <laughs> two, go back two years, two and a half years, I guess. And if any of us had been asked, do you think that they can fuck up Game of Thrones so bad that not only will you dislike the ending, but you won't ever rewatch this series? All four of us, I guarantee, would have been like, "There's no way." There dude, is I used to no rewatch every they season. Will fuck it up that bad. Mm-hmm. Every season, like, like I would time it out, you know, like, like, okay, season four is going to begin in three weeks. I'll watch seasons one, two, and three over the yeah. next few weeks. So I'm yep. fresh as fuck. And I did that for years. Like, like, like when season six was coming out, I watched one through five again. I've seen season one of that show six or seven times. Like, like, like I've seen season two, five or six times. I've seen the final season once. I'll only watch it once. I'll and I will never, never watch it again. it again. I'm hoping watching Arya kill the Night King. Something died inside me. I want to watch Podrick sing that like, song this again. This doesn't make any sense. Remember when Podrick sang the song in season eight? It was a good yeah. point. That was a good Podrick point. You know what else? You know what else I'm down on now? <laughs> I, you know, I rewatched the other day, The Witcher. I cha- I'm changing my vote. Mm-hmm. I'm changing my vote. Is it so, shitty now? It's shitty now. It's Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> 
Isn't it only like seven episodes in or like first season maybe? It's eight or ten. I don't remember which. My problem with The Witcher is it's a little like listening to an audiobook on shuffle. Please tell me when you change times forwards and backwards and what the fuck is happening in this. Every time I watch an episode, I was like, all right, I think I like that. Let's go to Wikipedia and make sure I understood it. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's almost like because I had just... Don't you love that retroactive thing you do when you're watching shows where you'll be like... Let me just kind of confirm that I got it. And then you read a totally different thing than what you got. And in your brain, you're like, yeah, but like, I got that too. <laughs> you internalize it like you got it and you don't at all. I, I can tell Woody's resonating with this. Uh, I definitely do. You know, I think it's just an okay right? show. I think it's just an okay show. And what happened was it's like a, we're like abused spouses, right? Mm. We, we just got out of counseling. We just got out of like the halfway house that got us away from our abusive husband, mm. which was Game of Thrones. And we're like, oh, look at this. Here's a good guy. He hasn't slapped me once. Not he he never screams at me in front of his friends. He never he never calls me a filthy pig. Oh, he's such a nice guy. I mean, yeah, he he's one of those window washer guys at the red light, but he's a nice he's guy. A guy. Yeah. That's that I think that's what fucking happened to Witcher. You know like, what like, saved Game of Thrones? was the release right at the end of Game of Thrones of Chernobyl because they basically left off with the absolutely abysmal cataclysmic failure of Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. and they went right into Chernobyl which was by all accounts, I've I've never spoken to someone who didn't think Chernobyl was incredible. I think what you it mean is what incredible. saved HBO. HBO. Yeah. It, yeah sorry, I should have said yeah. like that. Yeah. It, what what kept their kind of momentum going were shows like that. And now The Outsider is doing incredible. I I watched. You didn't remind me this past week, and literally two nights ago, I was like, <gasps> I haven't seen The Outsider yet. And so yeah, I watched. You were it. watching Curb Your Enthusiasm when I was watching The Outsider, and I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was watching it. It. it Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Oh, no, no, no. I, I love The Outsider. I'm also watching a bunch of Curb now. And other than the fact that Larry David isn't a very good actor, it's hilarious. Like, I don't know great. where you people find time to consume all this media. I mean, I assume <laughs> we're all playing 18 hours a day. I got rubles to make, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After Escape for Tarkov, there's hardly time for anything. <laughs> when, when Larry David is telling Jason Alexander, who's so depressed, who's like, you know, a good idea for your show would be just where you are right now. A guy who's so tired of his character that he gets sick of the association with it. He can't get work because of it. And he's just following your life as someone who's sick of being George Costanza. And Jason Alexander's like, yeah, yeah, this is good, Larry. This is good. And he's like, you want to start this? And Larry's like, no, I got a, I got a job on Monday. <laughs> oh, you're working on another show? No, I'm, I'm selling cars. <laughs> and he starts selling cars in the most embarrassing way possible. There are times on that show where I have to pick up my phone and like look at hockey scores or yeah. the hockey Reddit because I'm like, this is so- the 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 black family thing. Oh, you're with, into with the, the, uh, the the dermatologist where he has to go to the black guy's family and get the dermatologist note. It's I couldn't watch. I had to look away. It was so uncomfortable. And so the blacks have like moved in at this show. point, right? To be clear yeah. to the listeners, their last name is Blacks. 
but they're the also black. black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when he says the blacks have moved in, that's like saying the Woodworths have moved. And they use that right. in the show, like they play that up a lot. He's mm. like, "Yeah, your name's Black. That'd be like if uh, what do you say? If, if my name was Jew or something like yeah. that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's a great show. But the Outsider is one more episode left. By the way, that's it. How Next was week? the Watchmen? Did you guys enjoy that at all? Boo! Fucking boo! I I I I hated it. Look, I I love so nerdy shit. I'm a huge Battlestar Galactica fan. I love Star Trek. I I can get into some nitty gritty fucking sci-fi nonsense. I love superheroes. I don't have fatigue yet. I've watched all of the Marvel movies and all of the DC <laughs> movies. I've seen them all. <laughs> I've I love the uh, the other guys on Amazon. You know the 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 like uh, the. The shitty superhero show where they're like villains oh, technically, boys. and they're a part of a big the wait, corporation. The it's almost like a Will Paul Verhoeven and and no, he means Marky the Mark? is it called the boys? Oh, the boys, the boys, the boys. The, yeah, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. Like my bad, show. my bad. Know. Yeah, the boys. Like, like I love that. Watchmen is garbage. Watchmen is some PC shit that they're trying to shovel down your fucking throat with all their nonsense. They're every white man in that show is either a villain, and I don't mean just like. <laughs> I tied her to the railroad tracks. I mean, they're the clan. <laughs> the The enemy in this in this superhero show is the KKK. All right, every our main character is is, it is set modern day or like yes the, the future 18, in the future seventies. Oh, no, okay. in the future of us, there are flashbacks. The, our heroes are battling the clan from nineteen twenty to twenty thirty or something like that. Mm. It's nonsensical. Everybody is 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 an I don't know a, part, a member of the LGBT LBGQ or something. They made the fucking blue man a black man inexplicably. Like and and there and at first they had an excuse for it. It's like hey, he should only be blue. He wants to live a human life, right? Uh, Doctor Manhattan, who is essentially a god. His powers are so far ranging and powerful. He 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 lives in all frames of time simultaneously. He sees the future, the past. Everything in between, he is experiencing them all simultaneously. He can manipulate matter and energy and time and space. He is a guy. I remember the movie. Was he doing his like smug thing as oh, a black very. guy, where he's like, "Man, you don't even understand what's really going on, do you?" Yes, like, pretty much. Was this, was this <laughs> constantly, or I don't remember seeing the dong. I, I do. I, actually, I, I think I, I think we saw his actual dong of the actor, and the actor is a big old dick. Uh, he must be seven inches soft. It's just, it's, it's, it's hanging low. It's swinging Wait, low, sweet chariot. That's big to you. <laughs> yeah, seven <laughs> inches soft. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's like a fucking grandfather clock. Every time he takes a fucking step, it's slapping his thighs. He's Poking getting chafing the down there. Yeah, it's outrageous. So like, like they, they explain it with like he wants a relationship with this woman, and he tells her, "Hey, you pick my physical form." I want to live as a man. And they literally go to the morgue and like roll out some bodies. And she's like, this one here, this attractive, well-hung, muscular black man, be this guy. And he's That's like, a scene? Dude, that yeah. sounds so stupid. And he goes, mm -hmm. cool. And he, he just, Wait, the genius of the universe who can do anything in the world needs to look at dead people before he can assume a different form? They may have explained that somehow. I only watched the show once. It's anyway, she shit. picks the black guy. But at some point, it, he erases his own memory. He becomes that black man, essentially, and lives with her for years. And uh, and, and there, there comes a time when, <laughs> Dude, this show sounds when he awful. needs to wake up out of his nonsense. Because we need Dr. Manhattan. 
People have figured out that you are Dr. Manhattan and they're coming for you. And you've got to be present. You can't be Leon anymore. You've got to be fucking <laughs> Dr. Manhattan. And she takes a hammer with the sharp end and skulls him. Fucking skulls her husband right there in the kitchen, breaks his head apart, and he comes to as Dr. Manhattan. He's all glowy and blue and floating six inches off the ground or some shit. And he's still black. Can he die? What? Or that's or the no. whole that's the whole premise of the show. They're trying to kill Dr. Manhattan. They've created this big crazy machine to contain, kill, sap his power, and put it into another individual. That's what the the the, the supervillain. But he's Asian blue. Right? This whole thing sounds he's just a black retarded. guy playing a blue person. He's a black man, clearly playing the same actor. Man. He's still in the same physical form as he was as the black man, mm -hmm. but now he's glowy and blue. It just doesn't make sense. So in the but, movie. I guess he was a white guy. It's hard he to was even a white say guy. he yeah, was yeah. a blue guy, though. Like he he was he was he started as a white guy, and he still looked like the white guy. He was just glowy and blue. But like, I thought he, he was wasn't a transparent. But somehow I felt like he almost was. He had an aura. Like, he like was he, he, translucent. He Is he basically he the same in the TV show? Yeah. He has the same glowy blueness, but but all right. So but when he first meets the, his his love interest, they don't show his face at all. Mm. And he's speaking with a white guy's voice. Mm. And they Is it never like a Dave Chappelle white guy voice? <laughs> well, uh, hello, I guess I'll hello, uh, pay my taxes a bit early again this year <laughs> to keep the stress off my mind. You know, yeah, like yeah. they won't show his face because they don't want two actors playing this guy, clearly. Mm. They just want the black guy playing him. And then they pick a body out for him, and he becomes that guy. And he's black man, you know, not glowy, nothing crazy, until he has to transform back into Dr. Manhattan and when he does that, he stays black man. Did Dr. Manhattan have a race, though? I just yes. remember him being yes, blue. Yes, he did. And he had some symbol on his forehead. He drew that. That's his fucking symbol. Dr. Manhattan was a white guy who got locked into like a particle accelerator or some shit at, at, at like Los Alamos Labs or somewhere. And uh, it, it broke him down atom by atom. And then he self-assembled himself because of the trans the changes that it made to him. And he becomes Dr. Manhattan. And then but he Dr. Still Manhattan looks becomes a black guy. Yes. In the, in the TV show on HBO. Like I said, there's this only... Whole, this whole show sounds really fucking There's weird. only one... so fucking bad. I Googled him. And I guess this is him. And he looks so fucking bad. It's just so bad. There's only can, one like, white man in the show who's who's chip. not either. Just a, chip what the fuck? Alexa, shut the fuck up. Every yeah. white man in the show is either a buffoon, a walking joke, or a villain. A, or the Klan, which is essentially a villain. But that's, an, that's another level of villain. Like, 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 they might as well be Nazis. Nazis would have been better. Than the clan. The clan is the clan is just silly. They're beating up Dude, black the people and hanging outfits them. Look so silly. They're so absurd. Really? At least if Nazis oh, were the bad guy, they would have had nice kind of nice suits. Mm -hmm. looked looked villainous. You know, they a, a clan guy. If you saw some guy in a clan outfit walking around in public, would your thought be, "Oh no, I'm in danger," or "What a fucking loser"? Well, why would I be in danger? <laughs> We've seen my genetic results. I mean, I've I haven't seen my genetic results. I don't know. You would, I mean, I, the lighting that you're under right now is burning your skin. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. 
but so yeah, yeah it, I hated it. I hated it. And I'm, I'm so nerdy when it comes to entertainment. Like, 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 you know, I mentioned all the shows I like, I like sci-fi, hard sci-fi, gritty sci-fi, classic sci-fi, all the above, everything from Battlestar Galactica to Star Trek to the expanse. I love it all. Oh, by the way, the new yeah. car, the new Star Treks are, are fucking nonsense see, as well. The, For the, the same time... reason Watchmen is. They, they're just so fucking politically correct, and, and they've gotten so far away from making an actual Star Trek show. They want to be the Expanse, but not really. The the only time like I give a shit about the race of a character is if it's based on like a historical, even yeah. a fictional historical area. So if like if they make a story about like Game of Thrones, where it's like a fictional kind of uh, Western European you know, mm -hmm. world, then yeah, yeah you, you want people who kind of look Western European. Like if they were going to make a, sh a fantasy show about Shaka Zulu or a fantasy version of that, like Wakanda. Or if whatever, I'm watching Mulan want a bunch and a of white guy steps If out. there's some, if there's, if, if a Conor McGregor looking fuck is like, oh yeah, yeah, you came right here into Wakanda and you took what we had. <laughs> you fucking ruined it. You fucking ruined it. We had all the best here. And you fucking did it. I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not buying in because you Black look power. something like someone. <laughs> Black power. Yeah, it, like you would, it, it wouldn't resonate. It'd be like, why the fuck yeah, is this and it would redhead be Irish fuck It'd representing a, 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 you know, an African? It, that takes you out of it. But other than I, that, I don't really care. Especially, yeah, I don't care. I'm the same shit. way. I, like, I get a lot more joy out of seeing people who are into superhero shit get upset about it. <laughs> like, I, I just don't I, like the, the 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 whitewash. I don't like whitewashing. I don't like blackwashing. Like, I don't like that. The like I said that I was talking about the other day that the character in Endgame that's supposed to be like when they go back in time and they have to get that stone from um, Doctor Strange's the lady who had the time stone or whatever. Doctor yeah, Strange's she's supposed to be she, Buddhist, maybe supposed to be a male Buddhist monk, but mm -hmm. China doesn't like the Buddhists, so we had to nix that and we had to make her a female. Um, what's the 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 um, druid? A female druid now mm -hmm. to appease the Chinese, right? Come on, I I want them to be what they sh are supposed to be. Spawn's a black man. If you make Spawn and he's white, I'm upset. Because yep. it, it's a black character, all right? Leave leave him alone. You need but, that but, continuity to keep you attached to the character. If Wolverine right? is American, I'm upset. That's a fucking good old Canadian boy. Is he not? Oh. Yeah, he's Canadian. I didn't know what the fuck. And they fucking ruined oh. the Dark Tower movie. I mean, I love Idris Elba. I did not want him to play fucking Roland, for God's sakes. It didn't make a lot of sense. I, I read uh, I, I read that book in prison, by the way. I, I wasn't a huge fan. Uh, I read a lot of Stephen King in prison. Did you read you the, whole, how, uh, the whole series, you know, all seven? I couldn't get past the first one. I couldn't get yeah. past the first one. So the first I, one is written backwards, and it's kind of annoying. Once you get to the second book, it's really good. The third book will hook you. The fourth book, it takes a lot to get through. And then five, six, and seven are fucking incredible. I'll tell you what's amazing, and they made a pretty damn good TV show out of it, and that's 112263. Are you familiar with that? Great fucking show, I yeah. tried watching that. It didn't but, suck me in. Maybe I need the, to give it more time. Maybe the book just makes, me, makes it even better for me, because having read that, it's a thick book. All right. Like, and there's, it's really fleshed out a lot more than, than what you get uh, from the TV show. Like you get to see, like, I mean, they, they, they outright changed how much time he has when he goes back. Cause that's the whole, you know, pitching point It's like, Oh yeah, I can go back in time, but only to maybe in the show, it was two years before JFK dies or three in the book. I think it's five Sounds and great. he fucks up once and has to do it over. Like, like there's a couple times, there's one time where he stays for like six months or something like that to do some stuff. Well, 
reset like 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 he's doing time loopy shit for like a decade or something like that by the end of it you know um i love love the book i'm a big stephen king fan after that i read a lot of stephen king in that i read it i had never actually read it the whole thing um i read great, uh, great book yeah. till the ending i'm reading under the dome right now you didn't yeah. like the child orgy or no. gangbang stephen king honestly can't finish a fucking book but the worst ending is not it the worst ending the is mist? No, it's uh Dreamcatcher. The mo- the world is saved by a bacon oh. sandwich. <laughs> that's a part, was, that's a that's real. It, I, the I, fucking I universe, it. the fucking planet is saved by inter from intergalactic aliens by a goddamned bacon sandwich. You're right. That was that was terrible. I don't see the problem. The the <laughs> movie was was uh, uh one of my like guilty pleasures. It's not a good movie, but I that's like fun. it. Um, I like the actors in it. You know, I, I like a lot about of those it? guys. No, actually, I'm talking about Dreamcatcher. Oh, okay. um, Morgan fucking Freeman's in Dreamcatcher, dude. How do they trick him into that? There's a lot of guys that are in there that's like, oh, God, they got you too? What do they have on you? <laughs> <laughs> and the it's last a, thing they would have expected is that a bacon sandwich saved the day. Remember his eyebrows? Remember <laughs> Morgan Freeman's eyebrows in Dreamcatcher? I'm going to I'm gonna get a picture of them real quick. They're no, nonsense. see that. Show me that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like Stephen King. I see that a lot of uh, woke people are trying to give him shit right now. They put him on the subreddit called Men Writing Women because he like descri- mm-hmm. he, he always describes the characters very completely. He talks about women's tits, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I'm reading and I'm picturing a woman, I want to know what her tits look like, all right? And if I'm reading about a man, I want to know how big he is, how strong he is. So if he has to do some physical shit later, I need to know. I know if he's a good-looking guy, so it makes sense if uh, he's in a if, – is he ugly? Does he have a scar on his face? I want a full physical fucking description. I want to know how big his dick is so I know what his confidence level is like. <laughs> Kyle, you should know by now, describing anything in any manner of media, whether it's books, TV, radio, about a woman that's not flattering is inherently sexist. But if you are flattering, then that is alienating to the other female audience if they don't possess those attributes, and that is also sexist. Check out these <laughs> eyebrows, boys. You just crossed the Curtis line. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> They're not, dude. I, that's that's what I'm gonna look like when I'm older with my 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 fins on my mine. My, do my stuff. My, I've got some long ones. They're like, oh, I got like, some seriously long boys up here. I, I usually like I like I get in there and trim them. I was getting a haircut one time, and without asking, that bitch took the trimmer, put it on like four and 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 I was like, oh, 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 oh okay, okay. I, I wasn't prepared. Dude, welcome to my world. Yeah, I have the opposite I, problem. Look, constantly, they're trimming my eyebrows when I don't ask them to. I don't really. What, what do I have? Two thirds of an eyebrow? Oh, 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 right. Oh, oh, That's just what I look like. That. You can't unsee Dude, that. If, if, I could, if, I could, if I could lend you half a brow, I would. They're actually want, just like blonde or something on the side. I want they're your wife thin. to dry them, draw them the rest of the way. Because <laughs> like I, I got, I, I got it all. Go. My, my dad's are basically gone. You know, because mm-hmm. he's getting toward his, uh, he's getting late 60s now. They're like gone. And I'm thinking, like, oh, I don't think I'll look good with that. I, I got you kind lose of lose your eyebrows when you get older. Yeah. Yeah. I, they, they thinned out. Yeah. I mean, you, you've still got the hairline, Kyle, of an 11 year old. Like, it, it's looking <laughs> great. Like, you, you're fine. Hanging on to but it. Your, your eyebrows, also fine. And so, are you looking at your dad? As like, this is a forecast for my future. I should prepare. Maybe yeah, a little bit. He went gray me. early, though. Like, like, all right, not early. I'm going like, gray on my sides. Um, he didn't go as gray as some people. Like, I got gray down here, a little bit in my uh, my beard on my chin, and uh, I've got 
like maybe like a, a spare hair here and there that's gray on my head. But my, but I remember like, I think my dad was pretty gray in his, uh, like by 40, like, like his hair. Like okay. it was start, starting to turn like salt and pepper by 40, I would say. Salt and pepper is um, a good look for men. That's why they I sell always, touch of gray for men and not touch of gray for women. What is touch? Oh, does it add gray? No, it's like uh, it leaves it'll, a it'll, little. It'll, it'll yeah, exactly. It'll leave a tad of gray. I always thought a touch that, of gray. You could say. <laughs> I thought leaving a touch of gray was so that it didn't look fake. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, having, but, but it's also not a bad look. Having just dyed my beard and it's a lot darker than I would like, I fucking kind of hate it. I I kind of miss the gray. Honestly, do you have gray head hair <clears throat> boogie at all or not? Very little. It's mostly like one out of a hundred hairs is a little gray. Whenever I, I was I'm only 28 and I'm getting tons of grays on my side. Whenever Tons. I was trying to come up with what FPS Russia was going to look like, because I'd never shown anybody what I looked like. I had these ridiculous ideas for what this character should look like, because at the time <laughs> I didn't realize this is going to be like a weekly bit. You know, yeah. I, you know, I, I was like, oh, this is going to be this little silly thing I do real quick. And, it'll be, you know, I'll have to do this maybe once a month or once every two months. I had I went and got uh, spirit gum, which is basically like glue for your face. And uh, I'm putting a fake beard on. So I've got this full big daddy beard, like 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 a thick Russian fucking winter beard. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm fucking I'm what else did I do? Oh, and I, I hated it. It was so itchy. I couldn't stand it. So I was like, all right, well, maybe if. Maybe if I color my beard in and make it black, like instead of brown, it's blonde, which is what mine is. So, so, it, so it looks even thinner than it actually is. Maybe that'll be cool. And so I'm like dyeing my beard black. And I guess like I used so much of it that it dyed my skin black. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you fucking retard. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. I, I, there were wigs involved at one point. I'm looking at all these wigs. Like, mm. like it was gonna be the whole. I, it, I was basically going doctor disrespect with it. Like, like I was going to a whole nother human being, because like ideally I would be able to be me and him, you know, in separate videos. I even had this mm. thought one time when people started like thinking that maybe I was him. I was like, what if I got Scott to be me, my cousin Scott? Like, what if I pretended like FPS Kyle looks like Scott, and I do this whole like. He reads lines <laughs> <laughs> and I do voiceover and I, and I spend like hours syncing it, making it perfect until I'm like, until I have Scott on camera going, Hey guys, look, I know a lot of you think that, uh, I'm that Russian guy, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, I know him. He's a cool guy. Subscribe, but, uh, not me anyway. Like I just, I, I, that I, I have taken forever and it would have forever. Plus Scott is the worst actor ever. Like, like he's mm -hmm. terrible on camera. Like, did you watch the Gator video that I made? Uh, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. He is so awkward on film. I, I've, you know what? I've never finished that video. <laughs> I have started it and left. Did you see that's... the one where he drinks the, uh, the, the dough urine? Yeah. 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 That was funny. I actually like that one. That that was a good bit. I like that. <laughs> he's uh he's sitting there and like like the whole idea is he's gonna be like the redneck FPS Russia, but for like hunting gear and stuff like that. We'll take hunting and we'll make it extreme, the same way FPS Russia takes like gun videos and makes them extreme. And uh, and so instead of using a traditional hunting rifle, he's got like an AR-10 like 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 semi-automatic rifle with a military scope on it. You know he hunts pigs with PVS night vision goggles and. And so we've got him like doing a little product review, uh, a comedic product review. And first he's like, first product we got here is the 
Do, you want to watch it? Me and watch it. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see well, as long it. as the owner of the video doesn't claim us. I certainly won't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. And then I've got I've I, got a really funny video that's a minute and 45 seconds long of Biden sinking into senility. So if you listen very carefully, you can hear me giggling. <laughs> Cause I'm filming this. I am to the gator show. I am One fucking moment. already. We this was not yeah, my property. Someone written in Arabic on his shirt. It says uh, "infidel." Dude, those <laughs> Arabic letters are goofy as shit. What were they thinking? It says "infidel" on his shirt. And he's got a 3D Evolve spray bottle. I'm ready. I'm ready to ready, ready set right. play. Welcome to the Gator Show. I just want my quick video to show y'all how Gator gets ready to go deer hunt. I got a few products here that I think will help y'all get those monster bucks. Now the first thing I want to show y'all is the Hunter Specialty Special Reserve Doe Urine. This stuff will always bring in that monster buck. And that's what deer hunters are about, is the monster buck. The only problem is, is you have to use the whole bottle. I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all, Taste never gets better. <laughs> <laughs> this is real do deer piss. Yeah. This is real deer piss. I, I shit you not. <laughs> There's more in there. Come on. <laughs> now to get rid of some of that <laughs> you got there. <laughs> You're gonna need some of you. Evolve Dead Downwind Scent Block. He's so coughing. You don't want the deer smelling that. I've got a little bit on me. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. It really is the scent block. <laughs> yeah. He continues himself again. That's he went back for more. He's like, after piss, that ain't bad. <laughs> Look at that fucking white trash ass necklace. Got that good odor on the horse. <laughs> That's blood. not part of the bit, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> now, the next thing I want to show y'all is called the Hunter's Diaper. Before this, you're going to need a pen's adult diaper, some Remington camo duct tape. <laughs> I'll show you what the outcome of the product looks like. This is for a true hunter. Likes to hunt all day, all night, and all day the next day. <laughs> This thing right here can take a monster load. Trust me, I dropped one of mine earlier. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed the video. If y'all will excuse me, Gator needs his gap. Gotta go get that monster buck. <laughs> Gator needs his gap. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we did with our free time. <laughs> And it made you very successful. So there's that. <laughs> he made a lot. Of, I mean, look how many, how many, all right. So this video has how many views? 116,000, I think. Okay. 120,000. The other one uh, that we did where he's uh, the extreme Texas hot cunning, his first video ever with zero subscribers, 526,000 views. He promoted yeah. it from FPS Russia though, right? I did from my Facebook. Oh, yeah. okay. That's just that. You yeah, did. I, I remember. I, remember I posted everybody. it on Facebook, and I was just like, "Look at this guy!" <laughs> and that's it. Like, hey, I don't know about all this. This is a little edgy for me, but look at this, boys. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm little, holding little the camera. Shout <laughs> little shout out to all your YouTube friends at the time, going, "Hey, promote this Gator vid." I might have. I think I you did. 
And I remember being flattered, thinking, oh, he's worried about the seven people I can send. See, se <laughs> see that's the thing. Like, like, like people don't understand about like actually getting the ball rolling on something on the internet. Like seven people might be the 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 thing that matters. Like, like it would it was more than seven, first of all. And even more than that, like yeah. if, if you push 500 people, there's probably some overlap from T. Martin or Woody or whoever the fuck. But if T. Martin and Taylor are telling me to do a thing, then the percentage of people who are actually going to jump on board and do it is much higher. You know, it's like asking for the sale. I'm not going to ask yeah. once. I'm not going to ask twice. I'm not going to ask three times. I'm going to ask over and over and over for the sale. And and, and it just works. Like I did a, a Call of Duty video once where I was trying to get likes. And I was just like, people don't like videos anymore. I don't know why. I mean, people like videos, but you don't click that button. I know what you're thinking. My like doesn't count. You're thinking it right now. A bunch of you just clicked it right now because I said that. I know you did, but there's a whole bunch more. And Hutch like like messaged me. He's like, you know what? You're goddamn right. I was the fourth time you asked for the like. I was like, yeah, I'm in that subset of people. Because because then I was like, I know what you're thinking too. You're probably thinking, hey, I make YouTube videos. I don't need to like this. I I don't want to co-sign on something. Well, that's not what it means. It just means you enjoyed it. Be honest with yourself. If you enjoyed it, then you enjoyed it, right? You like likes. I like likes. So like it. Hutch was like, you know what? You sold me. I, I, I had to like it. <laughs> so that, that's what this was. It was about making something go viral, you know, that that had no business going viral. And that was Scott <laughs> shooting fucking hogs out of a truck driving through Houston, Texas with night vision goggles and all kinds of nonsense. You guys were fucking making money, building careers. And I was making videos like, here's another five things I dislike about Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat Chipotle anymore. I, what I think the fuck? Maybe, how can you not? It's just my burritos. digestive system cannot handle it. I don't know. I don't what know, are maybe, you getting on there that's fucking you? So when I get Chipotle, and I don't, I don't get it much. Maybe like four times a year, I get it. But it's I get uh, the fajita vegetables. Yeah, I get rice, black beans, pico de gallo, cheese, sour cream. And uh, burrito I bowl. What are we doing here? No, I do the burrito. I, I want the I want the experience. And uh, I don't know. I, I have to shit like eight times the next day, and it's like a a sad drippy shit that hurts. Oh, no. Yeah, it's 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 no good. I, I'm like a I'm like an old school coffee maker. Just bloop. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel like Matt and Trey from South Park must have some kind of digestive issue because when they made that video where it's like, "Do you love Chipotle, but you hate having blood in bloody your shits. underwear? Yeah, bloody shits and blood stains in your underwear." I was like, "I love Chipotle and Qdoba, which are the exact same fucking restaurant, and I've never had a terrible shit the next day, ever." I'll have a big shit the next day because you're eating something the size of your fucking forearm, but that's about it. Yeah, um, I, I, if I eat that, that's all I eat for that day because it's so much fucking food. I remember the first time I ever had one of those. It was when I was 19 years old in Atlanta, and uh, one of my buddies, he was like, you ever had a Chipotle burrito? And I was like, no, no, he takes me. And we get this thing, and I'm just like, I, I can't finish it. I, I can't eat a whole Chipotle burrito. What a this bitch. <laughs> they're like a pound and a half or something i couldn't do it i couldn't do it when i was 19 yeah i i um but i love them i love mexican food in general so did you guys see i know woody did so maybe taylor 
Uh, Boogie, you, you remember Only Use Me Blade, right? No, oh, Lord. What is ah, okay. Call of Duty oh. commentator. His his shtick was, you know, back you in the Call Blade? of Duty, back in the Call of Duty commentating days. You know, we all people. <clears throat> some people had like shticks and bits and like things that made them special. Obviously, you know, people people did characters like Doctor Disrespect or. I mean, I did a character, and and some people did uh, like like mon. Some people were montage makers. Some people were uh, commentary guys that their commentary outweighed the value of their gameplay to some extent. But I would put Woody in there. He had good gameplay, great commentary. You know, like like he's really engaging with the community. That was his thing. Well, only use me Blade's thing was I don't use guns, just my knife. And he would only melee and Call of Duty and and do fairly well. He'd upload his yeah. Yeah, he'd up, you know, we upload our good videos, right? But he'd upload really good gameplay of him just shank, shank, shank. And he's a real chill voiced guy. And he's just like, hey guys, Blade here. Um, you know, seemed to have kind of a chill life, living a, li taking it easy. Well, <clears throat> these days, he's a, he's a streamer. Um, uh, he's associated in some way with Ice Poseidon. I think he might be on his streaming network. I, I Don't quote me on that. But he's a raging alcoholic with, uh, with maybe pre-diabetic and um, his feet are rotting off and um, he passes like out drunk a lot. Yeah. They're, they're virtually gangrenous. Like they have open wounds on his feet. That stuff's not funny, frankly, but hmm. what is funny um, is this video <laughs> right oh, here. I know the video. Oh no. What, I actually, uh, is this a, a new, a, a new thing. So I got a minute and 30 second cut. Um, so basically he passes out drunk a lot and his, and and everybody around him is one of these like shock streamers I'll call them you know they're not necessarily bloggers they're not their lives aren't all that interesting per se but they're gonna get up to something some hijinks they're gonna make drama they're gonna do something to make the viewers entertained and so what they do when he passes out is they fuck with him and so they painted his face like Pepe the Frog while he was passed out. And this is him. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? You got that, it. That, that's a good bit. Dude, and you so this got is him. to show the... Do you have the images of Pepe? And uh, oh, um, I, I can find them in two seconds. They're in... Um, yeah, well, it's... They're in Larry's Discord, but I can't mess with Discord because I'm screen captured. <laughs> Apparently the ADL made Pepe the Frog a hate symbol. What a bunch of losers. Are you guys ready to watch this? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, yes. Three, two, one, play. Did you paint me or something? This is Lord. him waking up to what they've done to him. <laughs> He's saying, not... did you paint me Dude, or something? Dude, this, this like motherfucker did, yeah. doesn't have an just ounce of muscle on him. It's all just booze fat. You're such a faggot, dude. Oh, that's like, a mirror he just looked in. Big in the world. On the door like i don't know what kind of fucking loser shit you guys are on to paint me but fuck me dude seriously he's skinnier than i thought yeah look at my fucking face he's dude. lost weight <laughs> excuse me dude you are, you're a loser dude whatever money you made for <laughs> pay me now i didn't make pay it pay me now it did it free shit. pay me now fuck. pay me now dude can we talk get about on, it get or... on your phone and pay whatever money you made for your fucking loser ass stream, no content, bitch ass stream, pay me now or get the fuck your off. Your stream had dude. content. I just swear to God, dude. Okay, I'll pay you. Pay me now. Whatever money you made to paint me, you look like a fucking clown, dude. Pay me now. Get on your phone, dude. Get your Blade, phone. you're drunk, dude. Uh, that's my money. Pay me now. Blade, can you relax? Pay me dude? now. No, no, fuck that, dude. 
I will I'm like a fucking clown, dude. Fuck you, dude. You look like Pepe the <laughs> Pay Frog, me dude. now. Pay me now, dude. Relax, dude. Get on your fucking phone and pay me right the fuck now, dude. <laughs> How much money did you make for fun? Paint me. I never make any money to paint you. <laughs> I have another video that's like far too long and we'd have to skip Jesus around in it. But it begins with him not painted and they're just like pouring shit on him. Like I, it looks like shaving cream or whipped cream or something. They're just like he the other day I saw him passed out, pants around his ankles, underwear on, and he's pissing himself in his sleep. And they're just putting solo cups, like plastic cups, under him and catching the piss. I, that I saw that. And I didn't I didn't understand where the pee was coming from in such a consistent stream. Well, he's pissing out of his underwear, so it finds the it's like an icicle, you know? It finds the <laughs> <laughs> it finds the, the, the lowest point of gravity, and then it it, it, it drips off. It comes, you know, it just flows. Okay, out. That, all right, this is funny, yeah. <laughs> dude. Like Woody, you were saying, it looks like he's lost weight, and I love Woody's wholesome approach to it. You know, the reason that he's lost weight is that hard work and exercise. From, he's moved from the kind of alcoholic that eats sometimes to the kind of alcoholic that yeah. never eats, like Chuck. <clears throat> all he does is drink. All of his yeah. calories are from booze. I've known like, a few. I choose doing. to believe that's George Foreman chicken and couscous. I've it's known a few <laughs> like extreme alcoholics, and that's the case. Like like they don't they don't really eat at all. Yeah. Like um the, the guy. How do you know <clears> my dad? <clears throat> my dad had alcoholics who worked for him, and I've talked about him before. I saw a funny video that somebody linked me like Kyle tells um dad stories or something. I sent it my mm -hmm. dad. He loved. It. He fucking loved it. And uh, and I was talking about some of those drunks that used to work for my dad. They were both kind of skinny because they didn't eat food most of the time. You know, it, you would ask him like we would see Chuck on the side of the road for, you know, 45, 50 year old white guy. Just, he's essentially homeless. He's living without electricity and stuff. And I'd be like, hey, Chuck, you want a hamburger? We just went to McDonald's. We got a we got a bag full. We're taking him back over. And would you like one? Nah, man. Can you run me up the liquor store, though? Chuck, and I want to be like, Chuck, have you eaten today? Because I know he hasn't. Like, he's not hungry. Mm -hmm. I I think that when you're that much of an alcoholic and you're, like, poor, that the idea of drinking on an empty stomach is, it's like bonus liquor. It's like you're making money if you don't oh, eat. Oh, yeah. It's like you're you're getting drunk faster. You're getting drunk faster and harder and staying drunk longer because you, there's, no, there's no food in your system. It's just the alcohol. And, if and I, I get drunk on an empty stomach, I feel pretty terrible a little bit in, don't you? Yeah, I don't like to do that. Like, I um, need some food in me. Well, that's all sad, but I think Blade's looking better and better. Yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not. We're, we're, we are literally watching a documentary you gotta switch places with one of, series how about this, of Taylor? someone dying. He's dying right now. Taylor, you I, have to yeah. switch places with either Only Use Me Blade or Wings of Redemption. Wings of Redemption. You know I mean, why? you don't have to. All right, let me. Throw this in. You don't have to continue in their footsteps. You're oh, now. Do you. I have to be in there before I get out of this? This is for game. life. <laughs> no, but I think what he's saying is, if you jump in Blade's body, instantly the diabetes clears up, right? The sores go away because you start working out. George Foreman chicken and vegetables doesn't go away that way. Like, you don't he seems know that. To be kind of. He seems <laughs> to be kind of far gone. So if I were to pick between those, I would clear. I would pick Wings Life. Wings doesn't have a drug problem, doesn't have an alcohol problem. He has a very severe food problem, which is, you know, just as serious. But I He's could hop married. into Wings Life, get 
the food thing under control, get get fitter, lose weight. Whereas you jump into fucking blades life, like you're adopting a huge number of medical problems that are right, probably yeah. too <clears throat> deep in to even. You overcome. sold me. You sold me. God damn it. Fuck. You were gonna pick Blade just because he's skinnier, weren't you? I was gonna pick Blade because he's skinnier, and forgive me, but I think he's better looking. And he's um, tall too. He's he's yeah, he's much taller. He's taller than I am. We have sure. no idea what Wings looks like skinny. We have no idea. But I think that I mean Boogie can attest to this. It's difficult to lose 250 pounds. It takes a long time, and it requires a ton of discipline. It's a very difficult thing to do. Whereas Blade, like like Blade, could be looking what I'll call good in six to eight months. Like if, if Blade started eating right and like jogging three miles a day, lifting weights three times a week, you know, we're not talking about going on like a regimen. Just, just, would just you like, rather take the risk with, with Blade and all of his clear health problems? Like I don't care about the health problems. He's probably no. got cirrhosis <clears throat> of the fucking so here's what here's where you're wrong. Um, so I, I doubt he does. I'm not picking uh -huh. wings because Blade's health, because of Blade's health issues. As a matter of fact, Wings health issues frighten me more than Blade's health issues because Wings doesn't go to the doctor. Blade at least has been tested and the doctor was like, hey, you need to slow down. This is starting to get toward a dangerous place. Wings just doesn't go. We don't know what's inside of him rotting. But I think that Wings has a more stable life. I, I, th I think that that's fair. According to him, he owns that uh, that that trailer. He's in a very uh, cheap area to live in, whereas Blade I think is out there in LA or, or somewhere in Cali somewhere. Does he you know, have what, a home plate? You know, I, I don't know. He seems I, to drift. I've never seen it if he does. He's living in an RV right now, you know, doing that stream thing. So I just feel like for me, like, like I wouldn't want to be in that RV just willy nilly shooting in some weird shared toilet with a bunch of jackasses. I mean, those guys look like, maybe those guys are cool and chill and maybe they only They're add like that to him, but they look like jabronis. They look like <laughs> they look like you friends. wouldn't want you you wouldn't have an intelligent conversation with those guys. They pull some prank on you that you felt was far too mean, and and like put it in front of like a bunch of degenerates on the internet. When it's like, dude, if, maybe if you just did this to me without a fucking camera stuck in my face, I'd be okay with it. But this is real shitty what you've done to me. I don't want to live that whole lifestyle that he's into. Whereas Wings, he he's kind of stable with with like his lifestyle, where he is, and what he has. To his name, and I would pref I would prefer that. I do think it's a real uphill battle to like get into like a, a healthy physical situation. It, if you're it, if it, I was on that RV, the, oh, I wouldn't do well socially. I, I sometimes I put myself that right. like if they did to me what they did to Blade, we would fight. I yeah, we fight. Yeah. I fight over less than that, a lot less. You can't do yeah. that to me. Say sorry, bro, but it was funny, and have me be like, oh well, I just no. I yeah, am in a severe deficit in this like relationship. You have harmed me, and I can't forgive that until I've even the score in some way. And it wouldn't be the way, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but but like Blade attacked the guy who painted him. Did but he? he's oh. but he's drunk and it looked the was he drunk that I would, there? Like waking up. Yeah, drunk? he's still like super hungover. Oh, okay. But like he gets the guy and you know, he's he's like throwing some arm punches all over the guy's like side of his head and his ribs and stuff. And they're telling the other guy, don't fight back, don't fight back. Because, frankly, Blade really can't throw much of a punch, especially when he's that drunk. He's got no muscle mass. It was not an way. adequate beating for what had been done. Like, like I would want to deliver a, a, a pretty serious, there's going to be some grounded pound. You need to be hurt. You, you, you don't want, you need to be like, in the future, the next time I'm passed out and somebody says, hey, let's, 
let's let's fuck Kyle in the asshole. You'd be like, no, no, no I painted his face once and he broke my nose. Yeah, like like like, like you know. So I, Kyle, if you're if you're being asked the same question you posed at me, yeah, going between wings or blade, yeah, you would still pick blade. No, I pick wings. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. because like. I know you can get fatty liver, fucked up liver from eating a bunch of fatty food your yeah. entire life, but I feel like drinking, I don't know, I'm assuming like a gallon of fucking Jägermeister a day does a bit more damage. Like, Wings has a more stable life. He he has a home. He has some people who care about him in his life. Um, he has, he lives a, in a very affordable area to live in over there in mm -hmm. South Carolina, you know, like, like. $30,000 a year is going to get you by just fucking fine there. It really is. As long as and you're that's not what looking. he's used to. They, it wouldn't feel like a downgrade for well, him we are to putting you in his body. 45,000. You know? Yeah. And, and meanwhile, like blade is the opposite of all of those things. At least that's what I perceive. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe blade's got a real nice fucking house still back up in like wherever he's from. And, yeah. And I'm going like, to go ahead and deny that. They turn off the camera. They're like, can you believe the stream buys this? Yes, yeah. can you pass the grape coupon? Right. <laughs> how, uh, how, how are my stocks this evening? <laughs> oh, Lord, scotch? No thanks. I I played my part this evening. <laughs> let me uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. Let me do an ad read while Woody decides if he wants to tell Boogie about Wings Marriage. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Remember breakfast cereal? When I was growing up, breakfast cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But as an adult, you realize that all your favorites were just full of sugar and junk. That you really didn't eat, you really shouldn't eat. And now breakfast is boring. This episode is sponsored by Magic Spoon, a new cereal company that's discovered a way to recreate your favorite childhood cereals with zero grams of sugar, uh, 12 grams of protein, and only three net carbs per serving. Magic Spoon, Magic Spoon offers four flavors based on some of those all time classic cereals like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. You can probably figure out what they're meant to taste like, and they do. Very accurate. Plus, a variety pack that lets you try them all. That's what they sent us. Magic Spoon spent over a year working with the best food scientists and chefs in the world to recreate the taste and texture of classic sugary cereal that tastes so incredible that you would never guess it's actually healthy. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. You absolutely should try Magic Spoon to believe it uh, because it tastes amazing. It, it honestly does. Um, I, I was very surprised by how good it tastes. Um, it got gone out of my house like maybe three weeks after they sent it to me. Uh, we, we just ate it all. I, I really honestly genuinely like the stuff. I saw somebody like Chiz sent me a thing where somebody was like giving a shit. Like, I can't believe they advertised this stuff. No, it's fucking good, dude. You should try it. It's It, it really is. I wouldn't lie to you. There's no reason to. Go to magicspoon.com slash PKA to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code PKA at checkout so you can get free shipping. Uh, Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, and it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash PKA. Just use uh, code PKA for uh, free shipping. Uh, we thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. Big fans, honestly. Thank you, thank you. you wanted to hit them with a double? Love your yeah, pack. I do. Love yeah, get pack. that out of the way. <clears throat> this episode of PKA is also brought to you by a company that we have a lot of personal experience with, and that is Postmates. You, uh, you know what's great about eating your favorite things? They're your favorite things, and you're eating them. You know what's not so great? Getting it. And the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered, and you don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. 
Just download the app and order 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track your driver. Make sure he's not up to any funny business. If you're going to get your eggs and milk, no problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you $100 of free delivery credits for your first seven days. To get started, uh, to start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. Love Postmates. Actually, love Postmates as well. I only ever do use them when I'm traveling, but they're pretty great. Yeah, I was gonna say like like our, our when, when uh, that trip that Taylor was uh, was talking about earlier, where we went to Colorado, we used a lot of Postmates because you know you, we're smoking, so we're not gonna drive. Amen. And and we're we're just we're just eating all kinds of nonsense, and we're in another city. You know, we're right there in Denver, so depending on where you are, you know, if you're in a really tiny town, Postmates might only, is only gonna have what's in a really tiny town. But when you're in Denver or you're like a major capital city, it's just you're scrolling forever. Like, oh. mm-hmm. And in, in, excuse me, I don't know what, but Jesus. In Denver, they've got uh, all these like stonerific type restaurants where like their food is designed for stoners. Like they've got like Crunchberry milkshakes and like oh, like Captain Crunch milkshakes and like oh god <clears throat> like like fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Like 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 the whole rest like like the the restaurant will be called like. Smoky Joe's food and more, whatever the hell. And it's right, it, like right. all of their things have like stoner names, like the 420 burger. Mm-hmm. And it, it, they're, they're all kind of like extra indulgent and over the top a little bit. And uh, yeah, good, st- good stuff. Capitalism good stuff. is clever. Wings is getting married. Yeah. To who? Um, a young lady. Yeah. Is it like a mail order thing or? I think I know her name, but I don't want to say it on the show. Yeah, I I, I don't think we should say her name. Um, Here's what actually happened. Wings claimed he was getting married and then someone did some research and found out that Wings um, was lying about basically everything. And it seems that what Wings claimed that he'd been in in contact with this person for the last six years. Um, And uh, according to her mother, who they went and interviewed, which seems a little far reaching, um, only recently did the dating app that they used like link them up and i guess it also turned out that she uh she has cancer and she's about to have a cancer surgery this spring meanwhile he just bought her a ring even though they told they told him not to buy a ring and uh, i guess she wants kids immediately whereas he doesn't want kids at all and he claimed that she was a nurse who made quote bank and now he was going to have expendable income and free health insurance um and uh and and <laughs> at no point do you see him like oh i love this person so much we have such a deep connection i want to spend the rest of my life with him it's more like free health insurance and uh, i'll have somebody it's like it's t- financially advantageous yeah it's he's, he's looking at the financial a- advantages of this relationship um she is a very very religious person um wings is not wings is not at all he's an atheist right. uh, and he and- seems to not just be like an agnostic whatever but like a hardcore fuck religion kind of guy yeah he did um, a video proving religion was fake well because fire can't burn (laughs) without sulfur or some stuff oh god don't give me concrete being on the periodic chart of elements that was literally the first video that i watched of wings the first time i met kyle is i was like oh 
Kyle, it's really nice to meet you, man. I love your videos. And he was like, do you want to watch a wings video? With me? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I guess. Okay. The, only, and, oh, <laughs> the caveat to all this, I've later learned the person who assembled this data and talked to the person's mom and this and that is Wings's parallel of uh, Boogie's biggest anti-fan. I don't know what to call him, hater or whatever. So like, he just takes everything he knows and paints it in the worst possible light. And it's hard to sure. tell like what the truth is, what the facts are. Like, you know, you could certainly take my history and warp it in such a way that it would look awful. You know, you could do that with almost anybody and take my worst mm -hmm. clips. So I, I it does also appear the guy that catfished wings. This guy catfished wings a while back oh. and then posted all of their conversations. He, he posed as a woman who lived near wings. And uh, <laughs> when, in, when in reality, he's a gentleman from Canada. Tremendous and, uh, time investment. Huge, huge. Like two months of catfishing. And then he posted all the screenshots and stuff of wings. How about you show some... me your cock, eh? I mean, <laughs> 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 you know, and, 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 and honestly, I feel like First of all, I, I didn't like that thing that he did, but but I feel like that that thing that he did almost gives him a bit of journalistic credibility. <laughs> Am I wrong about that? It's, I it's, see it. it. I just, see. No, I see what you're saying. It's just a funny way to put it. Like 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 it. It's he's not an investigative journalist. He's an investigative journalist in a way, and I believe he's an actual lawyer. So we're not talking about. I didn't know a child that. in a in a basement necessarily. Um. So like, I, I this guy has. Uh, I don't know. I believe what he said. Um, and, and the first time around when he catfished him, he could have added in some like he could have pumped it up a little bit to make it outrageous. He could have he could have like faked some of the messages like he could have had 90 percent real messages and then like photoshopped in some real messed up yeah, stuff. Wings never denied that any of that was absolutely real. He was he, he just said, you know, it's, it's messed up. That this guy did this thing. Well, from know, what I saw also, Wings didn't seem like he was being creepy or like fishing for nudes or anything like no he, he seemed like he was just yeah he's got no game i know what you're saying <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah taylor why are you so harsh on him you're right you're right i'm a fool, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fool for trying to jump yeah, i don't know man right. um yeah but, 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 I, but it does appear that wings has overstated his relationship with this cancer victim and i love that save that quote i want I, I want that quote to play out of a teddy bear. <laughs> Wings it does first. appear that Wings has overstated his relationship with this cancer victim. <laughs> Give it to me again. <laughs> and and I'm that story to you, the Woody <laughs> Doe. He tells the truth. <laughs> that, fuck, that poor fat fuck. Like, <laughs> That'll be the other poll. <laughs> That poor fat fuck. Uh, <laughs> that, that poor fat fuck. Keep my name out of your fucking mouth, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. buying Blue Woody. <laughs> I love Blue Woody. He tells it how it is. I'd be jumping to his defense more if he wasn't so ruthless to me in that one game of Modern Warfare 2 where we all played. He also said you stole his job, you know. He always gives you a hard time. <laughs> it was lefty! Was oh no, Taylor! Stick to the other one. I like it when you just thank him for the job. <laughs> you know, know I what? Appreciate it, Wings. Thank you, Wings. You could have bought four trailers for what we pay Taylor. <laughs> Unironically, yeah. 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 <laughs> Taylor's made um, Taylor's made well over a million dollars in your absence. Oh, try two. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much our, we're let, fucking. Let it, let it sink in, Wings. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> 
that's mean that so, is yeah. that that little <laughs> curb song added to me is so funny i love it yeah, I love there there was one where I was like, who checks the mail? That's good shit. It's not really political, but it's still funny. I just linked something where it's it's just fucking Biden talking <laughs> it's over the last couple long. of years. Yeah, it's two minutes long and he is a hoot throughout the whole thing. Do you guys want to watch this? Oh, yeah. This is the guy they're putting forward to beat Trump. Are you guys ready? Can't stomp the Trump. I'm ready to go. Ready, set, play. Friend, and she's a friend. She's been my friend in and out of public life. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the, go, you know the, you know the thing. <laughs> Tomorrow's Superstar Tuesday. All right, Chuck. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, it's Chris, I'm but Chris. anyway. My name is Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other by I love this place. I love Look, what's not to like about Vermont? One of the things I'm proud of <laughs> is getting passed, getting moved, getting control of the Paris Climate Accord. I'm the guy that came back after meeting with Deng Xiaoping. And making the case that <laughs> he died in 1997. If we put pressure on them, you had people like Margaret Thatcher, excuse me, you had people like the, the former chairman and leader of the party in the, in Germany. Go to Joe 30330. Watch what happened when those kids from Parkland came up to see me when I was vice president. They went under the, and some, some of you covered it. It's not that they don't want to help, they don't want, they don't know quite what to do. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. <laughs> the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. And it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. What the fuck is and that? I love kids jumping wow. on my lap. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I, I love roaches. kids jumping on my lap. Yeah. I learned about roaches and, and 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 peanuts. Dude, everybody's saying like, oh, you know, he has a couple gaffes. You know, it's like, no, this is not a Trump gaffe. This is not a Bernie gaffe. It's not a Warren gaffe. He is senile. He has no idea what is happening around him. No idea. Like, he he seems like a fucking lunatic. I mean, I don't know. Did the Democrats really stand a chance this time around? No. 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 If they wanted to stand a chance, they would have put Bernie up. Yep. But even then, I, I was, I, I'm fully ready to admit, I was 100% wrong about Bernie. Because oh. he lost the black vote. So bad. So bad. And the young and voters, all his online support, they didn't show up. Yep. No. Yep. No, they didn't show as they always don't. They never do. Like, no. And I get that and they never do. It's obviously a new batch of young people all the time. Mm -hmm. That's the nature of young people. But uh, it's it, like you can't get youth vote. You can't bet on youth vote. You can win 
I was about to say Facebook, proving how old I am. <laughs> you, you can win Reddit. You know, you you, you can win uh, TikTok or whatever the kids are on nowadays. You can win Twitter without yeah. winning anything real. Yeah. But if you expect them to go to a church mm-hmm. and close the curtain behind them and vote, they won't. Yeah, I look forward to the meme the day that Trump is reelected and just like, okay, boomer, because that's the <laughs> ultimate okay, boomers, because that's your president now for four more fucking years. Yeah, it, it's can, gonna, Trump instead is of memes again. I say, yeah, it turns out tweets aren't fucking memes, huh? Turns out you have to, uh, tweets aren't fucking votes. Turns out you have to actually show up and do shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he, like, I, I've been like, you know, I, I'm always just kind of peeking at Twitter at least a few times a day, seeing it. And it has been hilarious watching like hardcore Bernie bros realize that their message does not resonate at all with minority America. He has a hardcore, diehard, in love with him, 30% of the Democrats. And that isn't enough. Unless the moderate vote is split six ways. I exaggerate yeah. it was six, but, you know, work with me. Uh, and then it turns out once Pete drops out and Klobuchar drops Klobuchar, out. Yeah. And, and Warren. Well, yeah, I don't know if Warren was taking votes from Sanders, but... Or oh, from, oh, uh, oh from definitely Biden. so. She, uh, Pete I, I said wasn't, it wrong. Klobuchar but, wasn't, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Warren yeah. It, it, well, what, what Pete and Klobuchar were doing was taking votes from Biden, so they're splitting it so many ways. Yeah. And when it was like two going for the liberals, the progressives, and four or five going the other way, Bernie did well. They make it two on two, Biden and Bloomberg versus uh, Warren and Bernie, and he got smacked. What the fuck was Bloomberg's point don't you right did, off. He you have won American Samoa. Put some respect yeah. on his name, would you? You know what's funny <laughs> is they're like, Russia turned the election with $400,000 worth of Facebook ads. And it's like, really? And Bloomberg couldn't turn it with almost a billion dollars of ads? Okay, that doesn't really that doesn't really feed into what you've been saying. That is actually a good point. Yeah, well, yeah. actually, so it's I'm going to defend that for a sec and say that astroturfing is a very real thing and that Russia supposedly astroturfed, if that's where that money had went, if you made it look like real Facebook accounts, if you made it look like real Reddit accounts, if you made it look like actual people, like that kind of pure shit really does work. Well, Bloomberg spent $100 billion dollars on influence. Astroturfing isn't necessarily making fake accounts and then preaching from there. Astroturfing is just forming any sort of non grassroots campaign trying to make it look like one and that's exactly what uh bloomberg did is he tried to make his campaign look like it was a bunch of grassroots support when in reality it was a bunch of people paid probably 35 dollars an hour to tweet nonsense like and he did that and so the same people will say that russia turned an election when someone who spent what is it ten thousand times as much couldn't do it the thing is win a primary russia wasn't buying ads Right. Maybe they bought four hundred thousand dollars ads, what are that number was, but that's not where the money went. The money went into I forget the name of the company, but they had people at like troll farms typing, making Reddit posts, making Facebook posts, things that don't cost money aside from their hourly wages. To measure their impact in that's advertising funny. dollars is inaccurate. You need to measure their impact in the number of posts they made or the number of I don't know, just their online presence. Do you think there was a single post on Reddit in twenty sixteen that was pro Trump? 
that got yes, really, really high. Yes, I think the Donald it was became just the, the biggest Donald, subreddit. It was huge. It was booming. It was the number yep. one growing thing. Everything on there got like 10,000 views, and the moderators and, would and pin now posts to get it on the top. Well, now Trump's not as popular. He's had a disapproval rating higher than his approval rating since like three weeks into his presidency. I don't know. I saw about a month or two ago that his approval rating at similar times in his presidency was higher than Obama's. That's not true. It's never crossed Obama's at similar times in the presidency. It did a couple months ago. Yeah. Let me do, I feel like I'm going to get nailed for fact checking here, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually something I look no, at. It, it, it's not funny enough to matter. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, he has not surpassed Obama at any point in his presidency. Obama did have a low about two months ago and it was close, but I, this is the sort of thing I look at. Watch me be wrong. It happens. He, I, um, I know there was a point where Trump had a 48% approval and Obama had a 46 at the same time in the presidency. That was I the get, one I was looking at. Yeah, here you go. Looking it up. Yeah, too. there you go. See, the same way that the media was like, there's never been a worse midterm election for a president. And it's like, no, I mean, we can look at five, six years Well, that's, that's true of Obama, who yeah, lost more people Obama. than it, No, than there was even someone the, Since the Industrial Obama, Revolution. There was someone before Obama. Maybe it was like way back in the fucking 20s or something. But there was a president who lost even more than Obama, I'm pretty sure. What does order mean? In what context? In this chart right here. Like if you if you click my thing and go to historical comparison, it says order, president, and then highest approval. Those are the three columns. Oh, order just means what order in which they were president. So forty five for Trump, forty four. Oh, okay. Forty. Did you think that was a stack ranking? You I was like, retard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely did. Yeah, that's a yeah. stupid thing to have. There. Dude, George W. Bush, highest approval ninety. That was right after 9-11. Or, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, right after 9-11. That's yeah. crazy. Not 90%. When, when he stood on the rubble and did his speech and then announced that we were going into Iraq and that it was... Or Afghanistan at the time. But, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Afghanistan. Yeah. Iraq didn't happen for a couple yeah, more Afghanistan years. Afghanistan was one. Uh, he was just like, I hear you. And pretty <laughs> soon, the people that knocked down those buildings are going to hear us all. And the crowd's like, fuck yeah! It was like your team made the Super Bowl. We were all cheering them on. It was like they had just lost the Super Bowl. It was like they just lost a playoff game. And he was like, but tomorrow's the Super Bowl. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, now it's our turn. Fucking country music Dude. stars are playing country music's playing in new york i'm just trying to raise a raise a family <laughs> raise a daughter and a son yeah, there's some guy in new york singing that shit with a brooklyn did, accent did you guys see that fucking the dnc changed the rules again to keep tulsi out because all you need to qualify for the next two debates is one delegate and tulsi got a few and they're getting rid of her because I guarantee that if Tulsi was included in those debates, she would sandbag herself and Biden by just going hard in the paint against Biden. And Bernie would look much better because then Bernie could keep his hands a little bit cleaner and Tulsi would be the one fucking hammering. That's hammering, a shame hammering. that she can't that she can't be in the next debate because, like, I know she's had a real rough time of it. But, like, if Tulsi's she's the, the third best candidate, five, four. if she's the third person on stage, all of a sudden it's like, all right, it's A, B or C. Ah, I kind of like C. I, I feel like I'm not saying that she could be a contender. I'm saying that she'd be above like whatever one percent yeah, or wherever exactly. she has been. Like maybe she uh, she's likable and she's smart and she's one of the only ones who really does 
call out the bullshit with the military industrial complex of just continuing wars in the Middle East. She's one of the few who does that. And I like that about her. I've got two things. One, I think Biden has been helped by more people in debate stage. He is probably the weakest debater of any of the major candidates. Fair. And he's been able to kind of hide in that crowd. If he goes 1v1 on Bernie, I'm not sure that helps him. That, that's yeah. one thought. And the other is gone now. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way thoughts go. They're kind of out of there. But yeah, I would love if they let Tulsi participate and just rip into Biden. That would be great. Do you, you think great. that's the way she'd go? Rip into Biden? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She would absolutely rip into Biden. Like, because okay. she's tremendously anti him and kind oh. of his establishment nonsense. My other point. I think the Hunter Ukraine scandal, Biden's part in it, will be a much bigger story going forwards. The Democrats debated him with kid gloves. Trump is going to talk about Hunter, Hunter, Hunter every day. He's going to bang that corruption drum all the time. And he'll have a point. You know, like it, he's not wrong. Hunter didn't deserve that job that he only got that because he was connected to the VP. And I have to assume they had a good return on their investment. So it, Trump guys, doesn't even have a hard road in that way. I feel like he could just be like, Hey Joe, let's both count to 10 at the same time. Let's see if we arrive there about the same point. <laughs> One, two, I'm giving, I'm giving you two. I'm giving you two. You jump in at three. There you go, Joe. Like, he, like the way Trump is so good in front of a stage that you can't beat him with someone like Biden. Like he he's just not as good. Like if you had he tried to use reason and logic like against me, Trump, <laughs> Trump doesn't do that well in debates. He lost every debate to Hillary. I looked at the polls. According to who? You want According me to, look to it up? CNN polls at D plus twenty. You guys are yeah. making this up. No, no. I can go look at the. We can look at the Wikipedia and see the aggregation of the polls. I, do I need to do this? Um, I'm, well, I'm not Wikipedia disputing the numbers. I'm disputing where they the came polls. from. Yeah, I watched most those of those polls. There's no way to know. Like D I'm plus ten or D plus fifteen. Like, but anyway, they're pulling people in LA and San Fran. Okay, if if you think all the polls are wrong, I they were, they were last election. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Trump is not a great debater. He didn't. He, he did well enough. Uh, he'll do better than Biden, though. Trump's great. No, Jeb Bush. He's a debater now. That guy. Trump come, did come better. Come on, he beat them all. He did win. I'm not saying he didn't win, but I'm saying that Trump's uh, actual strength is working a crowd. He, the stadium is his home court. That's where Trump excels. It's not really one v one debate. No, and it, I mean, like you're you're right. Like Trump, like people who I, I was I was big on Trump in 2016, like hoping that he would do everything he said. He did fucking nothing. What is the thing? He's done he some of the things. No. What what has he done? Has he controlled the border? No. Has he he's built building the wall? No. No, he hasn't. He's created 498 miles of replacement it. fence. He hasn't done shit. You want him to get out there with a shovel, Taylor? What do you want from this man? He's <laughs> increased legal immigration and H-1B visas, which is bad for me. He's got the kids in prison camps. I don't give a fuck about that. This I don't is care. exactly what we Obama talked about the private. Thing. The prison camps are <laughs> the, in place. Yeah, that, that would be the funniest position to take is just being <laughs> like, no, nah, dude, I fucking love those camps. Those are sick. Like, that's what I'm voting for. But like, What, yeah, if, what no, if they brought him up and dude. he was like, I just want to point out that not one child has escaped my prison camp. Not a single <laughs> child has escaped. You look at Obama's record. Multiple children escaped, seeking a better life. I, I go through the bars. 
They just I said, fuck you. I've got you. If you starve control. them out for a while, they go right through the bars. They're so skinny. That's why you <clears> electrified <throat> bars. That was my idea. And Pence, he loves electrocuting. Dude, oh, I looked up the debate results. So hot. Trump won whoa, every whoa, whoa, debate. Wait. Trump Shut won every debate. I was totally wrong. I'm sorry. What was that, Woody? I don't remember. Is I'm old. I had to look at it because my side of this whole fact checking thing is <laughs> when I get something wrong, I feel like it's a dishonest to like bury it, to look it up and not say I was wrong. Like that's, I feel like is the asshole move. Well, not of the, course, that's a normal, honest way to look where you see something that disagrees with what you thought and you go, oh, fuck. Right. Well, I can't hide it. You know, if that, I hide it, I'm an ass. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why I did that anyway. Yeah. So like. But even so, like people who are huge Trump stands right now, it's like, he, what has he done? He's done fucking nothing. His biggest accomplishments are what? Moving an embassy to Jerusalem? Who gives a shit what happens over there? I don't give a very fuck what happens in the base. Middle East. Yeah. I do not care. It, it doesn't even cross my mind as a thing. Who fucking cares what happens in the Middle East? Israel has nukes. They're fine. Why are we giving them so much money every year to con for us to continue conflicts? Like, wh why? I don't like that we give them money every year and they have public health care. Do you know that they that we gave more money to Israel this year than we gave to West Virginia and a couple other states as far as aid? I did not know that. Yeah, we've given more money to Israel than we do to some of our own states. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why, why are our tax dollars going to continue? I don't know, wars? because the states have bullshit. only a handful of people and the Israelis Oh, have West Virginia, the notoriously successful state. They don't need any money. And West Virginians pay How much? taxes. West Virginians pay into that money. They should Exactly, and that money should go to Americans. Israel doesn't pay any taxes and they get more? How isolationist yeah. should we be? Should we just, I mean... A hundred percent. What are we gaining from any of these countries? Strategic, really? No, really, strategic positioning in a, in a very scary part of the world. And in, an incredibly powerful ally. Oh, Israel? Yeah. Is, they're, they're giving us strategic info? Like the strategic they're giving, info that they're got giving us, us into tons the Iraq of intelligence. war that was 100% They gave us false. tons of intelligence. They have or the information they gave us about the Syria uh, fucking gas strikes. That was 100% false. I'm not going to I'm not gonna go over anecdotal cases of maybe they gave us something, maybe they didn't. I just think that a strong Israel is in the best interest of the United States. Why? I, I just explained why. Because they are a strategic ally in a key part. What uh, do they give us strategically? Other, they they have been caught a couple times in the last few decades selling our technology to Russia and China. That's a pretty awesome thing, right? Well, I mean, they probably sold them some some bad versions of it. Oh, they didn't. There's a thing I just made up. Out with the new F-15. <laughs> yeah, you're just making shit up. You have no, no. idea what you're talking about. No, <laughs> but I believe I can win this debate if I make up facts. <laughs> well, I, I just don't know why you think that you know better than like every president who's ever been president since since what. Uh, the, the 70s i've often uh, had that like like i share some of taylor's ideals in the like isolationist part and yeah. like trump is a particular example of a guy who was isolationist going into it and then changed his mind obama too obama was like we are going to pull out of iraq and then he didn't what happens when they take that office that makes them say oh I because shouldn't. they get hit with the true rulers of the country bill burr's hilarious bit is unironically correct. You get elected as president, they take you into a back room, they show you what really is done and why we do these things, and then you maintain the party line. Obama did it after preaching 
you know, change in hope. Fucking Trump did it after preaching. We're going to shut down the borders. We're going to, we're going to take care of Americans first. He did it. Like we, people, is it possible that they're right? Like what do they show you in the room? Those like vampires are real space travels, Hmm. real They show you seven angles of the Kennedy assassination. (laughs) Here's what I want to show you. What if Taylor becomes president, right? Work with footage. Do they educate? (laughs) (laughs) Taylor, if you're president, maybe you learn whatever missing, you know, that us non-presidents don't know. And you stay in the Middle East. Like I would get murked. Like what would happen is if I got elected, they would bring me back and go, hey, actually, here are the powerful lobbying groups. Here are why they want you to stay in these wars in the Middle East. And you will do it. Or, hey, where's your family live again? Oh, so, where's your kids go to school? Like that kind of shit fucking happens, and people think it doesn't. It that's, absolutely that's doesn't. one possibility. Another is, oh, if we pull out of Iraq, let me Iraq, Iraq, let me paint you a picture. You know, this is gonna happen. That is gonna happen. 9-11, a warm-up. You know, wait till they do this, wait till they do that. And that you was say, Saudi Arabia, and we're tight allies with them. They were you ever Saudi watch Arabians alternate history? That shit. You ever watch that YouTube channel, Alternative History, where they show you no. what uh, they, they, I saw one the other day, and it was, what would have happened if Japan never bombed Pearl Harbor? And you might think, well, the Axis powers probably win without the United States in the war. But no, that's, that's not the, way, the direction they went with it. They, uh, they believed that uh, the Soviet Union would have just gained an incredible amount of control over all of uh, Western Europe and Japan uh, by, by the end of the war. Uh, yeah, they would have all been communists. You're right. So uh. it, they, they show that, you know... Isolation. That's one of the reasons why isolationism isn't a bad, isn't isn't a great idea. Now I know this is a bit anecdotal. We're talking really because it's it's 2020, and we can pretty much dictate the health of another country by our own economic sanctions. Like, do you really? It's not working for for a lot of countries. Really, it's working at most. Do you really think that Venezuela suddenly collapsed? Because no, we uh, just not only do shit. I, or do you think it's because we that, sanctioned them and made it so that no one could buy their oil other than Venezuela? No, I believe that we not only collapsed their economy, but I believe we also killed their president. Well, you're 100 percent right. We did both. Like, like the guy was ta- was at the fucking UN talking about uh, uh, fucking George Bush who had just been up there. He's like, I can smell the sulfur. Satan just walked out of the room. That dude had cancer like nine months later, and he was <laughs> dead like eleven months later. And yeah, do you ever see that Russian guy who they poisoned uh, with the polonium? His, like, skin gets all like fucking shitty, and they took an umbrella. That shit's they, crazy. They took an umbrella, and in the tip of it, they have a small uh, sphere, uh, like a think ball bearing, but incredibly tiny, not BB sized, mm. quarter of a BB size. It's got holes drilled through it, so that's essentially hollow in the middle and they've put polonium, a highly radioactive element inside of it. A guy walks down the street and bumps into him, pokes him in the shin with his umbrella. Oh shit. Sorry, comrade. And he's like, yeah, ow, you poked me with your umbrella. Ah, my my apologies, comrade. Have a good day. I'm so clumsy. I've been drinking. Dude dies terribly from the radiation poison like a couple weeks ago. Oh, like, you, oh yeah. you can look up photos of this guy where I, his skin, uh, he's giving interviews like throughout you, the process. It's and Russian. his skin you know his is, is degenerating. I'll get it. Okay. Uh, I, I might be able to, or I'll let Kyle go for it. But really, like, it's just watching radiation poisoning kill this guy. It's insane. And so, uh, I didn't like, know he when died. they say things like, oh, the US government, they're not that bad. It's like, no, Alexander like, Litvinenko. Any other nation. 
And you'd say the last name slower. Um, I don't think it'll help you, Frank. Okay, yeah, probably. It's 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 that fellow right there, I believe. Uh, I believe that was Vladimir Putin that ordered that. By the way, why would he order it? What do you mean? Why would Putin order it? I, I'm not trying to trap you. I'm just. Oh yeah, yeah. He wanted because he wanted this guy taken out. I don't remember what this guy was doing. This guy, uh, this guy did something that they didn't like. Oh, he was um, a British naturalized Russian defector and former officer of the Russian FSB secret police. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I know dude. absolutely nothing about politics, so mm-hmm. I feel like I cannot weigh in on any of this shit whatsoever. But all I want to do is say that I truly like the idea of somebody getting taken to the, the back room of the White House. And like when President Obama was like, look, I'm going to shut down Abu Ghraib. I'm going to shut down the prison. When they, they walk him into the back of the room and they show him like security cameras of Abu Ghraib. And they're like, look, motherfucker, we have actual Superman in Abu Ghraib. You want to shut that down? Where's Superman going to fucking go? We have 26 werewolves there. We have 92 <laughs> fucking vampires, okay? We have an alien that literally bleeds jello. Like, his piss is like radioactive piss. You want him just walking the fucking streets? Is that what I think? He's immortal, sir. What do you want us to fucking do? piss <laughs> radioactive alien and the 96 fucking werewolves, sir. Do you want to keep it open? And then, like, he takes the press, the, the stairs the next day. Fuck. Like, uh, Abu Ghraib is a uh, Stay it open. It's <laughs> very important. And that's something we're gonna do. Did you guys ever watch Sex Love Robots? Oh, yeah. The Netflix right. thing. I don't even know yeah. what that means. Oh, fuck, are you kidding me? All right. So let me remember he recommended it. He recommended it on one of the shows. Let me make sure that it is that Love Death Robots. My bad, my bad. All right. The show is on Netflix. It's it's Love Death Robots. I'm making sure I'm getting the title right. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. It is yeah. like a dozen, maybe 16 shorts animated in various animation styles everything from like pixar to like japanese anime style to like flintstones looking shit to like saturday morning cartoon looking shit to like hyper realistic like um like 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 almost like real looking people yeah incredible stories there's and each one's completely off the wall different like it'll be like three robots touring post-apocalyptic earth all the humans are dead and they're just like sightseeing like oh yeah this was a uh, i think humans you know did something with this back in the day i don't really know what washington monument they're like looking at like a tv set and like debating about what we use tv sets for or whatever and then another one is about um special forces soldiers in afghanistan and uh each unit has been assigned a werewolf soldier he's a u.s soldier who's like a werewolf and he's he walks point He's barefoot. He's going, he's not, he's, he's like, looks like a person, but he's got like heightened senses. He can smell the enemy. He heals faster. But, uh, but like the, the turning point is the enemy now has a werewolf and it comes in and like takes out a whole squad of like Americans. And so now like they have to have a werewolf battle out in the fucking Afghanistan desert. Damn. It's just brutally violent. Man, it's- this show sounds fucking <laughs> retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. I felt it coming. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. Let me see what the Rotten Tomatoes yeah, are for this it. shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's excellent. I fucking loved it. So there's just a werewolf walking out front that's sniffing out fucking Al-Qaeda or whatever. Pretty much. Yeah, uh, but he looks like a man. Like he hasn't sh- he hasn't shifted. You know, he can turn into like the full werewolf, but he's just a dude. Can he do it on his own? Or yeah, is it just it the seems, full moon. It seems like he could it. do it on his own. Uh, it's got See, a seventy-seven that's the kind of werewolf to be the kind where you can turn it on and off. 
89% audience score, 77% critic score. It's amazing. It's on Netflix. Anything where the audience score is better than the critic score is probably pretty good. Yeah, I'm I loved not a weeaboo it. kind of guy either, but and I thought I was going to hate this when my roommate showed it to me. I fucking loved it. Yeah, it's so good. Because like, if you don't like one, here's the best part. If you don't like one of the episodes, don't worry. They're four minutes long each. Seven at tops. And then the next one starts. And it'll be like 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 farmers on a planet that uh, that has a big shield surrounding the farms. And these like monsters come through the shield and attack whenever they can get, like make a hole in it. And the farmers have like mech suits and each farmer's mech suit is completely different. And they're like fighting off the monsters as they charge. And it's, it's, it's really well done. They're all different. Each one's a completely different uh, story. Very, very cool. I highly recommend it. Dude, can I say something? That presidential debate thing. I know here I am. I, I knew I was like right. Now I don't know what the fuck to believe. But I looked at the edits on this Wikipedia. Someone has edited this page to make it look like Trump won all the debates in the last few days. I can show you. I can link up. This is it from last month. Dude, that well-known internet and media bias of promoting right-wing people history is and trump what we isn't say even fucking is. right-wing trump is just a democrat from 20 years ago if he were a democrat 20 years ago they would have kicked him out for being too right-wing that's why i was so sure i had looked this up recently i was thinking about trump in the or i'm sorry and... for being too left-wing because 20 years ago you've been like yeah it's fine to let the gays marry who cares and then you know clinton and all them would have been like fuck that and i didn't look at all the sources in each one of these things but yeah that's why i was so certain of it that yeah. Anyway, yeah. So someone edited the Wikipedia page in the last few days to make it look like yeah. Trump won. I don't know if Trump really did win or Trump really did. Media. It, it's up in the. I mean, fucking yeah. Republicans are embarrassing in the first place. They're just progressives driving the speed limit. Like the, the like Republicans five years from now, and actually no, just right now, they're like, no, actually Democrats are the true homophobes, and it's like you're. Is it really? Like you buy into their moral framework and then you lose. Okay, shut up, retards. Who cares? I thought he won. I thought he always performed very well because, like, she tried to use facts and he brought rape accusers and put them in the front row. Um, and uh, here's the thing: like, like I don't know how you determine who won. Like, it's it's like a UFC fight, right? When it goes to the judges, like, well, the judges said he won. Yeah, but he didn't. All right. Like, like, like that. We, we both agree. John Jones lost his last fight not on the scorecards. So and I think that like there's this thing about Trump where a large group of people, a significant group, are ashamed to say that they prefer not not necessarily even that they that they love him, even that they prefer him to Hillary. And they would they, they'd be ostracized. They would be it, ostracized for yeah, saying so in their thing. job, in their social life. It, yeah. They don't want any part of that. So if you ask them, especially if somebody's near them, if it's not some sort of like survivor style thing where I write a name on a piece of paper and stick it in a, in a hat, which is how the voting goes down. And we saw how that played out. I don't care about the popular vote. That's not how we, that's not, that's not the game we play. That's like somebody saying, Oh yeah, but he landed more strikes. Yeah. Well, a lot of more leg kicks. Those don't count for as much. Oh, oh yeah. He landed 50 in the first round, but there's five rounds. The other guy won the other four rounds. It, yeah. There's a way we do things, and you can't just it's, change the rules because yeah. they don't fit what you want. My team would have won if field goals were worth nine. 
Well, yeah. if, you're, if you're the DNC, you can change rules wherever you want. They change rules to let Bloomberg in. They change rules to keep Tulsi sure. out. Well, I'm sorry you I brought back the DNC because guilty. they're not a government <laughs> agency. They're just a, a private political party. They're, they have no more standing than you should or I do. Should a private political party like the RNC or the DNC have the No, they shouldn't, but that's the way we've always done things. Not. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Fuck the DNC. And what was that party that done? And what? fucking for not letting Bernie run against Trump. Fuck him. Are you a Bernie bro? I was. I don't really think. Like, here's something. I was talking to a friend who's like an uh, avid Trump supporter. And he's like, look, dude, we'll never have health care in this country. We'll never have college education. I'm like, but why does every other civilized country in the world get that? And he goes, because they're not corrupt shitholes. We live in a corrupt shithole. We'll never be able to successfully do it. You put Bernie in there. It's going to be corrupt as fuck. It'll never actually happen. The health care will suck. The education will suck. Let me keep private education. Let me keep private health insurance. And I'm like, but you can't afford education or health Dude, insurance. Just, it's just like, hold it's back. better than the fucked up version. And I'm like, you know, like, I guess there's some truth to that. I can't argue with that. J just hold out. Have you seen the Hispanic voter breakdown for Bernie? The even young Hispanics overwhelmingly voted for Bernie. And who is, uh, you know, the, the biggest demographic in increasing in this country? It's Hispanics. All well, as long place. as Bernie lives it's another 50 happen. years, it's we'll be good. Yeah. I think he's saying the next 50 version. years, you're being crazy. It's way sooner than that. I'll like, tell you this, though. Like, what was so frustrating? Not soon enough for Bernie to stay not alive. Soon <laughs> yeah. If it's well, not, not Bernie's got three. Bernie, <laughs> he's, 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 he's maybe days. three years right. before he's absolutely Biden tier. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking to this friend, and I'm like, he's like, dude, who's going to pay for the health care? Who's going to pay for the education? And he's like, I don't want to pay for that. And I'm like, you already can't pay for it because, you know, your kids can't afford that shit because you don't you're not earning enough. I'm the one who's in the tax bracket that's going to pay for your fucking kids health insurance. I'm the one that's in the tax bracket that's going to pay for your kids fucking education. Let me fucking pay for it, please. Let, let me once pay. again, I mean, you, you, you to help me find do, my pants. <laughs> you already do pay for it's it. Coming. I mean, everyone who gets Medicare and Medicaid is already on socialized health care. It's just. You right, know, exactly. So let's go and extend it. Don't yeah, get let's, it. let's go ahead and extend it to his kids because his kids currently have no fucking health care. So let's extend it to his kids. Let's do that. So I mean, I'm in favor of health care forever. I mean, you can't, but I'm like, so that's torn. the thing is like, you, you, you can't have, like, I'm in favor of universal health care. You are, but okay. you cannot have a profound and powerful welfare system for the members of your country if you also have a border that is a sieve. Like you have to be able to cut off immigration and just take care of the people in your nation. Like you can't be having. What huge if we just turned them away? Programs. Doesn't Canada? Just, yeah, yeah we should turn them away. Doesn't Canada? If you don't have your, I mean, for the hospital. I only know this from watching Trailer Park Boys, but um, <laughs> like in Trailer Park Boys, if Ricky doesn't have his fucking card, if he's not registered and he's not paid his taxes, then he doesn't get fucking health care. They turn him away. So wh why wouldn't that system work here? Here's my worry about that emergencies right yeah thank you kyle you know sorry what, paco right keep moving what if i'm hurting a surfing accident <laughs> and, and what, they're I just gonna grow. i don't have a wallet on me they don't know my id you know i i need some health care right now and they turn people away be like this guy has no insurance card fucking yeah well, yeah. well, they can't turn people away. What's more common, though, other than you showing up with a surfing injury? That happens is, all. That's a major is, use case. Uh, is, you know, an illegal immigrant showing up with the flu, and then they clog up the fucking emergency room lines. because I want everybody to have a away. fucking, like, in, something injected under their uh, under their dermis, under, you know, under their skin, on their hand, 
fucking Mark of the Beast, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you can't even get to somebody who could show you mercy without bloop scanning in. The, the, the doors of the hospital, they're not clear. Get rid of that because then we can see the sickies outside. No. you There's a double door and they're both white. You come through one, you scan, and it, 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 if you don't scan, boop. Kicks you right back out. Maybe a little trap door falls and you just roll out. Not a but door. But you don't get through that second door. If you door, try you don't falsely scan. enter, you should be killed. If it's a door, they'll tailgate And we're not going to patch you up either. <laughs> we need turnstiles, you know, one at a time. The mark mm -hmm. of the beast to get through. That's I how, like the turnstile. Yeah, yeah, I like those. We'll ask Disney World for ideas. They manage. They're fun to turn. Am I the only the one that, that... Your parents won't get it. You can't <laughs> I, do that. I was going to make a mark of the beast joke and Kyle put it right in there. I was looking for... Let's go. I'm I'm down. Shoot, stick that thing in me. Come on. We could make Let's payments with it too. Shit. Yeah, I want it. It could be. Why wouldn't I want it? It could have my debit card information and my healthcare information. Yeah. I want all of my shit right in there, injected into mm -hmm. like the back of my hand, and I can just. All boop. we're saying is we just want our fucking social security number on a chip. It's pretty much where I already. No, have. no, no. I want my wallet that. in my hand. I want my <laughs> subway frequent <laughs> diner <thing>? card. <laughs> <laughs> it would literally work I that want, way. I want like, my fucking Kohl's cash loaded. <laughs> I'll just tap it, it for my lady at Kohl's just comes up and jabs you with something. <laughs> got you now. What is this? Is Welcome your ninth? Kohl's cash. This All is right. your... Well, good for you, Kohl's. You got me. Fuck. <laughs> every, just... every ninth gumbo at Cadoba's free. Just pass it right on. Nope. Put it in That's there. how it would be. You would put your fucking hand in like one of those blood pressure machines, and they would add things to it. It could track you go me wherever online. I go so that I'm not lost anymore. I got no problem with that. Where am I <laughs> going that they don't need to know about? If you're going somewhere and you don't want anybody to know about it, I think it's a little fishy. I mean, there's a lot of room in this Northeast that, Georgia. That's a good right? point. I got, I'm not going anywhere that I don't want some that I, that I don't feel comfortable with the federal government knowing about. Yeah, if there's anyone I trust. They've got my government. DNA and my passport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Do they have your passport? Did they take the yes! document? Yes, they took his passport. He's a felon. I didn't know <laughs> the that. US was Marshals thing. took it when I turned myself in. And they don't give it back? Not until I'm off probation. I'm travel restricted. Well, Kyle, when just... you turned yourself in, did you do it like real cool like where you just walked in? Jesus, like Taylor, look at your arms. Just yeah. just walk in like that. Uh, that would be sick. He didn't crack on, a and fucking And then you get on your smile. fucking knees. And no, then I did. Just let him. You joke. I did you. it. Like like I, when I walked in, I was like, "I'm here to surrender," you know. And he he just went right this way. Oh, that's not as funny as I thought it was. Mm -hmm. All right, shit. Uh, fuck. And you know, took my passport, took my DNA, and uh, and I don't remember. I think that's all it took. Did he use his mouth to take your DNA? Yeah, he sucked it out. <laughs> he sucked it right out of my penis. He's and, one uh, of the right, Obama vampires, motherfucker. Nah, he uh, he did the little cheek swab. Uh, I've had right, to give DNA, like DNA a couple times now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, just this will just take 20 minutes. <laughs> I'd have done this a long time ago if I'd have known about you're going to need weekly samples, I hope. <laughs> oh, we, oh, the cup spilled. Oh, no. Kyle, when you when you got out of there, I assume, and I know because you've told me, you didn't beat off the whole time being I did safe. Not. I didn't, I swear. When you got out of there, I know you fucked. But mm -hmm. how was that first beat off in freedom? It was wonderful. <laughs> it was only, it, all of the things that you like to do in private are are so much sweeter 
once you have your privacy again. Yeah. Like like I've talked about it before. Like just using the bathroom, having my own toilet, my toilet to myself, my own shower, um, my own soap, right? And when, when I'm done with my shower, I don't have to put my soap in one of those plastic cups and then and then quickly dry off so I'm not mm-hmm. raped yeah, before I can get back to my cell, you know? Like the quiet of being outside of a dorm full of a hundred felons. You know, just being in my house here at nighttime here, it's so quiet. Maybe a dog barks occasionally, but like if I turn everything off, it's like you can hear your heartbeat almost. And it's in there, it's this constant hum. That's why I would mm-hmm. wear my headset so much in there and listen to like the radio or There's TV just or whatever. I think and, that and that white noise, nonstop noise would give me a baseline stress level that's higher than normal for me. Did Definitely. it have it? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes you'd hear people, people would like do that thing where like fake get mad at somebody. Like, 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 you know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Gonna, yeah. And then yeah. they all but like slap each other. Enough to stress you out. Then they all slap each other on the back and laugh about it or whatever. But I don't know these people. I don't know their personal relationships. I thought a fucking riot was about to break out, you know, like uh-huh. all, all sorts of stuff like that. People yelling, screaming, fucking laughing, jumping up and down. Just, just being obnoxious, twenty, almost twenty-four hours a day. At night, the snoring was incredible, so it was just continuous noise. So being in the farting, the farting resonating. It was so funny. (laughs) It was, it was just like eight guys snoring like as loud as you've ever heard a human being snore in your life. Like at least it, me, I've heard you snore. I've, I've sure I, tell me I can compete with these gentlemen. You could compete with them. <laughs> Eight but he's like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. One, there was I can compete. one guy who was like very ill and coughed and hacked all night. And like, I just remember one night he was coughing and hacking and it was so bad. He was just, he was just after the coughs, like, like, like it was like painful and like he couldn't catch his breath. And I just remember the black guy next to me going, that nigga said like he gonna die, and, just, <laughs> and like everybody started laughing. It was like, he, was, he was Chris Rock for a moment. <laughs> like, 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 like fifty guys. It's so quiet at night except for the farts and the snores that his voice carried over the walls, and like fifty guys lost their shit and started laughing because we're all listening to this guy. <laughs> yeah, thinking yeah. Like, you can't not. God, he sounds like he's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you didn't say. Brother, yeah, yeah, it was, and sure. I was, and I was quoting a black man, <laughs> which makes it okay. It, I, I think it those was. are the rules. I'm curious, though. A little bit progressive. Did you? I, see, I, I love that part in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm when Larry is just quoting the awful thing that someone else said <laughs> and just gets in so much trouble. Uh, it's, <laughs> in his own house with the people he's giving charity to. Yeah, he's in his own they house. They threatened to leave and accept they someone else's charity. Did they? Okay, I only saw leave. the highlight. Yeah, yeah, Boogie was about to pop in. Let's. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, do you still write your prison boyfriend when he gets out? <laughs> uh, so, um, I I, sh- I shared my information with Snow. Uh, he wasn't my prison boyfriend, but he was my workout partner and uh, my protector. And, uh, uh, workout, workout partner. Yeah, we yeah, became Kyle really good was friends. Working out the tensile strength of his asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Snow and I became really good friends. Uh, I did, I did trade information with him, but um, I don't think I'm allowed to have contact with him. Like whenever I, uh, I do this thing. I did it today, even um, where like, you, I, it's called self-reporting. Where like I think like actual like hardcore violent felons, especially, 
they're they have to go meet their probation officer and like answer a lot of questions about mm. what they did this pre previous month maybe they get checked up on fairly regularly to make sure they're not up to no good i go to a website and i i'm i'm like no, I haven't had any guns this month. No, I haven't had any drugs this month. No, I haven't had any contact with any other felons this month. Um, no, none of my pertinent details have been altered. No, I don't have uh, a different mailing address. No, I don't have um, this or that. No, like, yes, this is still my car. Yes, it's still my address. Yes, it's still my phone number and email. Submit. And like, that's basically the only thing that i do other than the random drug test that i have no to, like, drugs or guns for an entire month why why even be free at that point <laughs> for, 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 for forever so, so you can't contact other felons i don't think so i'm, I'm not supposed to have any contact with them. i think that's probably frowned upon but, but there's yeah, a, because felons yeah. make up a chunk of our population like yeah they're not talking about bumping into the the guy at the gas station they're talking about like getting your old gang back together you might have known if you might have had a felon in your you know in the edges of your life before this whole incident sure and maybe there's a, a way around that you know uh -huh. it's one of those things it seems to me that like if you talk to them and explain what's going on like yeah you know it's whatever i gotta believe is yeah. it chuck the alcoholic Chuck, yeah, yeah, he's probably a felon. I don't think he is. I, don't, I think he's he's a he's a misdemeanorer, a serial yeah. mister. Like I said last week, he was numbers. in jail with me. Uh, he's he's got to pump up those a, numbers. A bit of a loiterer. He was literally <laughs> in jail with me when I got arrested. That it was hilarious. Like I just Wait, remember them. I thought that was a joke. No, I swear to God. No, I was <laughs> in jail. I'd been in jail for a day or maybe two, and they wheel Chuck in in a wheelchair, his foot all in a cast, and I'm like. Chuck? Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> the fuck are you doing here? I, I don't remember what he did. Writing bad checks or something. Man, like this that. is a psyop to get you comfortable. How I get free health care. All over his face. Jail sucks. Prison's, <laughs> prison's no fun. Jail <laughs> sucks. Like, like, like. People think oh. they're synonyms. I'm not sure I understand the difference. So Okay, so if you get arrested tonight for a DUI, they take you to jail. Okay. If a judge says, 50 years, you go to prison. <laughs> That's the difference. There are state prisons and federal prisons. I went to federal prison because I was convicted on a federal level. Um, and so those are the differences. Jail is like temporary holding most of the time. Or if you're sentenced within a, local, uh, a locality, like a county or a city. If you get sentenced for by your local judge, like right there in your city, in your town for whatever, DUI or uh, petty theft, he can give you 30 days in the county jail. And that's like wherever you're from, Franklin County, Georgia jail. And that's where I was. I was in the Franklin County, Georgia jail. And it is awful. I have a theory. Do you think that prison is not as bad because people have had time to stabilize and like, whereas jail people are coming and going and they don't match. Go ahead. No. Why? Tell me what you know. Everything is worse. The living conditions are meant for temporary <laughs> stay in, in jail for one thing, or at least short term prison. It's like, this might be the rest of your life. So you've got sort of a bed. I mean, not really, but it's so much better than the jail bed, the jail bed. It's a flat piece of steel with a thin little pad on it. The prison bed. I had like a, uh, uh, it's like a, a metal square with, with like yeah, springs in it. And, it, and it. It's just the springs and a thick pad. 
In jail, everyone gets their own bed. In on TV, they're like in a cell with benches along the sides. Benches. Oh, so that. All right. So that's a holding cell. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. That's not. That's in a jail, but they're not being held there for more. That that's until they get booked or released. That's okay. just a holding cell. Jail are pods with like communal living where everybody's in a big fucking room with bunk beds. And like there's a tape, there's a couple tables and a television. That's how I, that's, uh, that Jail was my situation. Was where you realized there was a pedophile in there with you and you yeah, a latched on to everyone else being like, look at that fucking child pedophile. Fuck yeah. You. Yeah. Hey, we were all in there for like drugs. It was it. That was it. Everybody was there for drugs and then uh, respectable maybe petty crimes. Theft. Yeah. And then one kitty did nonviolent. No one got hurt crimes. You know, ah, this guy smoked some meth. This guy smoked some weed. This guy had a blunt. This guy uh, that, you know, didn't show up for his probation thing. He, he violated his they whatever. Were all nonviolent? People do violent stuff. Every, everybody that I saw was nonviolent okay. in, in, in the jail. You know, not the, and, and then there's the pedophile. There he is. And we're all just like, that's, I don't like that at all. Yeah, I don't like it either. I think we might have to do something. I'm just, yeah, we might have to. I'm like, like I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I ain't gonna do nothing. I want out. I just. I wonder sucked. what the pedophile did. He, uh, they caught him in it. He was, he was like, um, working as a plumber, mm -hmm. but like not like don't think Roto Rooter. Like someone hired him to come do some plumbing <laughs> work. At their, someone hired him to come do some plumbing work at their home, and they caught him in the bathroom with their like eight year old daughter. With wow. her pants down, I guess. Wow. And uh, yeah, so I was surprised. He was a little beat up. I was surprised he made it because you could beat this I guy to death. If I were king of our country, oh. that guy wouldn't get a chance in jail. I benefited yeah. the doubt way too much. I was like, well, maybe he had some pictures on his hard drive or something. Uh, uh, you know, maybe, yeah, but he's in him going, yeah, dude. <laughs> maybe it was, <laughs> yeah, dude. I fucking love that eleven-year-old. I like actually thought pedo. maybe it was child anime porn. Like, why did I go there? Like, he's that innocent. There were no humans. This because you're Mister Benefit of the Doubt. <laughs> I have a problem that way. Yeah, it's you, not. Make a I wish you were my judge. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have got I'd be like, I'd be like, Judge Woodworth. You know, I'm pretty sure someone planted the, those that marijuana on me. You're like, you know. That makes a you lot of sense. Trouble before? <laughs> no, and I'm kind of famous on the internet. People are always sending me things. Wow. Why are you not guilty? Not guilty. <laughs> if you, I were you the judge, you should all be ashamed of yourself for bringing this before me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just assumed. It, it, I even thought there was a fair chance it was next just case. Drawn yes, Your Honor, this is the case porn. of Rapey McRaperson. <laughs> <laughs> How but you did, doing, my did friend? She, did she really say she didn't want it? How short was her Case skirt? Case dismissed. <laughs> she was asking for it, Mr. Woodworth. Well, Man, not she literally. was coming up to me and saying, this hole needs filled. And I was like, I'm the only man around to take care of the job. <laughs> you know, when you put me in jail for this, it's kind of a little bit racist. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit so. Yeah. You're going to put Danny Trejo in jail for fucking a 19-year-old? You know, I was a 19-year-old who turned Dude. out to be an 11-year-old. Oh, Jesus Christ. She was so <laughs> developed, man. I was like, these titties don't say 14. Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> they say 34 double D. Welcome to men writing women badly. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a fucking way that goes. <laughs> that's what it is. So, yeah, yeah. Jail is horrific.
uh, prison is no fun. It's it, although again, I was in like low security prison, like not there was a medium security there, there, and they were stabbing each other up there. They were they were literally stabbing each other up there. Like they now, they they. Kyle, th this isn't a loaded question, but how long do you think you would have had to stay in prison before? the urge to fuck got to you and you, <laughs> and you looked at a man ass and was like, that'll do how long. Do you well, think it took about take? seven minutes. Man, that was like a minute two to four for me. They said I missed the transsexual. Uh, they said that she was walking around with some big old titties and, and, uh, and everybody, she had all kinds of guys following her around. Apparently snow was one of them. And, uh, but, but I didn't, uh, you know, I don't know. I was just so stressed out that it was like, that wasn't on my mind. I just, I didn't get horny at all. I was just afraid a lot and like, like stressed a lot, like really stressed and really and, and afraid. I was thinking about the other day when you were like, I didn't shit for 21 days. And I was imagining on day 21, some fucking rapist being like, yeah, I finally got you fucking. And then he, he sticks his dick in and it's just a plume of shit. Just, just, just fucking like pushing down like on that, on the fucking, uh, uh fucking Play-Doh thing, getting the, <laughs> the shapes to come out. That's what it would be. Just it, your I, asshole. I, I picture him trying to fuck Kyle in the ass. But it's like a, mu a musket for some reason that's been loaded dick. 97 times. And it's yeah. all to the tip. Dude, man, have I you shit in a while? You, pretty, <laughs> you feel pretty fucking filled up, brother. Yeah. I what are you hiding in there? I have a question. Why <laughs> is it so hard when I put my dickhead in your ass? <laughs> <laughs> so you did you did well in, uh, I think, light security prison? Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Do you think that you would have been able to thrive in medium security prison. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, like I said, like they were stabbing each other up there, like a lot, like, like they, they put them on lockdown and they were, they were picking like a Jesus. dozen of us to go up there and make their sandwiches for them and then deliver them to their cells. That was one of the jobs they picked me for, but then they found I wasn't medically cleared. So I didn't have to, I did not want to go up there. <laughs> They're, like our, we had the razor wire in the, in the 12 foot tall fences or whatever. They had like that times five, like in layers, you know, mm -hmm. like, like with all kinds of scary shit. Um, I, I don't know, man. Everybody talked like it was, and they tried and to make you serve ham and cheese to them, peanut butter and jelly. Um, I, 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 yeah, I was, Oh, even a worse sandwich. They would have been served <laughs> to it. I had made them good. <laughs> the problem with that, I feel like the, the price of fouling up is too high, right? Like, okay, so you changed the channel on a television at one point. Someone mm. got frustrated with you. I think, and it, it was my television. Yours is in the white people's television. Yeah, yeah, and and whatever. I don't understand the social dynamics there. But if you were in medium security, maybe he goes violent instead of verbally aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he probably does. Because I was resistant to changing the channel. I was like. You got three TVs over there, man. What's, your, what's the what's the deal? We watch the news in the mornings. We watch the news, and he's getting all like black people don't usually get red, but he's getting a little red. <laughs> <laughs> he's just. And I'm just like, we watch I'm the real, news, yeah, fella. And I was kind and of a smartass. I was kind of smartass, like like about changing it back. I was like, there you go. Uh. And I, and I was like, 
Glad you didn't stab me. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> I was trying Kyle, to save I a little face. That's tricky. I want to get Kyle's prison ranking of who of the three of us would do best and worst. Wait, wait, in make prison. it four. Well, in, I, in, in what Kyle, prison? The place it, I was at? The, the place you were at, kind of your understanding of prison. Who of me, Boogie, Woody, oh, oh. would do the worst or the best and why? Oh, I know the answer to this. Easy, but go ahead. I, um, I think, I, you... I, think I, I think that you would all be okay. I think Woody can be a little socially awkward occasionally and maybe like say the wrong thing when he doesn't mean to. And that would be the only one. Of us oh, I you don't think that's a problem I fucking have? Uh, the guys that like look like you in there ha all kind of banded together and played played board games and Monopoly and stuff and and really didn't interact with anybody else. You know, oh, they, shit. They, okay, yeah. I'll there was a bunch of like, you know, 30, 30 to forty year old, thirty to fifty year old white dudes with with beards or goatees or whatever who who were doing you know five to twenty years and they just go play fucking Monopoly and that is my demo. do their own thing. Yeah, if you stuck with that crowd, would it, you'd be okay. But it's it's the interactions that you have to have, like doing laundry and lunch, and people would steal from the white guys a lot. They would like take valuable things out of their lockers, and I feel like you'd want to stick up for yourself. Maybe like feel like you in particular might have a hard time if you said the wrong thing to the wrong person. But maybe not. Maybe not. I had a problem because I think a lot of them found me attractive. Taylor's big and strong. I feel like he can really handle himself in there. I don't think anybody's gonna mess with him. And there was a crowd of like pumped up white dudes that sort of worked out together and did all sorts of like uh like body workouts and they care they did stuff with rocks you know because that we didn't have weights we had rocks and those uh, are my boys i'm going to tie up with them immediately yeah you, you'd be one of the bedrock boys and and you'd be out there fucking having a <laughs> <laughs> you'd be fred flintstone at, out out there mm. for six months They're, some of those guys were ripped like they looked like professional it'd be the athletes. perfect opportunity to cut all this shit off my front half mm. yeah yeah <laughs> um I, I don't i don't think any I think I mostly had a problem because I had such a short sentence that it was suspicious and I'm a pretty man. Taylor, you are a pretty man. You know, if I were in prison for a couple of years and I saw your pretty ass walk in, I can agree. If I were in prison for a few days and I saw Kyle, it'd be, yeah, lot. Boogie doesn't know this, but <laughs> I made friends with this, uh, this, this like 60, 60 year old black man. He had a broken radio, and in prison you use uh, a little handheld radio, battery-powered, and a headset to listen to the televisions we have. We have five televisions in the, in the like media room, and right. you dial them in to, to uh, a station, and it's that TV. And, the, and it, it's a pretty cool system, and it forces you all to buy a $100 radio, and uh, I bought a good headset, so it was like $35. So it forces you all to do that, plus... Now there's not the, a constant hum of TVs playing over one another, right? So everybody right. can do their own thing. And you can control volume how you want it. You want it loud as fuck? Do it. Quiet. You can do that. Anyway, I saw a black guy. His, his shit's all broken up, put together with masking tape. And I'm like, hey, man, I see your radio's broken. He's like, yeah, I dropped this piece of shit. It barely works. And I'm like, hey, I'm getting out of here two months. When I leave, get with me. I'll... I'll get, uh, you can have mine. He's like, I can have it. I was like, yeah, no big deal, man. I, you know, what am I gonna do with a radio outside? You know, I got a car, I got a TV and stuff. I, I don't need a radio. I, I don't own one out there now. I don't want one when I leave and, and you could use it. And he was really appreciative of this so much so that like, he was always giving me stuff to like make up for the value that I was eventually mm -hmm. giving him like six All packs right, of right. diet Pepsi. He gave me some, uh, some flip flops that were like $35. 
He gave you a six pack of Diet Pepsi. Isn't that several, like a, a like, like it's like five dollars nice gift? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the, the flip flops were like thirty five dollars. Like, wow. like he was always giving me stuff. And uh, he comes by my bunk one day, and I'm I'm top bunk <clears throat> in a four man cell, and uh, I'm reading Stephen King or something. And he walks by and he goes, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know, uh, I heard some guy over there talking. He wants to get with you." And I went. Uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, his name's Taylor, and he's got a real fiending for your ass. <laughs> There's a guy over there, and he said he wants to get with you. I just thought you should know. And I'm like, well, you tell him. I'm not looking to get with anybody, and I won't go down without a fight. And he's like, hey, I'm just letting you know. I thought you should know. And he walks away, and I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> trying to jump back into Harry Potter this is and week then three. Hermione cast a spell. <laughs> this is week trying to forget this is you're about like, to get raped. This is like this is like day 20 of 60. 60. Yeah. Yeah. I just had started feeling comfortable in this place. <laughs> like I felt like I had some friends. I felt like I had my TV scheduled down, my workout down. I, I know where the library is. I'm cool with the librarian. He's recommending me good books. Now somebody wants to get with me. I lived in fear for the next 40 days. You know, they got a good look at your asshole when you were showering and goddamn, <laughs> it looks tight as can be. Mm. Look, and don't even tell me if I'm wrong, but it looks like fucking nothing's ever been up there without your permission. And <laughs> that's something that they really like. <laughs> yeah, I, I and so like after like I, I I would I was very strategic about when and how I showered, you know, like I would only shower if my buddy was in there showering but i had to be careful about that because i don't want to look like i'm wanting to shower with my buddy right so i would i would sit really high up on my bunk so i could see way over the other in the dorm and when i saw my buddy getting his towel i'd beat him to the bathroom i'd be in there when he came so it was like he was going to shower with me so i feel like he started feeling a little awkward like well, shower, you know, you walk up the door, you go shower. And whoever was last to walk into the shower room calls out the numbers of the stalls that are open. So like I'm in there, I'm in five. That's the good one. And uh, he goes shower. And I'm like one, two and four. And he's like going in four. And I'm like, yeah, come on over here, buddy. I don't <laughs> right next to me. Yeah, let's get... <laughs> come on down. And I go heard. And he comes over there and we, you know, we, we'd shower up and I did that. Every day, I always made sure that I did. Had. You did you artificially make your voice slower to make it sound more intimidating? You're like, yeah, shower. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shower. I go shower. I wouldn't go shower. <laughs> shower. I'm boys. feeling dirty today. There's shower. a delicate lilac of Anyone a butthole. Play? <laughs> shower. If only I had someone to wash my ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you, you guys know, know soap makes good happen. lube? Just saying. Yeah. No, it burns so your dick. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the baby oil? <sighs> soap burns. <Shower. laughs> that would be so much fun if you said that. <laughs> that was I, his I objective. You, you probably weren't you know, committed to the bit at the time. <laughs> I was <laughs> not committed to any bit. I don't want to get <clears throat> And then leaving. I'm, I, you, I'm just trying so hard not to look at anybody naked. 
Because because a lot of times they turn around to make because they don't want their back turned to whoever's walking past them. I noticed that. That seemed like some like prison shit. Or like if I'm showering, I I would kind of turn a little sideways. But like these guys turn around and face the door and cover their d- dick and balls, like like ready to throw down if somebody tries to come in behind them. They you cover know? their dick and balls. Who cares? Just fucking turn and face and wash. Yeah. I, I, keep your arms at the ready. Do your hair. Wah! Boom! Boom! Woo! Whirlwind! Whirlwind! I was about to say the same joke. Helicopter! Helicopter! Yeah, that one helicopter, weird helicopter fucker dick. from Missouri is doing like a helicopter all the time. We don't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's telling us he's not a weirdo, but like, evidence is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> He keeps telling us, man, like he had a good friend who was in here before, and I'm telling him, dude, that's not what Kyle was like. <laughs> Kyle was all to himself, and this fella shaking his dick around and being weird. <laughs> that was a funny joke, but I think I'm going to rape him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't shave well. the whole time I, I, I was in there because I thought that would make oh. me less attractive, maybe, and less, less, less feminine. So like like by the time I didn't shave for like seventy five days or something, I came out looking like an actual homeless person. It was so goddamn itchy. I remember the same black guy who told me somebody wanted to get with me came by. He goes, "You don't shave, huh?" <laughs> and I was like, "Nah." I made this little bet with my friends. I said I wouldn't shave when I was in here. He's like, "You don't even want to." Like edge it up a little bit, because <laughs> I got like, because like all up here, I've got like long hairs, like like you know they're they're like they're like two inches long at this point, like like up here, like 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 way above like where. I oh yeah, have. the the picture that Kitty took of you after you right got out of prison, you're standing there triumphant. I just looked at that and I was like, man, this this is the worst I've ever seen, Kyle. Like he he awful. looks like he's intentionally made himself look you know down and out terrible that's what i did <laughs> yeah that's exactly and you looked what I did. terrible yeah yeah i was so happy to shave when i got back home i mean if i was horny enough though i bet that ass looks fine <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that shit's fucking funny yeah, i think the only thing you needed to not shave was your ass if i'm being honest yeah i don't shave my ass anyway it's a fucking thicket down there <laughs> it's gonna ruin that many razors I like it. Me. I like it when the poop just has to crawl down the rope of my ang- anus. <laughs> <laughs> just like descend fucking, down the rope it's like, like an asshole Jones hair. in the Temple of Doom, like trying to get into the toilet. You know? It's like the queen <laughs> and aliens laying the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. Right. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, that's four hours. Yeah. I've enjoyed having you, Boogie. Thank you for coming. Oh, on. thank you for I, having me. I, I wish you luck in all of your future endeavors. Uh, thank you. you. Know, ha- happy um, physical health. Happy mental health. Stay strong. Glad this Newsweek thing is a, is a thing you're doing. That's very cool. Where would you like to direct any of our listeners here? You know, like um, make- I'm doing a like kind of fun narrative on my main channel, the Boogie Two Nine Eight channel. Check out the last few videos. It's kind of different from what I've done before, but I'm really having fun with it. Uh, new video coming out next week. And then my travel channel, Boogie Travels, currently on hiatus as I like just get my shit together. But uh, going back to traveling, wanting to do Disney World this year, wanting to do Disneyland, hoping to do a few cons, hoping to hit the Grand Canyon, hoping to hit uh, Branson next month, uh, like in two weeks. 
um, be driving some famous cars, hopefully a DeLorean. I've heard maybe the Dumb and Dumber mobile. So check it out when he travels. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, I just I just saw a text from Andy up there, and he said we might be able to dig out the Dumb and Dumber mobile. So I might be driving the same vehicle that, oh, that Jim cool. Carrey drove. Yep. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, check right. out Boogie. No outros, Kyle? Uh, no, I don't think so. DKA 481.